fans, it's time for those most famous words in motorsport. Another edition of Race 22 Ra Ra Radio. In-depth coverage of all your favorite late model stock car racing action from all perspectives. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Race 22 Radio is hosted by Race22.com founder, Mr. Langley Austin. Come in, I'm gonna eat you! I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my belly! Come on! Race 22 Radio is co-hosted by Performance Center Racing Warehouse President, Mr. Roger Johnson. You just keep your foot on the gas and drive right by him on the outside. You told me nobody goes to the outside on turn four. If you go to the outside, you can hold it. With special co-host, Crazy Corey Latham. Sit back, buckle in, and hold on tight. Race 22 Radio is coming right at you at full throttle. And now your host, Mr. Langley Austin. here at uh, Performance Center Racing Warehouse in uh, Statesville, North Carolina. Uh, I'm your host, Langley Austin, and uh, I've got uh, Mr. Uh, well, I don't know if I should call him Mr. or not. I don't know if he deserves all that, but uh, i got uh, Roger Johnson over here well, to I, my right. I didn't say anything because I didn't know who you were talking about yet. Well, I mean, since uh, Corey's not over there in his seat, that's a, you know, Talk. we rename him No Show or something. I'm not really yeah. sure. He's busy. Yeah, 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 busy. Yeah, he must have uh, got started drinking early tonight. Oh, went right to the alcohol. I mean, that's all I can figure. I mean, I mean, he's busy. Well, I mean, I, I guess. I don't know. He's got a job. Maybe he's running from Jason Myers. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I mean, um, most people won't get that joke, but uh, it's a good one. Um, <laughs> a, a lot going on in racing, uh, finally. Um, you know, we had the icebreaker, and now we're, uh, you know, had to wait another month to get another race in. Um, so, uh, got Greenville in this past weekend, and man, running. it was a barn burner. Yeah. I mean, a great, uh, great finish at the end. All the races all day were really good. Uh, really impressed, uh, with the racing. Uh, Anthony, you know, told us on the show last week that, uh, he, uh, that he wanted to, uh, you know, let the guys race and, uh, not penalize them, and, uh, they did that. Yeah. I, I, he's done what he said before. I, I mean, Every time? Right. I, I don't know why people... He catches as much as he does, just for the simple fact of, he says what he's going to do, he does it. Okay, let, let's go again. You know, I mean, he, like you said, another great show. Well, I would have liked to have seen their late model deal a little, a little stronger, not yeah. to pad the whole thing, right? Yeah. I, I mean, but you know what? And I thought, you know, when I when I got there, and I think at the time I thought there was three late models, and there was five. You know, which. One of them run limited in late model. One guy run two different cars in there, but I don't count that like that. But 
Um, you know, <clears throat> there was, uh, you know, they had five late miles start the race, and I thought, man, this is going to be terrible. They're just going to ride around. Because, you know, Greenville's a pretty big racetrack. Um, I, well, I don't know if you know. You probably, you don't ever get you to the racetrack, so you don't really correct. know how big they are. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I, uh, well, took, you, Greg Marlowe like stopped three, by here earlier minutes. and got me, pe- you know, got right. me pepped up. It you went know? three minutes longer. <laughs> I had the I had the under, and I lost there. You won. Oh, good. So. What did What did I win? <laughs> not gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> but you know greenville's a little bit bigger of a racetrack and uh you know being a half mile you know five cars that doesn't sound like a very good race yeah, in the past it hasn't been um it was a really good race you know uh um neil meredith started on the pole and uh led early and then uh, taylor shadowfield uh, took the lead uh led until lap 29 when uh, meredith went to get the lead back and they tangled into turn one and satterfield came out on the wrong side of that deal and Meredith was not penalized, as uh, Anthony said, that they would not be unless it was intentional, and he went on to win the race, and Satterfield and uh, Randy Porter uh, had a great race, which good to see Randy Porter back in the yeah, car. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of the, you know, upstate South Carolina legends. Yeah. You know, great uh, great guy and great racer, and uh, good to see him out there. I hope to, hope to see him a whole lot more. Staple of the sport, that guy. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, that's, uh, you know... <clears throat> He's uh, he's one of those guys who uh, him and Marty Ward and uh, you know guys like that down there have really uh, you know made that area you yeah. know what it is for racing. So uh, Myrtle Beach also uh, you know raced this weekend. Uh, <clears throat> Doc will dive into that in the news here in just a few minutes. Uh, you know talking about who won and all that, but uh, they had a really stellar car count. I believe they had 26 there and 24 started. I think is what I've seen. So uh, that's a that's a pretty stellar car count. I'm telling you, I think I think things are gonna. I think the car counts are going to be up. I think I, so. I just at the be it's the beginning of the year. The economy is pretty good. There's a lot of people that are making a lot of buzz. I would have liked to have seen a little more publication in Greenville. Yeah. You know, just from an outsider perspective, I would have liked right. to have seen a little <laughs> more publication for it. But I was proud of what he drew. If you would have told me that he at the end of last year that he that this is the race he would have had here right now, right. I would have told you you were a liar. Yeah. So, I, I think he did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you got to keep supporting him. Yeah, and I think, you know... Uh, and I applaud the people for going out and supporting him. I you think, know what I mean? I think the car count thing, I think, you know, some of it's early, you know, the earliness. They they got to know that they were going to race this year late. Yeah. And then they had a race early. No, that's what I mean. Um, you know, and then... <clears throat> Uh, the weather killed him because they had, you know, people, a few people try to come and test during the week, and it rained just about every day. You know, they had them there after dark, I think, you know, a couple different times. And um, Friday practice got rained out. And, I mean, it just really was, you know, a terrible situation. And there was rain forecasted on Friday, which it did rain, and rain forecasted on Sunday, which it did rain. Saturday was perfect, but I don't think anybody actually expected it to be perfect given the weather sure, pattern. Sure, sure. I just so. mean two months ago when they were talking about putting dirt on it. <laughs> if you would have told me that they were going to have a late model stock or, or a limited race over there and have a good race and a decent car count, I would have said, okay, no right. way. It's not going to happen. So I, I, I applaud them. I think they did a great job. And I know this sounds stupid to people that don't understand the business, but you know they didn't have to pay the 10000 out. So he saved a little bit of money there by right. having 17 cars sure. instead of the 25 that they sure. needed to get to that. And the crowd was really good. It was the best I've seen of the openers that they've had there, you know, the first weekend in March or whatever. So, I mean, I would say they come out making money on that race. So that that's a pretty good thing. Yeah. That's good for any that, racetrack because that, that don't happen that, a whole lot. That's the goal, right? 
I mean, a- absolutely. I mean, that's everybody's goal, and uh, most of them don't hit it very often. Right. So, um, I guess we'll uh, dive on over here and let uh, Doc take a check of the news. A little bit of news this week. Denny Hamlin Short Track Showdown canceled for 2019 at the Langley Speedway. But guess what? Langley Speedway will still race on that allotted Thursday, April 11th, with a 200-lap late-model stock car feature that will replace that Denny Hamlin Short Track Showdown. Uh, It was canceled by the event organizers earlier in the week. Uh, The race will have a format similar to the Hampton Heat 200 and will have a purse that is larger than their regular late-model, weekly late-model race. The race title format and purse and and all the details will be announced in the upcoming weeks. You can read it right here on Race22.com. News from NASCAR, the Wheeling All-American Series will now count 16 cars as a full field for racers chasing national or state points uh, within your uh, NASCAR track. NASCAR Wheeling All-American Series points will count two points per position up to 16 cars with a maximum of 32 points before bonus points are awarded. The bonus points are also restructured and a whole lot better, as Langley and I were talking about earlier. Uh, we reward up to four, point four, four bonus points for a winner starting ninth or worse. A driver starting fifth through eighth will receive two bonus points, and zero bonus points will be awarded to a driver that wins that starts in the first two rows. Also, some of the other stories on Race22.com. Be sure and check out some great reads. Wendell Davis uh, reflects on the past, looks ahead on to uh, 2019. Great read. I highly suggest that, uh, Race22.com. Check out Willis uh, contemplating, of course, that's Danny Willis Jr. Plans for 2019, but needs sponsors to stay in uh, late model stock car racing, so we need a Danny Willis Jr. at the track, no doubt. Uh, Lemke set for the car store to run with Junior Motorsports. He's out of California. Adam Lemke is his name. He'll drive full-time for Junior Junior Motorsports in the 98 Slick Products GoPro Late Model uh, for the Cars Tour uh, Rookie of the Year, looks like. Of course, we talked about, I know they're going to get into more details with the winter meltdown at Greenville Pickens Speedway. Uh, Is it Devin or Devon? Devin. Devin. Devin Morgan was your winner. Austin, uh, is it Summerow? Samara, thank you. Wow. Had to get we a check on that one. This before wow. The show. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> wow. Comes with man. the territory. Uh, you better get he, used to both of those names. Yeah, no doubt. He, uh, Austin in qualifying was the only guy in a 19 second bracket. That's yep. hauling for a limited late model. Oh, he was rolling. Yeah. That you're, looked you're good. You're going to hear that name more. I'm telling yeah. you. And of course, Morgan, I didn't realize that. His uh, last race on asphalt, you're going to go dirt racing, right? For now. For yeah. now. Now, yeah. wind we'll got to change that, his mind, maybe. We'll see how maybe. that goes. <laughs> so, yeah, he's uh, one of the Hawk uh, McCall Motorsports cars. Boy, they look good down there. All three cars in top three. They look good pretty much everywhere they go. That's PRW awesome. cars, Especially there. That's why. Yeah, gotcha. performance center cars. Yeah, as you said, Myrtle Beach Speedway Spring Fling this past weekend. Two twin 40-lap races. Uh, 24 cars did start. I did look that up. Jeremy McDowell in a Harrington. Thought I'd add that to the notes. He was the winner. Uh, in race number one, Brian Vaz, V-A-U-S-E, was it Vaz? Vaz, got yep. it right. He was the winner in the second uh, uh, late model stock car feature. And our old friend of late model stock racing for many, many years, B.J. Mackey was back in victory lane in the super trucks, 40 lap uh, feature for there. I thought that was absolutely awesome. I was so excited to read that. Yeah, it was good uh, Good to see him for sure. Absolutely. Still fast as ever. Oh, look what the cat drug in now. 
Yeah. Uh, the, of course, yeah. the big news, and of course, we're going to detail all the, the highlights uh, of the upcoming big race next weekend at Southern National Motorsports Park. Uh, next, Mar- next Saturday, March 9th, Solid Rock Carriers 300 presented by SRI Performance at Southern, Na- Southern National Motorsports Park. Going to be a big race, first race of the year. All the cars are going to be all pretty and spiffed up and shined up. It's going to be in Danny. It's been two years since this series has been there, so I know uh, hopefully the fans will be really wanting to, to see this series out there because the series has grown and gotten stronger. The competition is going to be just fierce. In the, in the past four races, three different winners. Deke McCaskill, duh, no doubt, has uh, won two of them. Todd Gilliland, Josh Berry was the other winner. Uh, so... The track record was set in late model stocks for Jeff Oakley at 94.312 miles an hour. 12, uh, 15.267 was the time. Talking about the track surface, you and I during the week, and you know, I know you talked to some of the guys that tested. Do you think that's going to be in jeopardy, or are they going to go a little bit faster? Nah, what do you think? I don't think that will be in jeopardy. Gotcha. I was wondering about that when we were we were discussing that. So looking forward to get all the details there about this uh, race next weekend. Uh, knockout qualifying. Um, late model stocks and super late models. Qualifying will start. Looks like one thirty race green flag at three o'clock. And I want to see everybody out there because yours truly and you're going to be there. I probably won't be there. Well, uh, you're going to be there. Well, I, I think I'm going go. to Hickory. So you think so? Yeah, I think you'll be there. That's right. I know cool. where you're going to be at, Corey. Southern National. Corey said Southern National. He don't get his mic turned on yet because he was tardy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoa. He's going to try to talk over here and he's not even on. <laughs> oh, wow. Why do you guys got to pick on him all the time? <laughs> Go ahead, Corey. I got you. Uh, uh, now he deked him. Working now? Yeah. Drive from Greensboro at 5 o'clock after the Interstate 40 and make it to States one hour. I'm proud that you Without made killing it. three people. I'm proud you made it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Now you're on. You get to <laughs> Oh, and he <laughs> we'll let him catch his breath since that was uh, that is that's crazy traffic right oh, there the whole no time, no doubt. I'm no lucky doubt. I get to leave at three. So, uh, anyway, looking forward to a big weekend with the cars tour at Southern National Motorsports Park, and that's all there is in the news, bro. Awesome, good job, bro. Good job. Only messed up a couple names, uh, you know. So Bruh. I mean, yeah, I'm good Bruh. for that, bro. We, we are on tar- target Bruh. this week. Yeah, I you like can tell it. I had my son this weekend. That's he's awesome, he's me to death. I know. Yeah, I have, I have one of them. Yeah, I don't even know what that means, but okay. So, anyways, <clears throat> um, going going back to uh, going back to the conversation about Greenville, Devin Morgan was impressive, man. Yeah, I mean, I, and I I knew that last year. You know, I never saw him race last year. I only went to a race that they had late models, and not limiteds. And uh, I uh, I really I really felt felt like uh, you know just watching the results and stuff, man. He he's got to be pretty good, you know, because he's in his own car. Man, he jumped in that Hawk McCall car and. Boom. Those three guys, I mean, they were just Jeremy Burns, you know, Austin Samara, man. They were all up front. He does a good job down there. I mean, and, and honestly, they should have finished one, two, three. Right. If uh, if uh, Jeremy hadn't made a mistake trying to cross back over on uh, Devin when he passed him with, uh, I don't know, ten to go or so, I think uh, I think it would have been a totally different you know situation. So. I mean, I, like, I don't what, think what he, do you say he's got it figured out down there. Oh, for and, sure. And people, <laughs> I mean. He goes there a lot. They go, you know what I mean? He works hard on his stuff. He, I, that's it. That's, that's kind of what it takes to do it. He's doing a good job. Absolutely. No uh, no doubt about that. Um, I don't know. I was impressed with uh, those guys, impressed with Ralph Carnes. Uh, he had a little 603. Yeah. And uh, that stayed surprised right there me with the them most. I got to tell you, that, that surprised me the complete most. 
uh taylor satterfield run pretty good he's uh you know up and down all day involved in both of the biggest crashes and uh, still was you know right up uh right up toward the front of the field so um i don't i don't remember where he finished but you know had uh had a good run going had a good run going in the late model race of course i was talking about that earlier so yeah but uh you I, know i think you're gonna see him get stronger he's just gotta you know make some more laps and and you know get a little more familiar with his group and i think you'll see him do good things Right, I agree totally. Um, you know, going going uh, going back to uh, Myrtle Beach and talking about that car count, man. You think they can continue to sustain that? I mean, that's three years in a row. <laughs> right, like I'd like. They have it. just been the best car count right. of anybody. I, I, you know what? We need that. That might be a good segue into Jack. I, 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 I mean, he's the man that should be able to answer that. How are they doing it? Myrtle Beach has it figured out. I mean, they they treat their races so good. Everybody enjoys coming there. Right. You never hear any complaints right. about anything. It's, right. just, but it's more than just treating people good, right? Like, I, it, I, because I've been today, right? If you look, if you go down through and look, so much of everything I've seen on social today, I wanted to take a glimpse of it, is all about just money. Meaning, if I had more money, I could do X. Or, Are you talking about my post? <laughs> actually, actually, I wasn't, but but I see both sides of it, right? So I see the dad that I'm not in his business, but I, I can tell you from what he spends, chooses to spend through here or through whatever. I'm, nobody's really ignorant, I don't think, in this racing deal. You pretty much know who's spending what. Right. He, the, there's some dads that are showing like they got tons of money because they think that's the way that they're going to get picked up. And there's other dads that don't have anything and are just trying to get there and not show and not whatever. How how does how does Myrtle Beach continue to get the same thing over and over? They continue to duplicate I, it. I think the most interesting part of Myrtle Beach is three years ago when it started, it was mostly out of towners. Yes. Now it's mostly locals. It's so weird. Yeah, and it used to be like that a long time ago. Yep. Myrtle Beach had more locals than any. And they were all locals. Nobody yeah, from right, out of town. Yeah, right. Nobody Which from is out of town why they did their own class pretty much. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, yeah. that was the whole reason why they kind of did that limited yeah. Myrtle Beach late model class because that was all their and guys. I, Everybody was local. I going to Myrtle Beach. If I run 15th at South Boston, you know, and I, I know I'm a 15th place car, I've got a chance to win at Myrtle Beach, maybe. You know what I mean? It, maybe. It, yeah. it, Just given know. the way yeah. the races play out, yeah. you know, a longer race. Is anyways. that because of the tire? Yeah. I mean, is it, so are we saying, because you see drivers on both sides of it, right? You saw it this weekend. You saw some drivers say, Man, I really thought I knew how to save tires, and man, I didn't know how to save tires. And how do you – is that cause people to go to the racetrack because it wears the tires out and we can all have a better shot to win at the end? I, I think so. Maybe. I, I think it helps. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I think what if, – If I knew the secret to their success, I'd sell it to every other racetrack. You know the, the one thing I'm, fi- I'm finding super profound that I, I, I just started watching and watching and watching? I can't believe how many racers – just want to know they do give two dams about first through sixth they just want to know where they where they can break even that's yeah. it that's right. it they don't care about anything else like I, you half of them can't tell you what it pays to win all they know is that they have to be sixth to be able <laughs> to make my tire bill and pay my fuel and do whatever so that i didn't completely lose my lunch money or right. house money for the week yeah right 100% and I think that's where uh, the car stores won. 
For sure. You know, the way their incentives are. And like I said, it'll be a good uh, segue For to sure. uh, go ahead and introduce uh, Jack McNelly, the uh, owner of the car store. Uh, thank you for uh, coming and being with us tonight, man. Thanks for having me, for sure. Yeah, we, uh, we're we glad to have you. Uh, we're, uh, we uh, had uh, talked to Chris last week and, uh, you know, wanted definitely wanted to get uh, one of you two on or both and uh, definitely glad to have glad to have you because uh, uh, I think you can tell us more than Chris. Chris has Chris got a hold of a few things back. Well, <laughs> I, I, was, I, I, I caught I mean, him off guard with I, that went, one. He went to the throat right away. I, that was awesome. I think so. I think you're right. But uh, good to be here. And uh, Chris sometimes is a tough act to follow. That's for sure. But, <laughs> oh, no uh, doubt about I'll, that. I'll give it. I'll give it my swing anyway. Gotcha. Well, man, uh, exciting, uh, exciting weekend uh, ahead for uh, for the car store. Uh, heading back to uh, Southern National for the first time since uh, 2016. Uh, looking like a uh, pretty good uh, field of cars going to be there for sure. Looks like a great field of cars. Uh, just before I came up, I kind of think I have 32 late model stocks nice. and Sweet. 22 or 23 supers. Wow, that's awesome. So we'll have. 55 to 60 cars in the garage. Wow. Yep. It's going to be pretty full down there for sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, but we're excited to go back, as you mentioned. Uh, it's been two years since we've been there. It's a great facility. Michael Diaz, great guy to work with. Uh, and uh, we, we just we just hope the. Uh, <laughs> yes. right. You didn't have to say that. Right? He's not listening. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> he is. Uh, you know, we just hope that we the weather's looking good. Uh, it's turned around a little bit. It was good. kind of scary there at their first or over the weekend, but it's looking pretty good. So looking for a good turnout, hopeful, hopeful for a good fan support for sure. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I think, uh, the fans down there always seem to uh, come out. out They're, uh, I don't know that, uh, they come out in the, in the numbers that they do at Orange County, but, uh, they come out pretty strong <laughs> at Southern National. That trackside parking really draws people in no That's, matter what the weather is. It does. Yeah. And, you know, on social media, uh, you know, for the last couple of years when we announced our schedule, we had a lot of pushback, if you will, that we weren't going to Southern National. And so hopefully those people aren't too angry at us. They'll 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 come out now that we are going. Oh, I think they're they're all back excited. You know I what think I mean? so. Yeah. The, and those the, the people there, you know, I promoted there in 2015 and uh, the people there, they they all they care about is uh you know touring series and super late models man yep. that is like their number one draw down there i mean they they will come out you know their base will come out for their regular shows but uh for the most part man if they hear the word super late models i mean they, they can't wait to give you their money well they're gonna they're gonna have a good super late model show uh you know we've got some uh, matter of fact just today we uh, steve wallace sign that's always exciting and that, oh, that was worth the price yeah, of admission that, right there we just gained about 50 people right, there. <laughs> right. Yep. And, and you've got Stephen nassie coming Stephen nassie so oh, that's my. another exciting all we all we, we need yeah. all we, we need is steven's to wreck each other two, that would be the, the greatest thing. right <laughs> wreck and fight again <laughs> jack is quiet on that when he's right. like i ain't yeah. talking about yeah. no yeah. fighting right. over here yeah. no we're not gonna do we're not going there you'll let them sort it out though if it comes to that if they do it in a gentlemanly manner they right. can do that <laughs> take it up in the hauler or something. that's right <laughs> right yeah i think the supers there and the super late models at southern national seem to you know I, I love late model stocks that's my thing but super late models put on a better show at southern national than late model stocks do in my opinion i think it's a horsepower that they have they're able Probably. to run multi grooves where the late models sometimes can't get that done 
Right. But uh, I, we're looking forward to a good show. Um, you know, our the late model stocks are stacked too. I mean, it's a- any it surprises there. Stacy Perrier. Yeah, well, I, I heard that he was possibly going to run the entire <laughs> he, yeah, schedule. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, um, we just counted today. We have seventeen late model stocks that have paid their annual entry. Nice. So we are guaranteed, so to speak, yeah. of seventeen late model stocks at every event we go to. Nice, nice. That'll make for a good show, especially, you know, because I know it's challenging for you guys when you go to places like uh, Dominion and Langley because they're a lot further away from where the core of these guys are. So having that many signed up should be a really good thing. Well, and that, and, you know, we always count on the locals joining us. Yeah. So, you know, if we can take 17, maybe 20 and pick up, you know, three or four or five up there, 25 cars, pretty good show. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt. I, I would say 25 or 20 even, or even 17 would be an exceptional show at Langley Speedway for the yep. car store. So. Well, yep. Langley's one of the few. They'll have some locals, quite a few locals. Yeah, I, yeah. I would imagine. More, yeah. more than other places, I think. I think the only thing that may hinder that is I think they have a race the very following week. So we'll have yeah. to see how that plays out for uh, for uh, the locals there. Um, but, man, you know, I, I'm excited to uh, see you guys go out there. Uh, I've never been to Langley Speedway, as uh, oh Mason God. Dunn will remind me a thousand times. It's a beautiful Nice, really nice facility. Yeah. Very nice. And uh, I'll be going to Dominion for the first time, too, this year. So. And another good one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you guys are uh, back up there and, uh, you know, going and uh, doing the road course thing, man. Are you uh, you, you excited <laughs> about that or uh, going uh, at it with, you know, anxiety or what? It's going to be interesting. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know, hopefully we have a legitimate number of the fellows that want to try it. I think we will. Yeah. Uh, For those that don't know, tell us about it. Tell us about what Langley's talking about. Some people might not know about it. Well, as an exhibition race in uh, after the season's over, and uh, th- this all came about. Dominion wanted us to come back, but one of the caveats was that they wanted us to also run a road course race with mm-hmm. our late model stocks, and uh, so we we agreed to do it. And in November, after our points is all done. We're running an exhibition race at uh, Road Course at Dominion. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just anxious to see how it works, how many fellas turn out to, to give it a try. They're going to have to spend a little bit of money, as you know, Roger and yep. Corey. Um, but, you know, it's it's just something new, something, you know, let's yeah. dip let's dip our toe in the water and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody else has tried it. Let's try it. Yeah, have you, exactly. Has the feedback been good? Yeah, uh, I can't say that everybody's just dying to no, go. No, for sure, yeah. right. No, but I, I – Yeah, I, but that's not what you were after, right? No, you, when, Nobody right. wants the train crash of 60 of people saying, yeah, I want to go right off the rip. Let's yeah. let's start it with 20 or 25 or whatever and, and build it into something. I, you know, I think if we can go up there and ha- and have in the teens or maybe 20, it'd be, yeah. it'd be great. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and hopefully it turns out well. And those twenty come back, and the next time we, yeah, make, get five what the heck, more. maybe we make it a points race. I don't know. Right, right. It seems to work for NASCAR. It brings some versatility to it. Definitely, it ought to be an exciting race, one way or another. <laughs> one way or the other. <clears throat> um, tell tell us a little bit. Take us kind of back through your history, you know, in racing. I don't know that you know many people know you before the car tour. So take us back. Give oh. us a little, you know, couple minute history about you in racing. Originally, I'm from Western Pennsylvania, 
and uh, I never raced, I never drove, but in in Western Pennsylvania, we owned cars, uh, we sponsored cars, my company sponsored cars. My father and I were in the chartered bus business, mm -hmm. and uh, we sponsored cars, both dirt and asphalt. And in 1998, uh, I sold the company, bottom line, and I stayed on for four years as part of the buyout agreement. Mm -hmm. Worst four years of my life. Um, <laughs> couldn't couldn't wait for those four years to get be over. I uh, decided to follow my dream and come down here to Carolina. And I uh, we started in the Arca series, and then we ran nationwide. Mm -hmm. until 2010 in the meantime i got started with the hooters pro cup and we r ran in the pro cup series until 2011 well yeah 2011 and then that's when i took it over and uh, chris and i did everything we could everything we could yeah. to get that thing off the ground and it just would not fly yeah and so in 2015 i told chris i said we're going to do one of two things we're either going to change format we're going to do something completely different or, or i'm quitting mm -hmm. and that's when we came up carrie had quit in 2013 right. so 2014 uh, the late model stocks did not have a touring series mm -hmm. and uh, at the same time there was some desire for another super series to start and uh so we just Came up with the stupid idea of putting them both together, and <laughs> that's where it came from. It's worked out pretty good so far. Yeah, yeah, it has. I mean, uh, 2015, you know, the season opener at uh, Southern National was 60, amazing. Sixty-four or five yeah. cars. I mean, they were packed in there like sardines. Yep. Man. It was uh, it was incredible. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, it'll get back to pretty close to that. I mean, based on what you said, we're going to be really close. I think we're going to be well in the mid fifties for sure. Uh, one question coming in on uh, on the chat here is uh, is uh, Matt uh, Cheatham wants to know if uh, you ever plan on uh, racing dirt in the future. <laughs> we'll see how the road course works out first. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of people in the dirt on the road course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Be, yeah. There'll that's be plenty of dirt there. That, that might be our dirt race. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Whoa, that was awesome. That was a good. Good one, Corey. Yeah. Uh, Andy Marquis wants to know if you're planning to go to Langley and Dominion every year from here on out. If they'll have us. Gotcha. Wow, you heard it here first. Uh, Jack Walker wants to know, um, you know, well, he just says he hopes that you guys go back to Myrtle Beach in 2020. We would have went, we went this year. Um, but it, the schedule, we, we wanted to change it up a little bit, and we had an opportunity to go to Northern Virginia there to Dominion and Langley, and there right. just wasn't room. We love Steve Zacharias yeah. to death. Yeah. You know, and to you folks' uh, point when you were talking earlier about how he gets a car count, he treats his people right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, He treats his people right, and that's, you know, that's what you have to do in this business. Everywhere that I went last year, you know, there'd be one or two people that, was at a racetrack that I was at that go and race at Myrtle Beach. And I'm like, why do you go to Myrtle Beach? I mean, you're so far away from it. Oh, man, they just treat us so good. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that was what every one of them said. They didn't yeah. talk about the money paid out. They didn't talk about the money they were spending. They just said they treat us so good. And, I mean, that, that makes the ultimate difference in this business. It does. And I think that's where you guys uh, where you guys have excelled, too. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't hear from people – 
you know, that go and run the car store. I don't hear them say, well, man, they treat us like crap. You know what I mean? I, you never, I'm not, I'm not going to say that overwhelmingly people say that it's great, but nobody's complaining. That's, that's about as good as them, that's, them that's giving as good a couple. it's going to get. Yeah, but, right, right. But I, I think it runs smoothly, and everybody knows what to expect every race. There's never nothing new and something crazy happened this time. It's, it runs smoothly. Everybody knows where to go, qualify here, do this, practice, and it runs like, like clockwork. Well, you know, that, that takes a lot of work, Corey. Uh, you know, it, it just doesn't happen that way. Uh, you know, and we're forever, you know, trying to fine-tune on that. What can we do to take three minutes off here? We like to, we'd like the people to come in, have a nice evening of entertainment, and be on their way by 1030. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, uh, you know, the perfect show. If you can get them in and out and, uh, you know, a good time. Uh, Will Bellamy, who's uh, the PR guy uh, and announcer now at uh, Kingsport Speedway, he said uh, hopefully back to Kingsport in 2022. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're wide open. Right? Good race right there. The, oh, yeah. Jack's like, I'm going to have a 26 race schedule for these shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the interesting part is, I think that's part of the growth of this thing. Wait a minute. I mean, there's not people. If you're not doing the right thing, people are like, hey, let's let's team up. Let's do something good here. Uh, I see you're. I mean, I, I think well, that's a feather in your cap. And, you know, you have to take it as far as you can. You know what I mean? Well, we do. But we also, uh, Roger, we, we also have to be conscious of our competitors. Um, some of the fellows, a couple yeah. fellows sitting right behind me here, they're not big organizations. They, first of all, they can't race 25 times a year. Right. Uh, I think where we're at with 10 to 12 to 13 races from March to November is perfect because there's time in between right. – to regroup, get some money back underneath you, rebuild the car if necessary, and just as important, spend some time with the family. Yeah, and and those ones that do want to race, they can go race somewhere. They, they can. can. They can do something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. and, and you, you guys know. miss all the big races. That's one great thing about your schedule. Yeah. You miss every big well, race. Well, we we try to do that, of course. I mean, it's yeah. in our better interest sure. to do that, uh, especially on the super side. You know, they got those huge shows yeah <laughs> speaking of supers and we were just talking about kingsport i think that's where you guys yes. should go with the super deal in conjunction with another tour you know what i mean that way you know the car counts are pretty high you know what i mean um you know southern super series or whoever man i mean Dude, that would, that would be such such a great, that would yes. be such a great race that would be jared <laughs> fryer is not a fan um i go ahead and tell you that <laughs> i mean everybody but would I, have restrictor plates amazing. on I, right? I, I probably was, wouldn't get a lot of votes I, on that the one the thing about it though Jared, Jared gave it a amazing. thumbs down, but his dad can set up a car to go win at Kingsport. I'll tell you that right now. So, yep. I mean, I think that would be a good move. I really believe that. Uh, I really believe that that would be, uh, you know, an exceptional race. I mean, sure. I really you know, do. Our, our late models had an excellent race up there. Yeah, you know, yeah. they they did, and and Wake please. County. I mean, it was unbelievable. Uh, everybody said, "Oh my God, you're not going to Wake County." You're, you know. What do you got? Something against your competitors? They're all going. That's the cleanest race we had all year. Right, it was. Yep, it was. And and, and the winner came from ninth or tenth up yeah. through the field to win. Yeah, Sam Mayer. Yep, and had to hold on to it there at the end. Yeah, he yeah. did. It was. Uh, that was a good. That was a really good race for sure. Um, do you do you feel like you've had a lot of success over the last? You're going into your fifth year. Do you consider the last four years a success? Oh, I think so. Absolutely. Um, it's not necessarily a success in that 
I'm going to retire in Aruba next right. year or anything like that. But a success, yes. Uh, I think, you know, we, we have a platform that these fellows can uh, operate on. Uh, racing is expensive. I certainly know that. We do everything that we can to keep the cost down. We try to give as much purse as we can. Uh, I think it's, it's successful in, in that people enjoy the Cars Tour. Um, it's people, different people have different definitions of success. Right. My success is looking in the garage area and having 40 or 50 cars there, looking in the grandstand, maybe 1,200, 1,500, in Orange County's case, 2,000 people. Everybody's having a good time. We've had a good, clean race, and everybody goes home waiting for the next event. That's a success. Right. I understand that completely. From uh, from a promoter standpoint, you know, as a guy who covers races, I want to see them wad them up yeah, and uh, beat their, each other's brains in and yeah, uh, everything I, else. And then when uh, I become a promoter, I right. said, oh, this is really bad. <laughs> First race I had, I had 17 late models, and I think like four of them or five of them came back the next week because they just destroyed each other. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean – it's not good for business. It's not good. For, it's good for Rogers. Oh, absolutely. it's not. Hold on. It's not. It's not good to have those big influxes because when six cars come through this door and all get the clips knocked off them, but everybody needs them the next week, well, yeah. it's not good for Roger. Right. right? Because somebody's pissed no matter what happens. Right? It's So it's not good for me. Everybody thinks, oh, you want them to. No, no, no. No, I, I want people to collectively kind of tweak on their stuff as they go right like i don't need a bunch of people from a car store event it doesn't help i can't get it turned around to you fast enough yeah right right jack what would you uh consider your biggest uh challenges over the last four years grandstand um but it's growing and you know uh each year it grows and grows and and that's but that's the biggest challenge you know people today have so much so many different things to do Back in the day when I was a kid, I mean, we had the movie theater and we had the racetrack. Right. That was basically it. Yeah. Today, there's any number of entertainment things that people do. Uh, our idea of uh, uh, our biggest challenge is getting people in grandstand. Uh, as far as the competitors and all that sort of thing, we can handle that because I think between Chris and myself, we have enough knowledge to do what's right by everyone in the garage area we're still trying to figure out how to pack them in the grandstand what uh, what are you doing to pack them in the grandstand dang you yeah. can't take my question that i easy. already knew you were gonna i was the top I, started, head and took I started wheeled up in the seat like here we go here well, we go here we go <laughs> well we started two years ago and i think it was one of the smartest things we ever did we started permitting children to come in free mm-hmm. 12 and under I agree. that was the biggest um, that really helped us because now mom and dad can come to the racetrack. They don't, they don't have to, uh, hire a babysitter. Right. Uh, and it, you know, the, the other thing is it gets the kids involved. Sure. And hopefully that's building future racing fans, right. people in racing. Um, when we were letting the, when we were keeping the kids at home because we were charging, we were losing a generation. Right. So you you really see, analytically, you see a 
big influx of kids at the racetrack. Oh, absolutely. Due to your free. Oh, absolutely. And do you do you ask as a businessman so that people understand you? Ask, is there any cost? I mean, there's got to be some cost in it, but right, not much. Right? Not right? much. I mean. No. From your perspective, no. they're gonna make up for it somewhere. No, I, I understand buying that, t-shirts right, or whatever. Buying a drink for the kid the, that came for free, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah now yeah, he don't get that. We money, don't. So. Yeah, don't we're not in the concession. Yeah, but guess. you know, they do buy merchandise. Sure, yeah, our merchandise sure. sales. The, the small little venue that we have did quite well last year. We've been preaching yeah. that. <laughs> We've been preaching the merch for sure. Yeah. Merch is where it's at. I mean, yeah. great, great yeah. little side. My hustle. biggest thing is, is is the promotion. I see the cars door. I mean, y'all do a lot of promotion for it, and I think that works wonders. It it does, and that's something we had to learn because we had never really done much of that. Uh, but you know, one of the main things that we have found is doing it the old fashioned way going around passing out flyers nailing stuff up on the telephone pole like they did back in the day stock car right. race you know yeah there, there's nothing that replaces that i, I mean, agree and it's uh i won't say it's cheap but it's right it's, right you know it's certainly um attainable that we can do that and you guys have you know the best of both worlds you're doing that and you've got the digital side of it you know through you know the stuff tony stevens does and stuff that chris does and i guess jack jacqueline you Drake. Know, so you yep. got all of that they, they do a wonderful you know, job on that they sure do i mean and i think you know from a social media standpoint i don't see anybody you know matching what you guys are doing you know mm-hmm. right now you know that we're trying to we're trying to reach out to the people that's into social media and with the flyers and that sort of thing to us older people that right don't get into social media a lot what uh what what do you see as uh, being your biggest challenges going forward mm. uh <laughs> the biggest one i mean as far from the competitor standpoint the biggest challenge is trying and i put that in quotation marks trying to get everybody on the same rules package it seems to me every time i turn we turn around somebody's doing something that's causing us a problem because as i said earlier we have we depend wait wait a minute i think you are the head now (laughs) i think that i I want you to know this and i'm gonna i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt you here but i believe this is this strong of a point and I'll catch hell for this probably forever. But in the beginning, I wasn't a car store proponent. I, I really wasn't. I didn't. I didn't like what was happening. I didn't. I was carry old UARE. I, I really thought it would go. I'm intrigued that you say that for the simple fact of, I think you need to know that you got all the power right now. Well, the the and I appreciate that you do. Well, I appreciate what you say. But I, I really but, think I think you control the whole thing. But when. When you have another sanctioning body uh-huh. that just goes out on a limb and changes something. Yep. It's perfect. It makes you look like a hero. Yes, but we almost have to follow suit or yeah. we're going to lose cars. I don't think. They, they still dictate so much. I don't think. These guys have to uh, race there. You know, what do you they're mean all they going. They're there. all going. No, to I think it's changed a lot. Yeah, in it just it the has, past sure. No, no question. No question think, about that. I think that you're going to. I think that they have leverage at two or three racetracks in the United States for a late model stock, and that's it. And I think that you put them and draw a hard line in the sand where people. So every racetrack now that's NASCAR sanctions is going to tell the cars tour they can't go? No, they're they're not going to beat you. You have a great thing going. 
but, he, but, he needs that bleed over of cars. But I need those three or four cars that run Langley on a regular basis that only run when we get there. And if they're all set up under the other rules, right. I'm not going to get them. And they're not going to spend money to change their car to run our one race. But I will say you are becoming less dependent yeah, see, on locals. We, yeah, why I, do you, I, I don't... No, it, it's, that's where that's where the UARE went wrong. The UARE went wrong by changing their rules and dividing themselves. Yes, I'm, that's how they got. But he's, to the coolest part is he's not dividing himself from them. But he's he will. giving. But he's giving analytical data behind the I, stuff that he makes. Totally, it agree. makes sense. They're doing their due diligence and they're coming forth with it, which is why they're winning. Who gives a damn what the other side does? I, I will say, Roger, that, that we have never changed anything that we didn't test. Right. Never. Exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Like, but the, I can't say that for all. No, but you know. that's why I wanted. <laughs> what a novel but, idea. Right. But, but it's mean, a pain in our no, you're, you're right. But that's the perfect <laughs> thing right there. That's what I'm saying. That's the perfect thing right there. We've never changed anything we didn't test. There's, there, right. there's a. We're allowing. I don't think the three cars is to make or break you. And then it, it well, wouldn't. But it, it. First of all, it it hurts you also in the grandstand. Exactly. Exactly. Because you've got 100, 150 people that are there to see those three cars and the how Russells. they do against yes. these outsiders. I understand. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And when, 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 when UAR used to go to Ace, every time I cared to make sure that Roddy Cook and Speedy Fawcett was Absolutely. in the race. Yeah. And Absolutely. that filled up half the grandstand by the two, the two guys being there. Yep. yep. you got to have those local well, heroes. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean you know, you when, we were, when we ran Pro Cup and, and Lee Pulley ran a couple races in the Pro Cup series, mm-hmm. good for 100 people. Yep, guaranteed. guaranteed. Every one of them had bullion shirts, hats, all nine yards. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I got nothing. <laughs> you done spun yourself out <laughs> no, over I here didn't spin or already, out. or what? I, I just think, I, I just think that what people don't understand is at <laughs> most of the local racetracks, we're putting out the same crap that we've been putting out for ten years. It's not converting. Let's just put it that way. Like I, sure. I'm, I'm not gonna. Look at the analytical numbers behind it. Look how many people were there five years ago. Look how many people were there ten. Look how many people were there five. Look how many people are there now. Right? Right. So we have to say that the Cars Tour has taken over in, as, as the leader. I'm not going to say you got the super late model deal yet because South is real strong on that. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to. But as far as the late model stock car deal, you're truly, in my opinion, in the driver's seat. And you give the racer, in my opinion, leverage back against nascar if it wasn't for you now we have the wild wild complete west because there's no other options to do anything yeah. you always gotta have <laughs> i just think you have to have both and and i i don't think you understand the leverage that you tote now and i appreciate it i, I i'm glad that somebody's toting it um well, I think they sort of are, even though the rule books may not match up, you know, 100% like the spindle deal. You know what I mean? You guys allowing that, every racetrack that I've talked to since that came out that you guys were allowing that, except for one, said that they were just going to go on and roll with it, just like yeah. you guys are. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you guys... I, I was more referring to the engine Oh, packages. I know what you were referring to. <clears throat> right. I mean, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, that's something that you guys kind of forced their hand to it, just go it, on and yeah, roll it, with it just boggles my mind that you can make a change and test nothing. You don't. Right. You don't know right. what the heck you're proving. <laughs> you don't. Know, you don't know anything about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I agree, hundred uh, percent. Andy Andy Markey said that uh, you know one of the biggest challenges for you guys, you know, going in another direction with the rules as you were talking about there, you know, is the two or three racetracks that are strictly NASCAR rules have the most cars. Yeah, they do. I mean, you know, the the South Boston. Yeah, but didn't you the, and I the talk motor about miles, you just know? last week about not trying to get every racer, right? Like we sure, we, sure. we did that, 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 and this is what I'm seeing. Where I think you miss it is. I think if you have 17 of the most elite guys, yes, you may lose 100 people in the grandstands, but how many people did you gain by them saying, hey, these are the elite guys. We, who run your local race track every week, and we, we don't think we can race with them, so we're not going to go, but we're going to go out there and watch it because it's going to be an awesome race. Right? That, that's the thing. When, when the local guy that's kicking everybody's butt – decides hey man i'm too beat to race against these guys hey that's his own deal right he's probably still going to come watch the race i know you know i i i i think we got to get it to where there is a predominant series it runs on its own deal and then if the racetracks want to follow with it they follow with it if they don't then they run the nascar deal and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with the nascar deal at all oh no but there has to be some unity because right now Eight racetracks, five different rules packages. Yeah. Good luck. There's not enough cars around for all that. Right? There's not enough. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know, though. Are that. there? Because Myrtle Beach had good numbers. Right. Right? Yeah. Right? I yeah. mean, he's going to have good numbers. He's yeah. talking about this week. So I don't think we should down talk it. Maybe there is enough. I mean, there's a lot of cars. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's a that's another conversation for another day. Um, you, you mentioned the, the weather uh, this weekend. Uh kind of clearing up for you right um another thing that i talked to a couple of racers about uh was the racetrack itself southern national southern national seems to be at the beginning of the year really hard to have side-by-side racing are you guys uh planning on putting anything down on the racetrack to make an attempt to do anything to fix that because i mean that that could hinder your show no we're not we we did that two years ago three years ago and uh i don't know how much success we had with it, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent, it was pretty much the same race. Mm-hmm. Um, and and be honest with you, we we don't prepare the racetrack. We don't own the racetrack. We rent the racetrack and come sure. and race on it. So that's a question for Michael Diaz? Yes. All right. Well, he's listening, yeah. so maybe he'll chime in. What's up, Diaz? Um, and, and, and let us know. Um, you know, I just I think that'd be you know something that uh, you know could potentially help the race to be better. Um, Southern National is a really tough place to have side by side racing these days for whatever reason. By the time you get to the Thanksgiving Classic, though, it's, it's on. I mean, it's yeah. A, yeah. they can have really good side by side racing. I don't know if it's just they've been going all year, if it's you know they're going for three straight days there, or exactly what the deal is. But it's so much uh, so much better. Well, they've know, been there. testing down there all week, so maybe they'll have some rubber down. They can get after it pretty good well these guys sure love to test and that leads me into another question do you uh, what do you what do you think you know racers are all the time talking about you know how the lower budget guys are always talking about how we need to you know eliminate or uh you know make uh, testing a lot less what, what's your standpoint I, first of all i wouldn't have any idea how you'd ever police that yeah i don't sure. know how you do it there's just no way to do it you know and secondly from a financial standpoint who am I, or how can I, as a as a promoter, tell Michael Diaz that for a week before our event, 
he can't make any money by testing our cars. Well, many many series have done that. Yeah. Seven day testing policies pass. Uh, UAR had that. How'd so, that work? Uh, it worked out pretty good. They were able to tell yes. Kevin Piercy he yes. could not test yeah. on yes. his. Yeah, they car. actually did. Yes. Then, yep. But I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That it was worked. part of it. It worked all except for when Jamie Cottle tested a car <laughs> at Southern National before the uh, 2011 uh, race, uh, UAR race, 2010, 2011, one or the other. Um, and he was, I guess that was when he was helping Junior Motorsports or whatever. They brought two or three cars there. He wasn't supposed to race, and then he did, and then whatever. Um, you know, but uh, they just went on. I think they took a lap from him in uh, uh, qualifying or something uh, for that. But uh, It was Jimmy Cole. I mean, otherwise, yeah, it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, take a lap. Jamie Cole at really? Southern National. Yeah, yeah go sure. ahead. No problem. <laughs> Matter of fact, take a lap and a half. I'll give you the other one. <laughs> uh, Mike Ray uh, bringing up uh, another good point. You guys are working to save the racers money. You know, you got 10,000 to win races this weekend and only four tires. So that's uh, that's got to be a big help for those guys. It is. I, I doubt there's very many 10,000 to win four tire races in the country. No. Probably not. I, I can't imagine. No. So, you know, that's just another way that we – they don't need six tires. They don't need eight tires. They can run it on four. So let them run it. Gotcha. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know that your son, Tony Stevens, just your walked son. in. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I would wow. never claim that. We're going downhill fast. Yeah. 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 So, hey, hey, fast. hey, tell – how did this, you know, 30,000 to win at Orange County – where did this whole idea – how did you say, hey, let's do this? Well, I'm not sure if it was alcohol or what. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Martinsville is a big big deal, and, sure. I, and I understand that completely. Um, it's, as you know, it's sanctioned by NASCAR, and we just felt we wanted to have a big deal ourselves. And Someone said, why Orange County? Well, why not Orange County? Yes, it's a great yeah, That's exactly. one of the raciest tracks I've ever been to. It is. And uh, and the grandstand on a bad night for yeah. us, 1,500. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hedge my bet and, and go to some place that I feel is very raceable yeah. and, and the people enjoy it. Yeah, it's a very nice, very nice facility. Ronald Hill should have a great little party out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's probably already got his camper lined up out there sad. ready to go. He wanted to come today, but he couldn't How, make how's it. How's the feedback been on all that so far? Well, right now we have over 20 entries paid ready to go. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll have 50 to 60 cars. Uh, What's the number in your head that makes it a success? 50. Sorry. I'm stealing all the Rogers questions. Man, that was <laughs> it, right? I was right there. I was like, where's your number? What's, what's your number? 50. Then? Yeah, I would think fifty would be really good. I mean, are, are you uh, are you happy if it's forty? Are you yeah, okay with that? Yeah, I'd be disappointed. Uh, yeah. I, I can't say I'd be happy. I, yeah, sure. I, I think I think we should do better than that. Right. Um, lots of tracks are not running uh, because of that. The northern Northern Virginia tracks are running, but that's okay. Um, so we're hoping to. 40, 40 to 50. <laughs> gotcha. What's the one thing you you did? I know you, you guys come come up with some different configurations of things you're going to do and pit stops with the one year and then this and that. What, what's the biggest thing where you thought, man, this is not going to work. This is so terrible. This the, is not going to work. And then come to find out you were like 
Damn, that was pretty good. We should, maybe we should do that again. I probably I'm uh, probably going to get some pushback over here. Well, they probably, can't do anything. Their mics aren't on. You got nothing. <laughs> probably the knockout qualifying. I I didn't think you know it was all that good of an idea, but you know the competitors seem to enjoy it. And you know, quite frankly, there's only two, three hundred people in the stands anyway. Right. So, sure. Right. Uh, the competitors seem to enjoy that. Did you see any increase in fans showing up early when that was the case? No. 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 It's too hot. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. Probably. Now, you've got to be a real diehard right. fan to come at right. 5 o'clock and sit there at 11 to, and watch a race. To, tell us one thing. You know, I, th- I think people uh, – let's talk from the businessman side of it one time. I think that people think we all make millions and millions and millions of dollars, and I don't think they understand this the, – you know the work side that you do outside of the cars tour you know just not it being your your sole gig how it's hard to make money as a promoter oh what's what's your biggest holdback what's what's beside money right because everybody says money anybody you talk to in here if you ask them what do you need to do to go faster or what does your business need to be better you say money that's it right if i just put more money in it it'll go better beside that what what is the one thing that keeps you from just completely breaking out fear <laughs> not i appreciate uh, that answer you no know, fear no, i appreciate that you answer. know i i we started this i i took over the pro cup series in well 29 and then my three partners left so i was alone in 2011 my biggest fear is is doing a bunch of stuff stupid stuff and putting yourself out of business sure I, I don't want that to happen. And Chris and I have had long discussions about this. You, you have to you have to live within your means just like your family. Sure. I think running a business is just like yours. You have to you have to live within your means. Right. You can't start building these cars for a thousand dollars. Right, right. Okay. Right. By the same token, we can't just start giving Tires away. Giving the farm away, <laughs> giving for tires away. Right. You know, we have the Touring 12 program, which is fantastic program. I don't know if a lot of people realize, but that Touring 12 program, depending upon the, the individual and his luck or or lack thereof during the year, that's, that's like a sponsorship of almost $7,000. Right. Wow. Pretty good. Between their reduced entry, reduced tire bill, and guaranteed money, guaranteed start money, even if they have a problem on lap one, they're guaranteed X number of dollars. Well, you awesome. you add all that up over the course of the year. Again, it's anywhere from five to six to seven thousand dollars. That's a pretty nice pretty sponsorship. For sure. Well, one last question I got before I let you go, and it's just something I wonder. Nobody else probably cares. Um, <laughs> well, let me ask this question that Andy asked first. Let me let me back up. Okay. Andy Markey wants to know what's the plan for the series if Friday practice is rained out, and I assume he's asking that because 2016 Southern National, you guys couldn't test, so you moved the race. So what what's the plan? We'll probably just go on without it. Got you. I, I think that's a good plan. I do too. Um, but my question: uh, T-shirt sales. Last year, you guys did individual shirts for the Touring 12. How, how did that work out? 
on some of the competitors good, on the others not so good. Sure. As as you can expect. Yeah. Um, we had probably the biggest sales was a really a big surprise to me. Charlie Watson. Yeah. That sold more me. shirts than that anyone awesome. else. Charlie Watson. Wow. <clears throat> he did. It was very surprising. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doc wanted to know if that was after he uh, uh, dropped his uh, interesting comment on the PA. <laughs> Charlie's Charlie's good guy, though. <laughs> I, I want to know too. Uh, can we get a Tony Stevens Mouth of the South T-shirt this year? Put his face on there. Don't put that hat I, on there, though. He, does he have his penguin hat? Does yes. he have another hat? I he mean, doesn't have like, anything else. Can y'all like, give him a damn car you, store when hat? When you open his closet, it's just all penguins hats. Hey, let me tell you the something. Same, all in when, line, when, Tony, when Tony first moved down here, he said, man, does it get cold enough anywhere down here where a pond will freeze over I can skate on? I said, yes, I will take you to one. <laughs> I will take you to one because none of them do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Got out of control quickly. <laughs> you got to bring Tony Stevens into it, and it all goes bad. Mm, figured it would. Uh, you guys uh, got anything else? Yeah. We've already been there. Tony over talking, so that, and we'll give I, him listen, his two I, minutes. I, I appreciate you. I think you're doing a great job. Thank I, you. I appreciate yeah, what's happening. Um, I'd like to you know use us as a platform to try to, to help get your word out. I think that's something you guys are doing really good is – is getting your word out about what your you know what your things are. I I, I want you to I do have one question before you go. I, I want you to explain to people how hard it is to compete and draw. You're looking for sponsorship for your series just as much as every competitor that races in it. And there's some fine lines there as a sanctioning body that you don't want to take from a competitor, uh -huh. but yet you have to also try to generate revenue so that those competitors have a platform to race on. How do you how do you deal with that? Well, um, that's a tough one. Yeah, uh, and it is a fine line. And I would never ever, because I had it happen to me. I would never try to steal a competitor's sponsor. Sure, I had it happen to me in the Nationwide Series, and it's not very pleasant. We are very very fortunate in having, I believe. 26 27 contingency sponsors that's why these guys cars are almost covered up with decals right we work at and we work at hard uh, and we're fortunate in that these folks see what we're doing they're appreciative of what we're doing and they support us and every time i have an opportunity and i know the guys get tired of hearing me Every time I have an opportunity, I try to encourage them to patronize the, the stickers on those cars. Right. You know, if you have to buy something, yeah. please buy it off of this guy exactly. here, not this guy over here. Right. This, this guy is pumping money into this series, making it possible to do what what we're doing here. Please, please, please take care of him too yeah i agree but it, it's it is very difficult we um especially on a local level yeah. you know you, there's uh, just so many oh, there's only so you know, much you dollars can't, right you, can't, you know you're not going to talk to uh, a national brand or anything like that you have to find a, a local situation and it's it's difficult 
It really is. But as far as the sponsorship, I have no complaints. These, these 25, 26 people take really good care of us. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Well, we'll leave it there. Uh, cars Tour uh, uh, advanced tickets available on CarsRacingTour.com. Uh, yep. yes. uh, and, of course, uh, the race coming up this weekend to uh, 10,000 to win uh, races for the late model stocks and the super late models at uh, Southern National Motorsports Park. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll, let you, uh, we'll let you get out of here, but we appreciate you coming on for sure. Well, I sure appreciate it, fellas. Thank you. Thanks for coming Thank out. Thank you. All right. All right, uh, up next we got uh, Jared Fryer, and uh, let's bring Mark Fryer over here and get him to talk to. So we'll get them Legends. over here and set up and uh, ready to go. Um, <clears throat> got uh, got a lot of people uh, chiming in on the uh, on the uh, One chat thing here. I wanted to bring up for just us three, we, while sure. he's off, I, I, I wanted to ask this to him, and I, I forgot about it during the time. What's your thoughts about that uh, the sponsorship deal that they're doing, where you can, as a fan – Oh yeah, from Orange County. Right yeah. from from Orange County. Have you seen? You didn't even know about this. There's a lot of people that don't know about this, and I th- I think this could be a big deal. Corey's a little out of touch, you know. What mm, I mean? I, uh, basically, I, the fans I, can go on and and sponsor drivers on oh, the I, car I did store. Yeah, so you can go it. online if you if there's somebody that you you know want to help or somebody that you want to do something with. Yeah, you can sponsor them. Whatever gallons of fuel. Pit passes, yeah. whatever. I, I don't know if it's anonymous or not. Anonymous. I don't know how. See, there's just something that they do. They do different stuff. If you do nothing, it's just going to be the same well, thing that, all the time. And that's what I. That's what I, I really I, like the stuff they do. I could have asked him a hundred questions just because I, I think he's doing so many things the right way. You know, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. Nobody's got it perfect, right? And I'm not dogging NASCAR. I'm I'm not. I just think right now, in the short term, NASCAR is losing. I'm not saying that they won't right. win in the long term. Right. I'm telling sure. you, in the short term. I right now know that they're losing. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Nope. I agree 100%. I mean, it's uh, the car store is doing all kinds of uh, things that uh, benefit the racer. And, uh, there's and the nobody, racers like it. Yeah. And there's nobody better yeah. to uh, tell us about that than one of the racers. We've got uh, Jared Fryer, the uh, 2018 uh, Cars Tour Super Late Model Division Champion. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the show, man. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. We uh, we definitely wanted to get you on. Uh, we don't we don't really cover super late models a lot, uh, but we do in conjunction with the car store, and we wanted to get somebody from super late models on. And I can't think of anybody better than the champion. So, um, <clears throat> and we'll uh, we'll bring your dad into the conversation here in just a few minutes. Uh, got uh, Mark Fryer over here uh, as well. Uh, definitely uh, one of the top guys uh, making calls on uh, cars, no matter whether it's yours or somebody else's. So. Um, Tell us, uh, tell us about your season last year, man. I mean, uh, to win the championship had to be pretty special. I know you guys aren't, uh, you know, one of the big budget teams, and uh, you know it had to be a really big deal for you. Yeah, it definitely was a big deal. You know, uh, the plan at the beginning of the year was just to run all the races. You know, um, we knew it was going to be tough going to some of the tracks we'd never been to. So uh, I guess it was right before Bristol's when we kind of started kind of looking at points because he don't like Bristol that much, so he didn't want to go, and of course I was wanting to go. Yeah. And uh, so we, I think, oh, I can't remember if we were second or leading it or whatever. And so that kind of dictated us going. And right. um, so it all worked out there at the end. But, yeah, it was a good time. You know, got to go to some of the racetracks that never been to, Nashville, Bristol on a Super, um, Myrtle Beach, and some of those tracks. So it was definitely a tough year, but it was it was good. You know, we had good finishes and we had some not so good. But um, it all worked out and was able to run consistently all year long didn't get a win unfortunately but was able to be there every race and um run with some of the best i felt like all year 
mm-hmm. and and beat most of the regular cars or regulars at all races and uh was able to get the championship so it was definitely big and special for our team and everybody that helps us on the car especially when uh, they have those uh, combination races man you guys get some extremely good competition coming up from uh, the south uh, had to be cool to race with some of those guys yeah it was definitely awesome you know since we don't get to go to pensacola at all mm-hmm. uh it was, it was good to race with some of the guys that come to anderson and race with us and even at nashville some really good cars there from ohio indiana to florida georgia you know what i mean so uh that definitely made us a lot better you know we went there and i learned a lot and i think we learned a lot about the race car and what we need to look for so i'm really excited about going back to tracks like that again this year and being able to run with some of them guys you know i have a lot more confidence to run with them now and think we can do it so uh, looking forward to this year. Sounds like we've got a handful of those guys coming to Southern National. Uh, Jack was talking about uh, Stephen Wallace and uh, Stephen Nassie coming. So uh, those those two will be really good. Uh, got to stay out of their way, you know what I mean? If they get to your bumper, you got to get out of the way. <laughs> go ahead and tell you. Those those guys, uh, they're really uh, up on it. Maybe you'll be far out in front of them and ain't got to worry about it. Yeah, so, hopefully. Uh, of the tracks that you went to that were new last year, what was your favorite? uh probably nashville honestly uh you know because i'm a big fan of bristol i like bristol a lot like mm-hmm. how hard you gotta drive and and it kind of takes some of the, the car out of it if that makes sense you right. know to be fast at hickory you almost got to have a really good car don't matter how hard you drive or how bad how how far you push it you know where mm-hmm. bristol i didn't feel like we had the best car but it, you know i could just drive it in there really hard and uh nashville is kind of the same way got you uh nashville man that place is you know so historic you know it's like going to hickory or whatever you know it's the history and and all that it's got to make it even cooler to go there yeah it was definitely uh, special to me you know because my grandfather raced there too that was a big deal um you know i've been there several times watched many races there and to finally race there was was pretty cool hopefully go back for the all-american one one day gotcha yeah that'll be really cool uh what uh what, what's your plans for this season uh, just stick with the cars tour again and uh, maybe to see how things go early in the year and I like to personally venture out I'd like to go to Pensacola now with the pit stops changing for the snowball yeah it kind of gives us an incentive to go like I tell people all year all year long we race with no pit stops and, right. I, and the biggest year biggest race of the year most prestigious race the race we spend the most money at we go have pit stops well my car's not set up for pit stops I've never made a pit stop my crew ain't really set up for pit stops so it just don't make sense for us to go so uh if everything works out i'd really like to be there this year and you know racing all year long we have we have pretty solid notebook going into the last race of the year so to me it only makes sense yeah a- absolutely um what do you think about you know like this region late model stocks i mean that's that's what it's all about you know super late models you know you you've been in late model stocks so you've had some time there and in limiteds um you know what do you th- what do you think keeps super late models from growing around here Man, I really don't know. Um, I know a lot of people complain about not being able to race on week ba- weekly basis, you know, and that's kind of where late mall stocks seem to do better at is, sure. is being able, you know, if they don't have a cars race, they can go run Hickory or they can run Caraway or whatever it might be, you know. Um, but also, you know, the Supers, there's a lot of renter rides in there, so them guys are kind of moving through. They don't really stay in there like ah. you are talking about yeah. earlier. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good point. Is you know them guys when we go to the racetrack half the half the people in the stands don't know who's in the 14 right. car or right. who's in the two car whatever right. you know because it's yeah, something right. different where like every late mall stocks Same they're going to know who's in that 08 car every right. week yeah you know what i mean so they have a good following and i don't know you know i mean like I said them guys have been racing late mall stocks forever um right so i guess that's kind of you know they don't seem to like to travel either you know 
Mm-hmm. Lady Mostocks don't. I mean, they do, but they don't like to go to Florida. They don't like to go to Winchester. Right. That place is so. <laughs> Winchester's awesome. Yeah, so that's. I'd love to go there one Dude, day. it's awesome. And, that, and that's. I like, you know, um, I grew up quarter major racing, and we went all over quarter major yeah. racing, you know, so that's kind of why I like super late mile racing because we can go to Pensacola or on. We can go to Winchester or California if you really want to. Yeah, you know what I mean? You can. So uh, I, I really like the traveling part. Yeah, absolutely. You've drove them all. What do you? What's your favorite? Uh, I mean, honestly, my favorite's a super late model. Because uh, the power or what? Yeah, because the power and the way to drive. But uh, the, uh, I like racing late model stock. People ask me that all the time. Like, what's your favorite? I said, well, if I could race a super late model with the late model stock guys, that'd be the ticket. <laughs> but, <laughs> now, now you're going to have to I explain imagine. that one. Uh, well, I mean, let's be honest. The late model stock guys put on a better race. You know what I mean? You don't see them running to each other, tearing stuff up every week, right? right. You know, uh, pulling bonehead moves. Uh, you know, they always race side by side and put on a hell of a show. Uh, and, and being able to race with some of them guys in the late mile stock when I did was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just tough to do that with the Supers. I'm sure you can watch some of them cars out there. They run to everybody, you know. I, I don't like that, you know. So <laughs> So you think they're a rougher crowd? Yeah, it is a little bit, you know I mean? Do you think that's because of the power? I don't I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make either. him run into people. No, yeah. I, I didn't mean that, but I think people, like, right, it, it's easier to manage your stuff. I think it's easier to manage your stuff, right? right. When you got like go yeah. quarter minutes, so you're, when you're a junior Honda, it just gets locked down into the racetrack, right? Yeah. Doesn't it, it's easier to manage your stuff when you're don't have as much? And I, I wonder sometimes if when you get over your head for some of those that are just passing through, right? They end up over their head way faster in the supers than they would. That's in what the I was going to say. But the reason it's rougher is because, like you say, every race I cover racing. I go to race, and I was like, that car last week had somebody else in it. Now there's some kid that's never drove a super in his life right. in it. Right. You know, every week you got four or five kids in the race it's never even I drove a legend car a week before right, right, but you're, right. you're taking motor away from half of them supers anymore just to try to you know what I mean we're we're at that point I think we're up against the tires or whatever you know. right so and then also you know you look at the age of them guys that race supers you know and you look at the age of the guys that race late mall stocks a big age difference you know what I mean do you, think, do you think that's a trend thing from the kids making it to cup or what do you think attributes that man I really I don't really know. Honestly, yeah, I don't either. You know, but it seems like that, right? It yeah, seems it really, like that's a that's a that's a good. It really does. That's a good number. I wonder why. I wonder what causes that. I don't know. You weren't even paying attention. Yeah, I was. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can just go with that. Uh, I was uh, reading something on my phone, so Jeez. tells you where I'm at. I'm wow. reading Mason Dunn's ignorance here too. So <laughs> you know, get a little sidetracked on that. <clears throat> ignorance. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, man, you come from a a long history uh, in, in racing uh, tell us tell us about you know the history and you know your family through racing well, uh, he can probably explain that better well, than i can because yeah. i wasn't alive most of the years i wish i was but <laughs> hey lang this show is only three hours long man <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> that's, what, that's why he started at six this week exactly <laughs> yeah they could write a book on their family history I guarantee it. <laughs> well he mentioned uh, my, my dad ran nashville he actually won a track champion at nashville 1964 so uh there's been a we, few years yeah that's been a few years ago <laughs> yeah just yeah. a couple <laughs> but uh we he i mean he's ran i racing's in our family for 60 years almost and uh i mean it's just it's what we do you know it's um i don't know what's yeah i understand that um <clears throat> what uh what what does it mean to you to to you know, carry that legacy on uh, it definitely means a lot, you know, especially for the uh, big shoes my grandfather left me to fill. So, 
to do that, make a name for myself in the super late model world is which what he ran, you know. It's pressure? Definitely. Pressure? Uh, not necessarily pressure because I think he's got me by a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I just try to do the best we can and hope for the best sometimes. But, you know, it's uh, it's definitely fun and, and it's special to race some of the tracks he did and, and do some of the things he's been doing. So, Yeah, I, I'd say that's got to be really cool. What's, uh, what's it like uh, working with your dad? Uh, it can uh, – depends <laughs> it's been great he's, it's he's been sitting right beside he was him. wondering if the honesty should come out here <laughs> <laughs> no nah, honestly i wouldn't trade it for nothing you know it's like i tell people to, to race with my dad it's something i'll never get back and you know go to the racetrack work in the shot with him uh all week and everything you know it's definitely special it means a lot to us and that's why winning races and championship and running good means a lot and is uh very special to us I mean, for you, Mark, uh, what, what's it like to work with your son? You've worked with, you know, all kinds of different racers, you know, at all kinds of different levels. You know, what's it like to work directly with him? Yeah, it means a lot. Um, sometimes it's really hard, you know, trying to keep him in line and trying to <laughs> trying to keep us on our standard package, or he'll want to he'll want to go off sometimes, and um, sometimes it's tough, but it's um, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's time we spend together that that you know means everything i know this will be a really hard question for you and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to how where does he where does he stack up among the racers that you've worked with talent wise uh, um <laughs> jared's saying very low over here so i don't know i mean i've worked with some good ones um tell uh, us who are some of the racers that you've worked with um well i mean i was in i've worked with bobby labani and terry labani and uh, adam long and I mean, I've I've had several several. Um, Your own dad. Through, through my dad, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Man, I could go on and on, but um, I mean, he he does yeah. good. Ward uh, Burton. Ward, yeah. Five hundred winning. Which I didn't, you know, I worked for the team, but I, I wasn't his crew chief. But right. uh, that's kind of what I was looking at. But there's a, a, a lot of them, and uh, but it, he he gets it, you know. He he's uh, he grew up through the ranks and and uh i think he's got a little of the blood and uh they all tell me it skipped me and went from my dad to him <laughs> so uh I, i'm better at preparing the car and and i wasn't that good at a driver but what uh, how much did you race i don't know a whole lot just of a history. little bit i lived in florida years ago i raced a little bit um not not a whole lot i see doc over here saying <laughs> I, I race remote control cars a lot but uh, i used to but um yeah it's um gotcha um what uh what do you guys uh what do you guys do with both of you guys uh, you know i'll go with you jared first what do you guys do for a living i mean what it, what is your day job well i'll be honest i really don't have a real job <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah oh, wow. i, I would have went on and went with working on race cars <laughs> right no that was i'm gonna be honest no, i you think know? that's cool that you don't i mean you don't uh, think that's a job i spend a, I, I i do a lot of side work for different people really you know work here and there and um and I like to race. I like to work my own race car, and to be able to race my own car, I have to work on it, you know. So that kind of takes a lot of time, especially running like we did last year, full time, and going different places is tough, you know. Testing during the week or mm-hmm. or traveling to different races on a Thursday or something, you know what I mean? So right. it kind of makes it tough. So just trying to enjoy it and do it as much as I can right now. Gotcha. And what do you do for a living right now? I work for uh, Sterling Building Group, mm-hmm. which is uh, uh, Brandon Risley, and I. He had a late model truck, and we had a limited car, and I took care of the race cars, and we also have our supers there. So I'm fortunate that he lets us lets me work on our 
the supers and then you know he ran some at hickory last year uh he's going to run the limited car this year at hickory he's uh wanting to run a couple maybe a super time or two so uh i do that and i do odd things around the construction company anything he needs you know if i need to run a piece of equipment somewhere or you know, if we if we're going to a race, I'm on the race car or whatever. Yeah. Right. Those Sterling yeah. people are great. They buy lots of batteries from me now. Yeah, yeah. I've even <laughs> been over there a time or two. <laughs> but yeah, I thought you was about to talk over here. <clears throat> no, Corey's pissed because his mic just finally got turned on. He's been trying. His to mic's talk been on all night. Hour. He thinks if he can't hear himself breathing, which uh, <laughs> which we can hear you over here, um, he thinks if he can't hear himself that his mic's not on. So he's done freaked out over he's here about five times. Tell so. me, what's the hardest thing for you being a dad trying to trying to, you know, it's different working with your kid, right? I mean, like the, I, that's the one thing that I learned racing with my son, right? Is it, it's different. It's 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 like I did. I turned into a complete goofball right like i'm <laughs> yeah. not turned I, into no i mean like things that normally like i can go to the racetrack normally with a kid and have no problem and like my son misses the line two times and i am dragging him through the window net wanting to shake the life out of him you know you, you know and i just expect <laughs> yeah perfection out of him and, and when you've competed i think and win at a decent level and you're used to those kind of results you want to happen then you know how does how do you bridge that gap in you know, you're, you're handicapped in a lot of ways. You know, you get some financial help, but you all work a lot and scratch and claw and do whatever to get where you need to go. So what's your what's the, what's the biggest thing you could do? I mean, with him, I guess uh, being when we ran quarter midgets, um, he was pretty good on the line. I mean, we started off, we had a little trouble with the line, but it didn't take him long. Sure. And he, he was really good at that. But I'll never forget a race. He gets out of the car gets in my face and he's probably i don't know 10 years old sure he said that was the worst car i ever drove worst car I ever drove he's in my face doing this and i said well <laughs> let me tell you this if that car was perfect every time you got in it i wouldn't need you i'd get that little girl over right there exactly she'd right exactly right <laughs> you know <laughs> but now it's he he don't do that he understands both of us if right. the car's not sure. good it's just as much his fault as it is my fault um so yeah, but it, it's it can be tough sometimes. Yeah, be, be trying sometimes. But he, I will say, a lot of times I'm writing notes. I don't even have to look at the car. Certain drivers, I'll have to look at the car, kind of see what it's doing and stuff. Him, a lot of times I'm writing notes and I don't even look at the racetrack because I'm writing all my notes down while he's out there. Sure. So so I go back on his feedback and his feedback's been been really good. At least you guys have ex- established a communication between. Uh, that's that's a great. Yeah. I mean that's that's what it's all about. Yep, so it's it's different, you know. Um, I can't really honestly say I've ever had a crew chief, you know, like come in and say, all right, we're going to do this and that, you know. That's what I was just going to ask you. How, like, what, explain to me your feedback. You know, I think there's a lot of division here between young kids, right? Um, some young kids, dads want them to know everything, right? Like, I need you to know that this car needs eight more pounds of right rear spring in it. If you don't know this, you're – and then you see other – kids that barely can describe when the thing's tight or loose right so what do you think on that how how far do you go where is you guys as middle ground is it hey i need 100 pounds more spring or i'm tight you fix it you know what i mean how much do you rely on him or vice versa uh it's pretty mutual honestly you know um you know i can kind of tell i know what setups underneath it and so does he and and we know kind of like what we've run good with and what we kind of did on some of the changes 
in previous races. So um, we kind of meet in the middle in there. You know, I'm like, hey, look, I think it might need this. Well, he's like, well, when we did this, you know, we kind of bounced back. and Or sure. he's like, well, the car looked like it's doing this. You know what I mean? Uh, so, and then it's very mutual, you know. Um, he he watches it some, and I tell him kind of what I'm feeling. Good, that's and, cool. But I'm also old school, so um, I, uh, you know, I just kind of go a lot of his feedback, you know. And, yeah. and a lot, like I said, a lot of times I'm writing notes. I don't I don't sit there and watch the car and kind of go on the driver's feed. That's and that's what we did, but you know, back in the day, it was right. always a driver's feedback. It was the only data we had. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, that yeah. and how much the tires grew or air pressure went up. That was it. Like, here you go. Then we started temperature. And Ooh. I'm I'm also <laughs> I'm, I'm also kind of old school when it comes to changes. I don't like a lot of change. We go to the racetrack with a package. I like to stay in that package. Um, you know, he'll change bumps and stuff. I'm okay with all that. But I don't, I don't want to get into moving slugs and changing a-frames and doing all that i yeah. try to keep in a package you know that's now, he's a young guy he wants to try all this crazy yeah, but stuff that's important i really think that's important <clears throat> i think that the people that don't have a someone that keeps them in the ballpark i think they get in trouble quick that's the one thing i've already noticed a lot about this season just with people testing and with there being some new people that are kind of entry leveled into the sport and and some different things is that it's they don't know like we don't have any true package because people are all so over the map that they have a little bit from him and a little bit from him and they think they talk to this guy and this should be good and wizard down there by the railroad tracks is building some <laughs> decoupled shocks and you should get them and you know I, I find it like completely intriguing and i think it's so overwhelming for a new customer base um because they think there's a million things that they should change. And I find that refreshing. And I, uh, the Cars Tour champions said they go with a package and they pivot around inside that package. Yeah. And I, I think that's big for people, especially, you know, that are just new two, three, four years into this trying to figure out that, you know, they're still trying to understand bump stops. I think that's what we take for granted a lot of times. That people start trying to figure out what, what bump stops is all about, you know. Yep. Uh, I mean, to be honest, we pretty much ran the same package the first race as we did up until before South Boston. Then he kind of let me take over, and it See, didn't go amazing. good. But um, no, but that's it. That's know, amazing. So. And that's that's how usually when you're winning championships, that's kind of usually how it works, right? And I think yeah. so many yeah. people think, you know, I, there are some struggles and some gr fights. I didn't say it. I was grinds. I was going to say grinds, and I didn't <laughs> well, want to. He did anyway. Right? So I, I think there's some struggles and go through it, but. A lot of time in the championship deals, you're just kind of in the zone and, and going after it, right? right. I mean, yeah, yep. I mean, uh, you know, with the rules being so broad, there's or I shouldn't say broad, there really isn't much rules on the cars or right. chassis, you know. So you can go all over the map with them cars, and I think that's what happens with a lot of straight roll guys is they're just all over the place, and sure. they might run first or second one week and then won't run worth the dang the rest sure. of the year, you know. And, yep. I, and we've seen that so many times this year, you know, it's it almost like dang poker you know they wouldn't hit at all but that one race that they hit they won and the, killed us yeah you know what just I mean? on a razor blade such a yeah. such a teeter-totter right i mean just just so one way or the other so close no doubt uh pig wire wiring harness uh, uh richard melaton uh jumping in here on the chat he said uh, best of luck this year he said he'll uh, do what he can to help you yep 
He's uh, he's a really good guy. He's huge good supporter guy. of Race 22. Huge supporter of a lot of uh, racers yeah, around the yeah, region. Yeah, good guy. Helps, yeah. helps us out a lot on our race team, too. So Absolutely. Yeah, uh, Southern National Motorsports Park uh, chiming in here talking about this weekend's event. Says it's going to be a great one. Phones are blowing up from fans and drivers, so uh, should be a good uh, good turnout for uh, everybody this weekend. Um, uh, going back to your conversation there a minute ago about setups and stuff, uh, uh, gosh, Alex Miller uh, chiming in said that uh, you have to uh, trust what you're uh, what you are trying, um, and a lot of people are uh, trying to uh, reinvent the wheel. Oh, Which yeah. kind of goes to what you said, Roger, talking about the, you know, people people just, uh, you know, going up to the wizard or whatever you said a minute ago. Well, I mean, I just, yeah, there's only so many things we can do here, right? Like work within right. the box that you got and then try to make it the best you can. Right, 100%. I mean, people don't even know what spindles they have on their car. And they, you know, they, they, like these are the things that they back- know if they got the thousand dollar ones. Though I do know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, right. But I, I'm not even saying from a financial standpoint, right? Like ninety percent of the people, if you go, they call here and want a spindle, and you ask them what spindle, they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, what do you have? I don't know. Okay, we got problems, yeah. right? Like you yeah. you win tons of races, and you don't know whether your spindle's twelve inches tall or four inches tall. I mean, like. Right, it's right. interesting to me how some of those things. I bet you know. I bet you know exactly what your spindles are right now. I, I mean, yeah. it, I, I think it's. I think people grab onto the spindle thing because of the billet deal or whatever. But sure. you're surprised how many people really don't know. Yeah. Yep, I agree. How, how old are you now? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. What uh, What are your ultimate goals now? You know, at twenty-four years old, you know, what are you What are you uh, hoping to accomplish in racing? Uh. Man, I just like to race super late models and have fun, you know, race with my dad and not necessarily to be like someone, but, you know, Bob Pollard sure is making a name right, for himself yeah, and, yeah. and doing good, you know. So it's pretty neat that what he's doing and would be cool to do one day, you know. Right. Have you got to race against him much? Uh, a little bit, yeah. He's run some cars races with us last year, but I haven't been able to beat him yet. That dude's the man. <laughs> not many people get to beat him. Uh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's the man. He can win anywhere he goes. He manipulates the car so – I mean, he – Super God. or late mile Right, stock. that's what I'm saying. He, yeah. I mean, he he drives the race car. I, I, he's amazing, that guy. And I, he I, great setups. Right. I, right. I, but yeah. even when he's not good – wait, but even when – I've been to Pensacola when he's not good, right, and he's still like – I think, oh, he's done. There's no way. And the next thing you know, he went, what the hell did he come from? I mean, right? yeah. like, Look at Martinsville last year. Right. I mean, yeah. in testing, he right. was terrible. In practice, stupid. he was terrible. And then, man, here he comes. He just yeah. works on it and works on well, it. Well, this last year, Roy was driving David Rogers' car. I mean, that's not yep. car don't win every race or nothing, but he got in it. Yeah, and pretty right. much one It more. picked up <clears throat> real yeah. good. It don't win any, I don't think, before no, that. Not, like, really. in a long not time. recently. Yeah, in well, a David's long time. I'm not got some age on him. Yeah, yeah. He was impressive at Martinsville, for sure. For sure. I mean, the Lake Mall stocks are different. And uh, they're a little different to drive and all, and, mm-hmm. and I was kind of curious how he's going to run, and he was he was impressive. And from what he's I understand, a, he's, he's a driver. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you I better guess. say he put his own. Yeah. The yeah. last setup was on it was. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Yelton had told me he was like, you know, uh, he, he came into the media center, or I came, went out to him, I can't remember exactly, but uh, he's like, uh, I don't know. He said, he's working on it now. So we're going <laughs> to And nice. he worked on it, and he figured it yeah, out. Yeah. I That's mean, awesome. no doubt about it. Him and uh, Lee Malone worked uh, very closely together there, and, uh, man, they got that thing uh, thing rolling. So uh, definitely uh, you got to give props to a guy who can uh, jump into anything. I mean, right. you know, just like him going to uh, the Oxford 250 last year. I mean, yep. that's just amazing. Yep. I mean, 
just a driver, man. He's yeah. just a just a driver. I like how laid back he is, though. Yeah, that's my biggest thing that I'm amazed. Well, he's putting all that laid back after uh, him and Lane Rakes got. No. <laughs> no, I didn't mean laid back. Let me rephrase. I I like how laid back he is away from the racetrack. Right. Meaning right. he's, oh. you know what I mean? He's pretty laid back. Like well, it, even after that thing at Martinsville, we was over there when they had the car jump beside the ball over me, him and yeah. Jamie and Big Jason was talking and just cutting up laughing and he's just a cool dude, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's just he's a pretty yeah. cool dude, right? Yeah. Just grabs a beer and hangs out. And, I don't you know, think he really fits in with that crowd, though. I'll just go ahead and say it. Wow. Jamie and Big Jason. You know, he fits in good with Big Jason, though. Everybody, you have no choice but to fit You have no choice but to fit in good with Big Jason. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he'll make sure of that. Yeah. No, uh, no doubt about it. But I, I'd say that's a pretty good guy to uh, aspire to be like. Yeah. I mean, that's he can go anywhere and win, and I mean – Yep, kind of like my pops did, you know what I mean? He raced right. in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and North Carolina, you know. So to be able to go all over and win and do, do good, you know, it's definitely something special and something to look forward to. Uh, other than trying to go to maybe Pensacola, any other plans you have, you know, maybe not necessarily this year, but in the future that you're kind of, you know, planning out now? Uh, no, not really, you know. It's just it's tough. You know, racing's expensive. So uh, to do what I do now, I'm just very lucky and fortunate, you know, so – just to try to enjoy it as much as I can while I got it. Gotcha. Who yeah, helps you? That's one thing I've, I've seen about you. You talk about little kids and beating and banging. You take care of your equipment. I've seen a lot of places where you could have stuck it in there, but you didn't because you know right, we want to fix this thing. That's right. You know, and I learned that a long time ago racing late models. Man, you're not going to win the race knocking the nose off the cars. I don't care what you're racing, limited car or or late model stock or super. You know what I mean? So that's one thing I learned is if we're going to have a shot at winning this race at the end. We've got to have all four fenders on it and the tires pointing in the right direction. So Absolutely. I kind of remember that a lot. Yeah, I mean, in order to win, you're going to have to be in a position to be able to actually finish the race. Well, there's, there's probably a guy on the radio telling you to remember that a lot, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's been there and done that with uh, a little bit of everybody. So, <clears throat> All right. Well, you got anything else for him? Here? No, I just I know he gets a lot of help from a lot of people. And, uh, you know, sometimes a lot of little people – can add up to what y'all got to do and i just want to make sure you give everybody that helped you out a shout out for whatever you need you know yeah definitely got to give uh brandon risley a big shout out for helping us out a lot you know and making us or helping us run all the cars races and and doing it again this year and then uh my dad of course you know william gunner helps us out a lot at the racetrack phil johnson uh jeff day uh richard helps us out sean phil headers Mom. Yeah, <laughs> So Yeah, uh, that was the most important Yeah, don't one. forget that. Wow, that'd be rough. <laughs> yeah, so I'm we sure I'm missing a few, but uh, that's. We got a local guy there, ADI, PDM, Chad. He, he helps us a lot. Um, yeah, a lot of little people, you know, help us. Richard Mellentine. Richard helps us yep. a ton. You know, yeah. all that stuff adds up and uh, really. That's what it takes. That's right. I mean, you, you, there's no way you could do it without, you know, no people way. like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, unless you just got an unlimited checkbook. Yeah, we no, don't. I don't believe you got one of those. Nah, no. I haven't hit the lottery yet. <laughs> Do you play? Uh, not as much as he does, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he knows how to win. Yeah. yeah, he's planning on moving on up. I'm looking for that retirement. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps talking about a fishing boat. There you go. You can't be getting fishing boats while you're still racing. Nah, we saw what happened it's to the last allowed. one I did. <laughs> right. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, good luck this weekend uh, at uh, Southern National. Uh, Hopefully, uh, hopefully, be a lot of cars there. I think he said 22 were already uh, pre-registered, so uh, should be uh, should be a hell of a show down there at Southern National. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, 
excited to get back racing. So thanks for having me, and uh, appreciate it. Yep, thank both of you guys for coming on. Yeah, thank so. you. <laughs> All right, uh, continue the conversation here with uh, my co-host, uh, well, Roger and Corey over here. We, we co-host. I don't know what I don't know what we should you call bully you guys. everybody. Yeah, it's I it's just fun. Have you noticed it's that fun. He's, he's a bully. He it's thinks fun. he's a bully. It's fun. I mean, you know. It's fun. It makes him feel better about himself. <laughs> and I'm cool with that. I just fun. wanted to know. Yeah. Well, My know. son's been explaining to me he's going through these classes about bullying. <laughs> so now I. Well, they have I, classes on Yeah, there? it's terrible. We used to have a class. You just punch him in the mouth. It ended the whole thing. Yeah, then they didn't get bullied no more. Yeah, we can't do that anymore. We yeah. can't act like barbarians. Yeah. We, uh, Langley acts like a barbarian every day. I still think it serves purpose pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I like the I, Jared Fryer. I'm, I'm, I appreciate them guys. They they work pretty hard on their stuff. You know, I've, oh, seen, absolutely. I've seen him. Yeah, dude, I've seen him trying to get parts and scratch parts and looking for housings and building his own. I mean, just unbelievable, right? Um, so, I think people need to know how big that really is. You know, him winning that car store deal. I think that was a big gig. A- yeah. Absolutely. A- anytime a, a small team, you know, wins something that big, uh, it's got to be special. And uh, our uh, next guest here, uh, Greg Moore, uh, he did uh, just that uh, last year. If I can get my producer to uh, jump over here and actually turn on the mic, um, we'll be ready to go here. Hey, why don't you turn on that um, mic right there, the red one? <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, lost in conversation over here. Um, but uh, super fan. Got uh, Craig Moore here, who uh, won the uh, South Boston uh, Speedway Cars Tour race um, last uh, November, I believe. Uh, man, uh, thank you for coming on the show tonight. Well, I just wanted to know one thing: Does this officially mean that I've made it? Now that I'm on Race 22 Radio. I thought you made it last no, year when I, I put you on the power rankings. Uh, I actually think you made it win the race. Now your career just went down. <laughs> yeah, this is a step down from winning at South Boston. Yeah. Now, hey, look, yeah. I'm, I'm really grateful y'all guys asked me to be on tonight. It's a, it's an honor, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate making the drive. Well, hey, look, it was. My wife, she's been babysitting. My, my little boy is almost six months old now, and um, that's been a real adjustment for us. Uh, and she needed a break tonight, so I told her I'd bring her with me. Wow. Yeah, what, so, a yeah, yeah. what a guy. What a guy you are, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Did you just leave the baby How sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, that's what I was going to say, Corey. I don't know how, how good my babysitter, her, my mother-in-law is going to like me when I get home about 12 o'clock tonight. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Uh, yeah. In an Uber. Pretty good ride for you down here. Do it. Pretty good ride for you uh, down here. about two and a half hours. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Figured that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess I got to head your way Wednesday. I'm on the podcast. Yeah, with, Smokey uh, Dave's. Yep, it's yeah. Smokey Dave's. I'm looking forward to that. You know, y'all can see I like barbecue. So well, I, you know. I tell you, I tell you what, he's uh, he's he's really doing well with his business. Um, yeah. I'm really ecstatic for him that he's uh, and I, I said I'm not going to say um uh and well and this that and other, but it's so hard to you get to, anyway. to, yeah till you get started and get wound up here. He's he's doing a great job. We are not it. professionals. No, I'm definitely not. <laughs> he, he's doing a great job with his business, and um, I, I'm really happy for him. He actually is engaged to my, my first cousin to get married. He's a very lucky guy. She's a lucky girl, and uh, they're doing really good, man. Is this the bologna burger thing? Yeah, the bologna yeah, burger I podcast. See you tell, okay, yep, I just yep, wanted to make sure yep. I, so people know where to look for it. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I believe they make bologna burgers there, too. They, they, that will be the, the, uh, the entree of your choice will be, I think, bologna or uh, barbecue. I'm getting there early to get whatever. I don't yeah. know. It's, all, it's <laughs> all good. I'm not going for a bologna burger. i just go ahead and tell you. It's all good. <laughs> no. Have you seen those pictures that he posts of the, the ribs and the brisket yeah. and all yeah. that? Good I had Lord, never checked man. that out until the other day. I, I watched a couple of them. Or I think he had two, two videos up. They're pretty good. Yeah. They, 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 they do a pretty good job. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, I, Smokey Dave, has, uh, he's been sponsors for the last couple of years, too. Yeah. And, and uh, he's, he's my fuel sponsor for the Chorus Tour. Great guy, man. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems nice. to be seems to be a great guy, uh, involved in uh, the barbecue relief uh, charity. Oh as yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Operation Barbecue Relief. Yep, yeah. that's it. He's all he's all into that. Yep, for sure. Uh, and I'll be on with another one of your sponsors. The uh, the host of the show is uh, Stephen Dunn. Correct. Yeah, uh, Graphic Solutions. Yeah, Graphic Solutions, GXX Wraps, and uh, Stephen's been with me for going on three years now, and. Uh, He's stuck with us through the bad times, man, because, you know, we had a lot of bad luck, uh, mechanical failures, and just, I mean, just really crappy luck, man, you know. But I feel like, you know, now we're finally trying to get everything going the right direction here. Yeah, um, you got things going in the right direction last November. Tell us about that race, man. I mean, it had to be special for you. Well, I'm going to back up one race before that at at Orange County because, you know, yeah, we had a crappy year up to that point. We had a bunch of mechanical failures, just bad luck. We had a good run going to Hickory, got got touched up in the wall a little bit and knocked the toe out real bad. And uh, at Orange County, we stood on the pole um, with a Chevy Crate motor, and I, I thought, you know, that I thought we had a shot to win it, but at the end of the race, my car got extremely tight, and the, the crate just died out, you know I mean? So, moving on, we finished third in that race, which we would have finished fourth. Ronald dropped out. Ronald had a heck of a run going, and uh, he's a, he, he lives five minutes from me where I live. And, you know, the thing about it was, we I think we had a car capable of winning the race, but the car got snug. We, we maintained a lot of four drive, but we just we just couldn't get off the corner. Just mm-hmm. The motor died down. So long story short, move on to South Boston. We we rented a motor from Eric Winslow at Midnight Performance, mm-hmm. and it was a Brian Brian Tanner's doing my motors this year, and yep. it, it was a Harrington Enforcer, and uh, we knew right then something was a little bit different, man, because you know we were we were able to maintain four drive and get off the corner, but but it just didn't bog down. Look, I'm a Chevy Crate guy. I've been a Crate guy right. f- for years and years because. I did my own motors. I built my own car. I mean, you know, I I get all the deal of saving money and doing your own thing, but yeah. it comes to a point where you know you're, you're dealing with the best of the best here, man. And, and I'm not taking anything. South Boston, Myrtle Beach. You, you got if you win a late mile stock race this day and age, I don't care where it's at. You're, you're doing something. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and that's why I say you know people talk about the cars tour is awesome. You got the best of the best, the most elite drivers. South Boston, same way. Philip Morris. I mean, you know, Peyton Sellers, all those guys. But the thing about it is, you can't show up to these races 50 or 60 horsepower off, man. No. You know. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. I say that. And then at Kenley, this coming up weekend, you might have a guy win a race with a crate motor because the track is so slick. Right. right. Look at Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Look at Myrtle Beach. You know, the, 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 you know, the first race down there, crates won two of them. Yeah. yeah so right. with, with that being said, you know, I think at South Boston, a game changer for us was – putting the Harrington in. South Boston was a track with a ton of grip. You know, it's new asphalt. Right. It's smooth, and you can really lay the power down. Now, you know, forward this to Kenley, we went and tested last Tuesday, and with the Harrington in, we're spinning pretty good. So, you know, like, yeah. you know, do we have enough car for all the motor? I don't know, man. You know, do we have enough brakes? I don't know. Like I said, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. It's, I mean, it's something I'm glad to hear you say it on – Right, like we didn't. Nobody drew that from you. I'm glad to hear no. you say that because that those are some of the things that some of the guys that are are really influential in the sport are starting to bring up in the conversation that that hey, these things are gonna happen down the road. We need to start looking at these things here so that we could get ahead of this. So I, I applaud. I, I also think those are gonna be some problems. Well, you know, and I, I talked to Greg Marlow here the other week. I mean, me and him become pretty decent friends, you know, through the Cars Tour, and you know, and I've got a lot of friends that I have acquired through the Cars Tour. I mean, mm-hmm. the Cars Tour is. I'm not going to say it's made me, because look, man, my two championships at Orange County were very meaningful to me. Right. And, you know, I, I wouldn't take anything for those. I love Orange County. Right. And uh, the thing about it is, Cars Tour, though, like, winning that race at South Boston, have I got a lot more feedback and a lot more interest? And 
now I'm crew chief in a car uh, at South Boston. I've got somebody maybe interested in renting one of my cars to race a few times this year. Do I think that stemmed from the Cars Tour? Absolutely. You know, yeah. so the, yeah. the notoriety is there. But, you know, going back to what me and Marley were talking about, you know, I mean, a simple upgrade with a brake caliper. I mean, you know, that's something that could bolt right into what we've got, not cost you a lot of extra money. Right. It's little things like that that I think we're going to have to wind up updating. I just prefer they slow you all down a little bit. I just don't. I just don't think there's there's a need to go buying anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you mean tr- motor- tr- trust me. I, yeah, wait, wait I, I agree. I, yeah. I just want to clearly define you. You mean motor wise or yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm okay with that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I wish you know things would have worked out. You know, where the car store would have been using those restrictors this year with the pucks. You yeah. know, that, as they were planning on doing before NASCAR announced their rule changes. Well, in in my opinion, with the whole car store NASCAR thing, I, I, I'm totally on board with everybody being the same. Right. If you've got, you know, the Harrington's the same, the the spec yeah. motor's the same, and the Ford's the same, then they all need to be the same. You know, because everybody needs to be able to interchange without, you know. But like I said, we've already drove the cost up so far. <laughs> I'm, right. I, I totally agree. Look, I was the 350 carburetor guy. I just wanted to stay with that. Sure, sure. You know, I didn't like it because I, I, we put a 500 on a 350 motor and blew it up. I like 350 racing better anyway, so I thought it was better back then I know. myself. I agree. I, I agree totally. I mean... Like I said, I did my own. I built my own car. Yeah, but we got go karts now. We're practically super late models now. We no, got we, so much horsepower. I, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Except you that. ain't got no brakes. I think you got no brakes, and everybody's damn near solid on the front. True. I mean, let's face it. It's a it's a go kart. Like when I first bought this place and we clipped cars, you didn't hear customers say, "Holy cow, what has happened?" I'm right. gonna tell you what has happened. You're sitting on bump stops hard as you could sit on them <laughs> and the clip and the chassis become a spring yeah that's it that's, that's what's happening <laughs> you, everybody wants to ride harder and the racetracks are rougher and we're just beating the dog out of it and it just gets to where it's done that's why when you clip a car now it makes a difference well like i said my, my point is you know we're sitting there we had 430 440 horsepower now we're right there around 500 or yeah. pl- 500 plus yeah. so you know you're getting in the corner harder like you say it goes back exactly what roger said that's more load on a chassis. That's less time a chassis is going to last. Yep. So, once again, you're driving that expense up also. I think that's the one thing that, you know, hasn't really come up. People are running cars for a couple of years. You know, that was – you. people used to buy used cars. Oh, this thing's two years old. This thing, great. But the cars that are three years old now are so angry and are trying to break at every weld, and not because the mis- – the steel got any worse. That's right. Not because the, the welding got any worse. They're loaded. Right? They're, they're pissed. Yeah, they're right? loaded. They are yeah. mad, yeah. and they're trying to rip everything that they can off each other. That's yeah. just it, right? So I mean, you're talking to the guy that goes and cuts my down bars loose, right. cuts my rear bars loose, and just lets them relax and weld them back together. Right. You know, just trying to get more more time and more life out of my car. Sure. I, I just think that's another big thing that, that we're going to start running into. You're going to... I think it's going to drive the cost up, and it's one of the things that we don't see. You know, I mean, we're going to this spindle because we we don't want to right. No we don't want the right deflection, now. right? Yeah, Which yeah, I yeah. think is amazing, right? So we don't want the spindle deflection. I'm not on that yet, by it, the way. And we're not gonna, so. What we're going to do is we're just going to move. save up for that. Yeah. Let's move the deflection somewhere else. Right. <laughs> right. Let's right. put it in the lower now. So let's it all, put it all it goes about what Langley said. Make them slower. Right. I, I think that's right. I. I, I and Langley, I like Langley's idea of a way to do it tire-wise, but we agree on that a lot. I think you just take we'll all the tire away. Yeah, I mean. We'll get there. Well, I, I think the number was 440 or 450 on the horsepower because mm-hmm. the Chevy crate would have been competitive at that number. Yeah. Why, I think they just why, why we got to 500? I don't, I don't understand why we got to 500. 
But you, you know the one thing I do, I, I would like to have seen now, and it worked in super racing, so I'm not saying it wouldn't work or it will work in this late mall stock car racing, but I, I do like the restrictors if you want to. Right. He's talking about, man, which motor do I run? Because when I go here, I'm spinning. That's and right. When I go, so, yeah. fine. So, in the super deal, what we did was, when we were spinning, we put one ones in it. Or we put one-inch spacers in it. Or right. restrictors. So, I, I, that's the one thing that I think it still gives you the re- reliability yeah. of, of the create motor. But that, that's one thing I would like to see. And the coolest part is, it would bring another facet to the game. Because the interesting part about spacers is... Spacers, usually you have to give in qualifying to win in the race or vice versa. And I think that brings another element to some of the racetracks that, that, that could play a pivotal role. You know, do, oh, you, yeah. do you at Myrtle Beach for the 400 now, do you put, do you go all out? Because in qualifying, you, you need all you can get sure. to try to, you know, I, I, I don't know. Well, it's, it's almost to the point you need three motors. You need, you need you need a great for Myrtle Beach, you need a spec for here, and you need a Harrington or a Ford, either one. But, you know, a guy like me, from a cost standpoint, I, I can't do a Ford. I mean, everything, I got Chevrolet. Right, right. So, you know, then I got to change all this other stuff to run a Ford. So, like, you know, what? <laughs> right. And I guess they'll eliminate the crate at the end of this year. Right. That, that's the, not going to be the problem. That's the plan. I don't know whether that's that'll right. actually yeah. happen or not. That's right, yeah. I yeah. mean, I talked to one promoter who told me that there was no chance in hell that he would eliminate the 604 because that's the most of what he has. But, you know, so. but you know, Dominion, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but Dominion put a set of rules out, their own rules, their own Saturday night rules. And their Saturday night rules, the Chevy crate can change the camshaft and valve springs. And the steelhead built motor, which is totally obsolete, can run a 654 barrel so you know wow. like I'm, I'm, I'm not saying i'm, I'm not saying that's literally is that what he said <laughs> yeah really i'm not saying it's the, yeah look look on i don't their, know i, I never heard that, that look one. on their website i'm not saying it's the answer to everybody's problems that'll be but, a headline on race 22 tomorrow yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so, good times right there i'm not saying it's the answer but like i say it, there's probably some guys out there look i just i just built a brand new car for my cousin okay he, he's just like me he doesn't have a lot of money and he wants to race you know and the thing about it is, he can go. He lives ten minutes from Orange County, and he's got a steelhead built motor. So we had a rules meeting in Orange County, and I told them the same identical rules package that D- Dominion put out. And I, they they haven't posted anything on the internet yet, so I can't say that's what they're going to do. I hope that's what they do because there's probably guys sitting around that may have a steelhead built motor that may come run a Saturday night race that can afford running on two tires, or you know what I'm saying. And right. Yeah, that that. I, I, look, I, I'm all for increasing car count. At the local tracks, because I mean that's what's that's that's the backbone. Yeah, I'd never turn away a race car. Like when Langley was up at Franklin County, and the guy said, "Well, this motor, so I don't care. Bring it up here. I can always make it go slower." Yeah, we'll find. I can't, a way I can't make now. it go faster. I was just I really bummed out. I didn't get to come race while you I were know. running that man. I really wanted to, but it just I didn't know work we talked, out. Yeah. yeah, it just didn't work out. But I wanted to. That looks like a fun race track. It's uh, it's like yeah, it's I, interesting. Yeah. A lot of people compare it to Orange County. I don't see it that way, but a lot of people compare it. To it's it. like the corners are tighter. So I'd say you'd be really good. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, I like I like Hickory, man. I, I love Hickory myself, but mm-hmm. you know that's a old slick, wore out racetrack. But yeah. It's got a lot of prestige. Yeah, I mean, Hickory's got to be fun to run. I mean, not it just is. from the standpoint of, you know, how historic it is yeah. and, you know, how hallowed grounds almost that That's you're, right. you're at there. Um, but, you know, the racetrack itself looks really cool to race on. I mean, plenty of uh, good bumps to hit. It's got a lot of characteristics else. to it, yeah, for <laughs> a sure. A lot of character. Yeah. 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 You race at South Boston. You won. At what point in the race did you say, man, this thing is on point today? Because you pretty much killed him. I tell you what, man, with about, you know, I, I talked – 
like Deke is one of the nicest, upstanding guys there is in racing, you know. And and I'm so glad his wife is doing better. I reached out to Deke, you know, and and, and sent prayers to his wife. And yeah. Anyway, you know, with 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 Deke, you know, he he could have hit me right there at the end. But after we got stretched out, and Deke knew this, you know, we pulled back away from him. And we pulled a little, probably, you know, we 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 may have done stuff a little bit different from some other people in that race. And I knew it. I I knew by watching that race the year before. And I'm sure y'all saw the same thing. Deke got on the high side. And I knew in my mind that at the end of that race, if we could get on the high side, then it would take Deke's line away, which he told me after the race it did, and, and we could probably win the race. But, you know, about halfway through the race, when we could sit right there in the top three or four, and I could tell, you know, the car wasn't going away. It was just staying right there. We had enough motor. I felt then we had a shot at it. But, you know, the thing about the Cars Tour, and I know you, all you guys know it, it's almost like cup, man. Like, there's a lot yeah. of luck involved. Mm-hmm. You know, the car's got to fall your way. Cautions, I mean, track position, you know, yeah, a guy's going to fall out. Look how many I fell out, you yeah. know. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, I just don't think there's one guy going to go dominate. No, it's, but it's, I, I always tell people, the local Saturday night track, say you got 20 cars racing there, there's three guys that's going to go for the win. The rest of them are there to have fun. That's right. Cars to a race, there's 11 cars that might win the race. Yeah, me and a guy were talking about that the other day, and he said, you know, he said, there's 12, there's 12 good cars or maybe even right. more, 15, that's capable of winning that race. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, it's like, in my opinion, like Cub, it's just all strategy. Yeah, I mean, of the 17 they have registered for the season, I mean, I would say that any one of those 17 could win any race. Well, I'm, I'm honored that they put us back in that Touring 12 again because, uh, you know, that, like Jack said, that's between five and $7,000 swinging money. And for a guy like me, that's huge. You know, to know I'm guaranteed so much money to show up. And just like at Kingsport, we had that rear break. He told me, he said, man, just get there and make one lap. You know, we're going to give you this, you know, your $1,000 right. for starting. You know, yeah, it was a bummer that all that happened, but at least we got something back. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and, you know, for, like I say, look, I'm I'm underfunded from a point of I don't spend as much money as, you know, some of the really, really big teams that spend a lot of money. Sure. But, you know, we I, I'm thankful to have the sponsors I've got are good, and we've got enough money to get to the racetrack, you know, on, on Saturday and stuff. And Yeah. You've got a lot of sponsors yeah. that have been with you for yeah. quite a while, and you've picked up some new ones over the last couple of years, like Kingsport. Uh, I don't know if they're yeah, still vi- on. With yeah, you. yeah, Visit Kingsport. Yeah. Kingsport yeah. They came back on with us this year, man. I, I know they're kind of bummed out we're not going back to Kingsport. But yeah, uh, sure. that, yeah Frank Lett uh, with, with the tourism division has been an awesome, awesome guy to do partner, partner with us. And uh, we got uh, Durham Mechanical Service that came on with us out of Durham, North Carolina. we got the Volt Doctors out of Bahama. That's, uh, he's, he's like – He's on the quarters this year, so I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be a really good partnership with him, Andy Clark. And uh, like I say, of course, Steve at GXX Wraps and uh, Graphic Solution. He's been with me for three years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he comes to the race with us on Saturday and stuff. And uh, Smoky Day's Barbecue, um, Sharon's Tire Service. I'm going to go and plug them all in right now. So yeah, we no, you should. We're going to get it done. Go and get it done, yeah. And uh, uh, t- Tanner Automotive, man, for the race engines. Like I say, I you know, I've done my own motors. I, I work with Charlie Hemfield, a guy in Durham. I don't know if y'all remember him. Mm-hmm. But I worked with him for like two or three years just to learn how to do this stuff. And this has been several, several years. I've been, sure. I've been racing for a while, man. So, like, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm just an Orange County guy, but I've been racing. But, you know, I, I did all that to learn. You know, so as far as, like, building a car, man, I just I fixed me a jig and, and fixed me a car. And, you know, I, I've kind of got I, – I fixed one more for my cousin. Like I said, that may be it for me. I'm kind of getting burned out on that, and it's too much time, and I don't do it. I don't, I'm not set up like you are here. You know, Roger's yeah, set up. He's got everything. I have to do everything is one of. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah. I've, I've, I've got a brand new A&E car and uh, A&E race cars over there. They've uh, no offense to you, Roger. No, it's no but, offense. Yeah, they're, they're like twenty minutes, twenty minutes from me. And Alan, right. Alan Earl over there has been good to me, and uh, so I, they've helped me out a lot, also. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
setup work, you mentioned it earlier, you know, doing setup work, working on some guys' cars. Uh, Daniel Moss, is that the one you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, we, I'm, I'm going to do, we did, I did him and Chuck Lawson at the end of the year at Orange mm-hmm. County, and mm-hmm. Chuck, you know, it had been a while since Chuck had won, and we finally got him, he, he had a problem with, an uh, issue with one of his cars, and, mm-hmm. uh, we got we got him in the car that Daniel had run limited, and he wound up winning the last late model race at Orange County, which was which was a heck of a race between him and Josh Oakley. Mm-hmm. I mean, they ran side by side for probably thirty or forty laps. Wow! And uh, Chuck prevailed, and uh, it it was a it was a really good race, and um, I helped Chuck and Daniel, our crew chief Daniel. He won a late model championship at Orange County. This year, he's going to try to run for the late model championship at uh, I mean the limited championship at South Boston. Gotcha. So I'm actually going to keep his car in-house at my place this year and do do his whole deal. And I believe you've been doing a little bit of setup work for Jason Morsing, I believe. I do have Jason's car. Yeah, yes, yeah. I have, I, I'm putting a uh, – he's putting a uh, Dodge. Surprised you I knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, he's putting a uh, – put, I'm putting a Challenger body on his yeah. car for him. He's, he's finally going to, you know, run something other than the Camaro. Yeah, that Camaro's been hard to I beat, know, though. I know. I know, right? Yeah. you got a lot to live up to, you know, <laughs> know making sure this one runs. I know. I know. So – i uh, got a bunch of people uh, chiming in on here. One, uh, most recently, uh, Bobby McCarty chimed in and said, uh, seeing Craig win South Boston was the coolest thing I've seen in a while. Much respect and love racing with him. Yeah, Bobby's a class, that guy. You know, and I told Bobby right before the race started, you know, I said, look, I said, I respect you. I know you're running for the championship, and I just want to let you know I got your back if there's anything I can do. And I think that went a long way with him. Because look, man, you know I'm not going to. I want to win the race, of course, but I wasn't going to interfere with him for his championship. I, I know what right. the big picture is sure. there, and all the championships I won at Orange County for some reason, like every, every championship I won at Orange County, and it happens like this every year at Orange County. They get like more rainouts than anybody, especially last year. Yeah, yeah. but but every, but every year it always winds up. The last race is like. You know, quadruple points, twin races. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, you're like, That's you're, my favorite kind. Yeah, you're like, your whole season hinges on this one night. But right. anyway, it's, that's the way it goes. And, and I'm not knocking Orange County or the racetrack. It's due to rainouts. But uh, but Bobby Bobby's a he's a really good guy, and I'm glad I'm really I'm really glad they won the championship. Uh, Heather Riggs chimed in, said that uh, you are a true short track racer, works and builds his own cars most of the time by himself. Those racers are hard to come by nowadays with all the paid rides and drivers, especially young ones who just show up on race weekends who hardly ever turn a wrench. Well, like I say, man, winning that South Boston race, it, it meant a ton to us because, you know, we, we do work hard. I got a, a Dusty Wall, um, and, you know, we dedicated that South Boston race to Alf Wall, which was Dusty's dad that passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's been with me for the last two years, man. And he he's an awesome. He's like crew chief, spotter, w- whatever I need for him to do, man. He's 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 there for me, and uh, he helps me out a lot. And uh, I, I want to thank my crew, but I'll do that at the end, you know. Yeah, and, and Dusty, he's chimed in here, says uh, you're the probably the only driver in the tour that uh, builds your own cars from the ground up, builds own spindles, uh, all own sheet metal work, hangs your own bodies. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's a lot of work. My wife could probably tell you that she doesn't like it, but uh, because you know, well, that's I, why you brought it on a night out <laughs> yeah, to that's performance right. center, that's right? right? That's like, right. That's right. <laughs> that was a win. Yeah, and you got her yeah. go for it, yeah, right? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. you're the man. Yeah, we, we pull up. She's like, "Where are we going to, man?" You know. I thought you said Applebee's. What yeah, the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no yeah. she she's glad to get out. Like I say, I'm I'm you know I'm 41 years old, and I, and I, like I say, I'm 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 blessed, man, to be working on race cars. I'm blessed to be racing, and I'm blessed to have a, a beautiful boy that's six months old now. But then again. I'm 41, and my patience is not like it would have been if I, if I was in my 20s when I had a baby. I'll go ahead and tell you that now. But right. I, like I say, I'm blessed, man. You know, her, her my mother-in-law helps us to take care of him. My mom helps. Her grandmother helps. So we've been fortunate. But we couldn't find anybody to commit 
full time to keep him. So like yeah. it come to a point where you have to out you, you weigh daycare versus her just staying at home. So like so here I am now, you know, I run my own business. I do mechanic work for a living. I work on race cars as much as I can. Sure. But that don't pay all the time. So I you know, I work on cars, trucks, tractors, lawnmowers, whatever I gotta do. I got a like a garage at my mother's house where I do a mechanic business and that's what I do for a living. And uh, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, you know, wheel and deal on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. 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 Listen, I'm all you right up his alley man. now. I'm all about my, the my list, bro. Oh, yeah, I, that's right. I, I, I tear yeah. that thing apart. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. can make extra yeah. five, six grand a month on there. It's awesome. You know, you know, but the problem is now, man, it's like people make a living on there. Like, oh, yeah. You know, you, you see a good deal pop up, and we're like, within minutes, it's gone. Yes. yes. And that marketplace, <laughs> that marketplace is worse. Yes. You have oh, to, yeah. You have to I dated, your a girl, I dated a girl a long time ago, and her parents, every Friday night, they ride around and look at yard sale posters, and they go out and buy yard sale stuff, and they made like $80,000 a year selling crap again. I Correct. Reselling it. I guarantee it. Yes. I've heard, I've heard you could do this. It's a lot of money in flipping. I have yeah, a lot yeah. of money in that. I've heard I, you I, could I've, do I've this. done it's it for amazing. a long time, but like I say, now you got so many people doing it, it's just it's tough, man. Yeah. And now at tax time, it's really hard, man. Like, oh, you got to buy and sell at the right time. But yeah. you know, you know, I ain't got to tell you. Yeah. So. No, I don't know anything about anything. Yeah, I right, just, right. I just sit over here <laughs> yeah. and listen to everybody I, and talk. I'm, and I I'm it. not a dealer, but I'm not a dealer. So let's get that back straight. I'm not a car dealer. Yeah. No car dealer here. Not a car dealer, but yeah. do sell a few cars. Right. Yeah. Just seven. I think eight's the six, limit. Six. 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 Yeah. Uh, I couldn't remember. I, I knew it was close. <laughs> yeah, right. I knew it was close. I just couldn't remember how many. Uh, not getting in trouble with the DMV. Hopefully. No, that's right. No. I don't sell cars. I, it's too big. No title I, cash sales. Right. I don't. Yeah. It's too big of a risk for Roger. Right, I, right. I, I, I swim in the bottom, man. I, I get all the free money on the bottom. Cheap things. You can flip cheap things easy. <laughs> cheap things, something cheap you know things. a lot about. Yes. Um, I'm hanging out with you. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, what's, uh, what's, your, what's your expectations for 2019? I mean, after winning that race, man, I mean, you got to be going into 2019 really expecting We're excited, man. I feel like we definitely got everything going the right direction on the car. Um, we're, gonna, we're probably going to try to go test again tomorrow. We went last Tuesday and got a couple of issues with some stuff, but – you know, we haven't been to the track in three or four months, so try to get all the bugs worked out because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking practice may get rained out Friday. It's a mm-hmm. good possibility. Looks like. So we're gonna try to go back tomorrow. We wanted to make sure we wanted to wait. It was good and cold, so it's been the 40s tomorrow. So <laughs> we're gonna try to go back tomorrow and make a few laps, put some sticker tires on it, and uh, I feel pretty good about it. You know, I got some times from some guys within our Saturday practice, and I feel like we're, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty close. Uh, we'll see. I mean, expectation-wise. I think if you can go to the car store and run the top five every week, you got a shot at championship. That's how I feel about it. And I think Bobby proved that this year. I mean, he was a solid top five car all year. Right. He didn't yep. have to win every race. Right. I mean, that's what. It, and, and look, that's a tall order finishing the yeah. top five in the car store every week. Well, you you mentioned earlier that you know nobody's going to go dominate the car store. I don't think so. I think last year proved that nobody was going to dominate. No. I mean, no. with Lee Pullion being there and yeah. Bobby McCarty. I do. You know, being I think there. Josh Berry breakout. Well, like I said, I'm serious because I said he's something. My, probably he's be my like dark that. horse of the yeah. thing. I think he is. Can he be a dark horse? Yeah, because he's. I think he's going to win <laughs> a bunch of them. I, I mean, I really do. I think he'll win a bunch. You've of them. You've been flipping too much stuff over. Yeah, there. no, <laughs> I think yeah. over the last couple you didn't of years. Your wig. He's, oh, he, he's slowly creep. No, oh, yeah, creep gaining yeah. knowledge every time. He's not even in one of my cars. I'm telling you, I think just from watching and talking, I think he's going to be the sleeper of the whole gig, and it makes me annoyed. I wouldn't call him a sleeper, Roger. <laughs> yeah, no, I just don't think you <laughs> yeah, can call him that. I do because he, yes, he won, but he didn't dom. He, beside Hickory in the Cars Tour, he didn't kick everybody's. You, you realize in the Cars Tour, he has the most all-time wins, right? By like well, nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I mean, yeah. 
I don't think that'd be a sleeper. <laughs> I don't. I, I, he could win every race, and we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I think that's what he's going to do. I just, I really Shooting think your whole he's thing gonna, down here, Roger. No, yeah. I, I really think that's <laughs> what he's going to do. Flames. I think he's going to. I think he'll. I, I think he's just. I think at that, that point. I think that Red Bull got to you, man. No, I, I believe. I believe he's at that. That their whole program, right, is at that point where he's worked and worked and worked and worked and worked, and they've. And I think it's going to show right here, or he's going to no, run out of yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think you're going. I think he has some sense of urgency. I think you're going to see some stuff happen that you didn't see happen right. before. No, I agree. Is, it, is your car look the same this year? The the car we're going to start the year with will be the blue and gold, like the, the Pearson car was from the throwback. But I know on the way down here we clicked it on. Carly was trying. My wife was trying to listen because he has the most badass cars. I love his cars. Thanks, thanks to GXX Wraps yeah. and yeah, Graphic Solution. Guy. That's right. Yeah. Last three years, this guy's learning right here. He's yeah. on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> but but you know, I, we were listening on the way down, and I thought they said you weren't here yet. I don't. Did he get here late? Oh yeah, he's, okay. he's yeah. late. Well. Because because he harped on me, and I'm not going to announce it yet. But but but, <laughs> oh, wow. but but look, but look, the throwback race at Hickory. He's going to be a happy man. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, hell yeah. You're putting his yeah. face on the car? No. no Corey LaJoy style. Don't say it, Corey. You know what it is. No. Yeah. yeah, I won't say. Yeah. yeah. He knows There's all it. sorts of hints I could say, but I won't say. That's that. right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's, that's right. going to be badass. Bad, most badass one ever. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be legit, too, man. He, he knows what it is. Like, like say, pit uniform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hat, hat and everything, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm still working on Steve, though, man, to wear the. Uh, the coat and hat and all that, man. You know, break and break out the contract. Breaking man. news, we got nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing. Breaking news, we got That's nobody. Exactly knows what anything. we got. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Him in, and Corey uh, over having conversation by themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's inside between me and Corey, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Corey give me a hard time after. Corey the, is excited though. He so. is excited. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It's 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 going to be an honor to do it. So anyway. Cool. Look, I, I look, always look forward to that. Yeah, I, I forgot a couple more sponsors, man. If I can plug them in, uh, I got a Main Street Oasis. Smokey Dave's is is my he's he's my gas guy. We got a Main Street Oasis out of Oxford, North Carolina, that helps us out too. It's another restaurant that I go and eat on every Monday night. This the guy's super cool to me. And uh, you must have missed that one tonight. We missed it. Yeah, I'm bummed out, but it's all good. <laughs> but uh, no, we've got a, a a good friend of mine that runs another garage, uh, Junior Reagan Jr. Shop, quality welding service, um, a Kyle painter with Steve Oxford Productions, which is part of the Bologna Burger Podcast, and uh, EDH Glazing Contractors, which is uh, Nate Hargis, a guy that's been with me since I started racing. He's like part owner and so on. So he's just he's just one of those guys that's been with me forever. And uh, you know, it's just there's there's a lot of people to help. But you know how it is. Some people they don't they don't they want to help behind the scenes, right? But yeah. but I also got an awesome crew, man. Justin, my brother-in-law, is my spotter. Uh, Steve, like I said, he comes and helps. Rob, his the guy that work this partners with him in his business, he come and helps. Jack Long, um, like I say, Nate Hargis, uh, my wife Carly. Uh, who am I? She missing? was waiting for that who, one. Who, who am I missing? <laughs> oh yeah, and Kyle Kyle Painter and Smokey Dave also. So. Uh, it's you know it's it's looking like an awesome year. Smokey Dave also comes to the track. I don't know if Corey's got to eat, but uh-uh. all the officials you have to come by because yeah. he comes and like puts a whole spread out at the track, man. Like it's it's awesome, man. All the cars officials come and eat with us. Mm-hmm. I, I still don't get any. How kind. I don't. How do I, I, I miss this? Yeah, because right. you get there like two minutes before the race starts. No, not a car for race. I don't. Yeah, no, 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 he's usually there early, man. But like most early. Of, yeah, he's usually yeah. there pretty early. Come man. on, man. Don't yeah. don't be. Don't I'm be trying to help I'm you. I don't come to practice anymore. Okay. Yeah, he, he's we're talking about good. practice. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. No, no. Dave always does it on race day, like right between. Usually it's between qualifying and the race. So you know, it's 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 man. He brings like I say, it's South Boston. He brought a spread and like. 
Alda Nelson's. I mean, like it was so many. But Nelson cooks too. Nelson's Alda. Yeah. They yeah, cook. Troy cooks. Yeah, Troy cooks. Yeah. yeah, Troy cooks. But like everybody was coming over there, man. It was. I, right. I think Deke and his crew ate, man. <laughs> you feeding the whole well, 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 Racetracks ain't making no money well, no more. Well, Dave don't want to take the food home, you know. I right. mean, this guy's got this guy sitting there with ribs and barbecue yeah. and like you know you don't see that at a racetrack. Yeah, no. My man, right, my man not. right here said he's coming. I, I, he's coming. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait for Wednesday. I'll just go ahead and take Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, my man said, "Get in my belly." That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, heard, I heard, I heard that promo, pr- promo at the beginning, man. Right, right. Yeah, where'd that come from anyway? Did that come from a ludicrous song? No, no, Austin that was Powers. from uh, yeah, Austin Powers. Austin that's Powers. It. That's yeah, it. but I'm telling you, it's also in a ludicrous rap song. The fact that you know a ludicrous <laughs> yeah. rap song, yeah, <laughs> your stock. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if your stock went up or down just now. I'm not well, sure. The only, but look, the only reason I know it is, but, look, look, I'll give you the answer. The only reason I know it is because. As you know, CMT, GAC, none of these pe- people play music anymore. No, right? Uh-uh. MTV Classic does. Oh, do they? Yeah, and so, like, if I'm in the shop working, man, you know, I cut MTV Classic. Yeah, I, I didn't work even all know day. there was an MTV Classic. Yeah, I'm telling you, check it out. It's music Not all like day. Like putting a car on a jig, listen to. Yeah. But look, man, it's like all mostly 90s, 2000 stuff. And, like, you know, I dig that yeah. old, old stuff. I like, man. Yeah, I'm old like you, too. So that's yeah. right, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Telling my age, man. It's the old hour over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike Bushy said uh, for you not to stay out too late tonight, he's going to be waiting on you in the morning. I know it, yeah. Yeah, I know it. He was texting me some pi- He was messaging me pictures of spindles on the way up here. So. <laughs> Bush, Bush is a cl- he's a he's a class act, man. Yeah, I, I wish I wish they could get him to work. David, you know, does an awesome, David does an awesome job with the chorus tour on the, the tech side of it. And, you know, I wish Bushy would help him because they would have a killer team between him and Bushy, man. Yeah. Bushy done an awesome job too. Bushy's got like two million things going on. Man, he yeah. he's he's man, he's a one man show. He's tech man over a snowmobile series somewhere. I'm That's sure. right. That's yeah. right. He, he, he takes cars all week long. That's right. In his sleep, everything right. else. So, um, <clears throat> anyway, so I think uh, somebody give away your uh, your uh, uh, throwback on here. But uh, anyways, I won't mention it. So, in case people missed that. There you go. Um, let's see. Let's see what other <laughs> questions I got for you. Beyond, look, at, uh, look at the chat. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, beyond the Cars Tour, um, you know, what? got any other plans to run anything else? You know, we're, we're going to take it race by race with the Cars Tour. If everything goes good, we may we may try to wind up running the, uh, maybe the South Boston. I, I, I kind of want to run the 4th of July race at South Boston, being as we won the Cars race. I feel like we could run good there. So, that may be one we try to race. And then... You know, uh, maybe more and so I don't know. We'll just see how the year goes. How excited are you about this 30,000 to win race? I'm pumped, I'm pumped, man. Yeah, I figured I'm you pumped. would be. The only thing I'm not pumped about, they're doing some renovations on the track and can't nobody can test right now. Yeah. So they had some places, you know, in the track that were that were really bad. So Terry's going in there and, and uh, you know, patching them up. And the rumor mill has been running rampant about all that. I'm sure, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you've heard more of it than I have. But uh, I have not been over there to see it. I know I talked to Terry. What's some of the rumors? I ain't even going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? This hey, you're going to bring it up, and right. then you don't say it. You mean uh, like, that's a conversation between me and Craig, and it doesn't involve you. Well, well, so. well, well, the bad thing for everybody. We just would like to hear what the rumors are. Yeah. Well, weather, weather's the main problem. Right. You know, right. And, and nobody has control over that. Uh, so I you're mean, seeing the rain? I think the rain has, has, yeah, because, I mean, you know. he Rain's has, killer on that track anyways. It is, and he's got some places that he needs to fix in there, and I think, you know, it's probably oh. been it's probably been bleeding. and uh, uh, seeping, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're yeah. working feverishly on it, so yeah. I feel like. Feverishly. That, yes, yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah, I think I, I think that I think that everything will be fine. Like I said, I'm just kind of bummed out we can't go test, man. So, But 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 I've been told I don't need a test, so whatever, I won't wow. test. Wow. Well, there you the, go. The racing yeah. might be better. We were trying to get Jack to do that. <laughs> oh, well, I got to ask, who told you that? 
I'm not gonna say. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to. No, I'm not gonna say. So they said they said you can drive that place in your sleep. You don't need any testing. That's I mean, awesome. they do have a point. Yeah, I mean, you, look, yeah, look, you, you, you've rent a lap or two. I love, I love that place, man. And you know, I grew up watching Maurice Hill, Barry Begley, Wayne Patrick. Look, I went over there. That place closed down, you know, in late '70s, early '80s, and opened back up in like '82 or three. My uncle, which he's passed away now, but my uncle took us over there when it closed down. It had like weeds in it, like three foot tall, and we rode yard carts around there, man. And you know, I was probably like, I don't know, man, probably four years old, five years old, and. You know how it is. It that went, was it. Everything went to shit after that. Yeah, man. that was like, it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Like, my wife, everybody's like, you think your son's going to raise? I'm like, I hope not, man. Right. That's <laughs> what I said. Like, no, yeah. no, don't do I that. Not. But, you, but, you, but, but look, I say that, and I've already got him one of those short kid carts, you know, like the ones where they run a the little comer motor on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A guy, I got a go-kart track in my backyard, which is kind of it's kind of redneck. But and how old did you say he was? You better hurry and win a bunch more races because you got about two, <laughs> yeah. three more years Yeah, left. I know. I know. Hey, he's six months. <laughs> but, I, think, but, I think you're a little early. But what yeah, happened? Three well, and a half years, well, we could put him in a quarter. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> what, what happened was, man, I, I got we got I got like six or seven racing go-karts. We were riding on a dirt track yep. behind my house, and uh, <laughs> I – uh. A guy wanted a full-size cart, and he had a small one, so I wound up doing some bartering. Trading. Bartering. Yeah. Yes. Bartering. I did some bartering. <laughs> hey, hey, look, Roger, and then you'd be proud of me. Then I took the Comer motor, put it on Craigslist, yeah. and sold it. Yeah, double <laughs> flip. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, my, son, my son will be getting a Predator engine. Right, won't yeah. be ready for it at that point anyway. <laughs> he will not be running Some no Comer. Back. That's right. Exactly, bro. Winning. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. At where you're at in your career, what's what's your ultimate goals right now? Man, we 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 just want to we want to run good in the cars tour, man. Look, I would love to say I want to win the championship, but that's a really tall order. A top five in cars would be a win for us, man, in the championship. A top five. If we can run consistent top five, top ten all year, I I you know I think that's a realistic goal here. Well, I mean, I think stepping up with the Harringtons, you know, yeah. obviously yeah. showing yeah. you that it'll put yeah. you yeah. in that's that right. mix. That's so. right. And like I said, I got a brand new A and E car that. Uh, I've got it powder coated. I've got the. I've got. That might hurt you a little, but other than that. Yeah, but I've got. I've got everything to put it together, man. It's just. It's just having time to finish it. So. Right. Right. Uh, I got. I got a thrash on it though, because like I said, I got somebody interested, in maybe doing a rental deal for three or four races, and so that would help offset the cost of paying for the new car. Sure. So, anyway. Gotcha. You guys got anything else for him before we cut him loose? I'm good. I I'm think good. I think that was a no from Corey when he shook his head there. I think I'm Corey's good. happy. He's just happy about the throwback. Oh man. yeah, he's yeah. happy. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know what to ask because I don't know what yeah. can get answered and what yeah. can't. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, you got a secret you, hand signal. You've been smacked. You've been smacked on the hand. Right. right? Yeah. You got to have your own. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because that's what the people at home want to know. No idea. Right. No idea. I was also asked was I going to come by Wednesday. I was also asked was I going to come by Wednesday, and 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 I told him I was going to try. Man, it depends on how we test more. So, gotcha. You know. So if you're fast, you're coming by. I'll come by. Yeah. Bologna cast. Slow, you're not. For the yeah. bologna cast. Bologna yeah. burger podcast. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah. Are you coming? Can't make it? What a bum. No. You coming? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. You know she's coming. She'll be there. <laughs> right. She's yeah. the good brains deal. of the operation. Good deal. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, good deal. Good deal. Yeah. Right. Y'all yeah. really enjoy it, man. I'm glad y'all are doing it. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad Stephen asked us to, you know, come over and uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to being on there and uh, talking racing. I mean, God knows I can talk. Yeah. Doc, we were sitting here earlier and nobody was here but uh, me and Doc and Kim. And yeah. he said, so is it just us tonight? I said, I can talk for probably the next six hours without asking y'all anything. Well, or, I, well, you know. I, I, but look, we got in three traffic jams on the way down here between Greensboro and the other side of Winston. Yeah. So, yeah. I drove from Greensboro you know to here in an hour and four minutes. Yeah. 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 You know yeah. the deal. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was, man. Yeah. What, what do you got going on over here? I'm just watching you guys. Oh, you don't want to join in? 
Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> nobody was here. Yeah, nobody was here earlier, for sure. Right. That's it. It's a nice place you got here to Roger, man. I'm impressed, that. man. Yeah, I, 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 I this never, your first time here. I'd never been here before, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nice, man. It sure is. Yeah, I appreciate yep. it. We do our best with what we got. All right, man. Well, good luck uh, this weekend. Thank you for having me on, National. man. I really yes. appreciate it. Yeah, it was a pleasure, man. Sure Absolutely. Was. We're Thank glad you. to have you on. All right. Yep. All right. Uh, we're going to get uh, Brandon Pierce uh, to jump up and uh, come over here and uh, be our next guest. Uh, he'll join us here in just a second. Um, <clears throat> got, uh, got a lot of things going on for the car. Thank you. Uh, we are, uh, you know, getting ready for this weekend. Big race. Uh, going to be uh, going to be a good one. Um, <clears throat> Greg Moore should be uh, one of the guys in the mix for sure. Uh, we'll see you next weekend. Roger, what uh, what uh, what do you think, man? We're a uh, couple of three guests in now. Uh, had some interesting conversation, man. Does it make you actually want to go to the racetrack? Uh, yeah, I wish I could afford to, man. Yeah, we got, <laughs> Good afford right, to. Right, it's hard. I didn't. Right. The car store didn't like walk up and give me passes like they just I did you. I'm calling you out on that. I don't, by the way, I don't know That's what you're terrible. talking about. Yeah, I do. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> um, about. <clears throat> no, I'm. I'm the, I'm I'm glad to see the things that are happening again. Uh, I'm glad to see the car store, you know, coming out and promoting their stuff. I think they're good as as, as usual. You know, Jack himself come was a big thing right. to me. Um, that you know that means a lot to me. He didn't, you know, he didn't send somebody else or didn't send his PR guy. Well, he's or deeply involved. No, I, and I I know that. I just mean yeah. I want other people to understand that this is a yeah. man that has a lot of things going on and has things to do and and. You know, I, I think people do understand, but I want the ones that don't to know that, I mean, the guy's not making a fortune, but he's busting right. his high The guy league. works his butt right. off. On, on right. race day, he's not sitting in a press box entertaining people. He's right. in the pit, he's at the, at the beginning yeah. of pit road yep. with right. a sign. I'm sitting there talking to him, right. taking pictures, you know? I, I, and and I, I think that's a big thing, you know? I mean, I, I, I really think people need to be more aware of that. I, I think that that makes his relationship. I, plus, I think the Touring 12 deal is is such a good thing. What better way to come back and – Tell your customer base, hey, I stand behind you guys. You guys are my guys. I'm going to right. give you an extra $5,000 off coming to race with me or back as a credit. Yeah. I mean, right. what yeah. better way to establish the fact that you believe in the product that, that your racers are going to put on than, than with, a, with a give back like that? And it being kind of a selectionary process, right? So the interesting part is they get to kind of mold their brand and see right. who represents them the best, which I think is a win. Well, with all the T-shirts that uh, Charlie Watson sold, I'm sure they're disappointed he's there, not coming back. There you go. Got another member of uh, the Touring 12 that we'll bring on here now, uh, Brandon Pierce, who uh, will be the, the newest driver for uh, Lee Pulliam uh, performance this year. Uh, Lee not running the uh, full tour, uh, taking a step back, going to be on the pit box for uh, Brandon. Brandon, appreciate you coming to the show tonight, man. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, uh, definitely wanted to get you on. I mean, obviously, you know, last year you were uh, in the mix pretty much, you know, every race. Uh, got you a win at South Boston in a non, you know, uh, car store event and a NASCAR sanctioned event. Uh, and then come so close at Orange County to uh, being able to get your first car store win. Uh, finishing second behind uh, Deke McCaskill, uh, which, I mean, at Orange County or Southern National or anywhere, finishing second to Deke's almost like a win. Yeah, absolutely. Uh you know, and then uh, there at the end of the year, uh, you know, was kind of smiling about listening to Craig talk. You know, me, him, Deke, and Lee, um, you know, we all put on a, a heck of a show there at South Boston. I'd say the last 25, 30 laps of that race, um, you know, I know there's some, some footage and even some photos of us all going in two by two, you know, five, six laps in a row, and, you know, nobody hit. You know, it's great racing. And uh, somebody like Deke, you know, uh, kind of like Craig said, you know, where Deke could have 
you know, drove it in on him a little bit. Um, I could have done the same that night at Orange right. County, but, um, you know, he's such a stand-up guy. I, I wasn't going to win my first one that way. Right. Um, you know, not going to not gonna win any of them that way. Uh, I race everybody how you race me. So if, if, if you got by me clean, then, you know, I'm going to return the favor. Um, if it's on the other foot, then, you know, and I need to nudge you, then I'll do that as well. But I, I try to race everybody and, and hold myself honest to how they race me. So, uh, you know, the night against Phillip, um, he had used me up a little bit to get by me early on, uh, going hard as he always does, the king. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, when I got back to him, uh, you know, I, I gave him a little nudge there to get by him. But, um, you know, he was the fir- one of the first people to the car to congratulate me on that one. So right. no cooler thing for, for me uh, growing up watching him race than, than for him to be in the car to tell me I did a heck of a job that night. Well, one of the great things about Philip, and I've heard this from, like, every racer, they said, you know, he will knock the crap out of you, but if you knock the crap out of him, he ain't going to say a word about it. He's just, okay, that's racing. We're good. You know what I mean? And that's one great thing about uh, racing against him because, I mean, you know, and obviously being able to beat a guy like that, man, I mean, that is, that's tall stuff right there, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was uh, was very special to me, and it was kind of like I had um, finally taken care of what I felt like was some unfinished business, of course, before joining the tour for the full time last year yeah. I'd ran at South Austin, you know, full time and had come close a couple of times to getting a win there and just couldn't ever really, you know, put all the pieces to the puzzle. And so, um, to finally get it done that night, it was, it was very special. Almost won the first race that night. I actually finished second to Peyton and, and had a good shot to win that one. Uh, so, um, you know, but very, very cool to, uh, to win it there. Uh, and, and to beat the King was, was really special as well. Yeah, absolutely. And before we move on to 2019, last year you were with Nelson Motorsports, uh, you know, obviously one of the top teams, if not the top team, you know, in late model stock car racing over the last, you know, year and a half, two years, three years maybe. Um, you know, tell us about what it was like to, uh, you know, work with Timothy Peters and David Triplett and Marcus Richmond and, you know, being alongside, uh, you know, Bobby McCarty. Yeah, I have, I have nothing but, um, you know, a lot of love and gratitude to, to everybody involved with that organization. Uh uh, you know, I, I'm nowhere near naive um, enough to even try to shy away from it. I'm only where I'm at now because of everything that those people have done for me, along with everybody uh, on my side of things supporting me to, to be able to race. So all the success that I've had up to this point, uh, you know, 110% goes to everybody over there. Um, they were great people to work with. Um, obviously, uh, Timothy uh, Peters and, and David Triplett being former drivers themselves, right. um, you know, having that knowledge there and, and having them in my corner, you know, um, especially somewhere like Orange County. Um, you know, when I had such success the first race there this year, uh, that was all to, you know, a lot of triplet. He worked with me a lot leading into that race. So, uh, you know, it it was um, really cool to, to work with Marcus as well. Um, he's got so much love for, for the sport, uh, for racing in general. The, the guy's a winner. I think anybody that's been around him knows that. He loves him nothing more than to win, uh, and he hates to lose. Um, the guy's a very fierce competitor and, and uh, you know, really, really good at his craft. And so um, it was really cool. Actually, that night uh, at Orange County, he was in my ear. So, uh, you know, that was pretty cool for me. Um, and when we came really close, our first night getting to work with each other, going to victory lane. So, um, and then, of course, having Bobby to lean on over there as well, uh, he did a lot for me. Um, you know, Bobby's a heck of a wheelman himself, you know, doesn't need any, Absolutely. you know, explanation there. So, uh, he helped me a lot, you know, in, in my three years over there, um, as well. Um, you know, but I would say for sure, you know, being able to go, I could go to him as, you know, for sure. But, um, you know, I leaned on David Triplett and, and Timothy a lot, um, you know, because, and rightfully so, you know, Bobby was, was, you know, trying, he's, he's out there trying to win races as well. And, and he had a heck of a year last year. So, um, you know, was really happy to, to see the organization win. Uh, I know, 
you know all the hard work that that went in uh, throughout the organization on all the cars and uh you know a uh, very deserving group and um you know was really happy to see him win it yeah absolutely definitely a deserving group and you know you were right there with them you know all season you know run really good i mean you didn't get a win in the car store but uh you know you run right up front uh week in and week out and when you went to martinsville you know you were the standout above everybody else and that had to that had to be a really good feeling for you going into martinsville and having that kind of run yeah it really was um you know i had actually seen Corey that weekend and, and uh he was joking around sorry really. <laughs> I'm not going to say where we were. Yeah, he uh, he was joking around with me a little bit. He's like, man, this place kind of always been your Achilles heel. You know, you you got it going on this weekend. And we were fast right off the truck, you know, after all the rain and everything. We finally got to get on track. Um, I knew we had a really good piece under us that weekend. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of um, pretty much dominated our heat race and took care of my equipment and then just um, rode up front with, with Josh and Phillip and all those guys, are, you know, pretty much throughout the first – you know, 60, 70% mark of the race, and then stuff kind of, you know, started getting excited. So, um, you know, long story short, I told everybody, um, I think I told, you know, I know you guys and, and yeah. Corey, one more restart, you know, I felt like probably could have had a chance at the clock, but then on the other hand, too, one more restart, and my could stuff might not have up. been rolling. So, yep. uh, um, you know, I took the third place and was blessed, and, uh, you know, it's back to clock hunting another time. So, yeah. What, what do you think's been the thing? I mean, you, you're the breakout driver this year, most improved driver. Because, and I've told you, and I ain't scared to say it, when, I, when you first come on, I said, who's this kid? I said, well, hell, I don't think he's going to make it, man. Because <laughs> it wasn't the greatest in the world right there, you know? But you've learned your turnaround. What what what, what, what do you credit that to? Um, honestly, just, um, you know, for, for people who don't know, I, I came straight into three years ago into full body stock car straight out of dirt go karts. You know, no no pure stock, no limited, no nothing. You know, yeah. just just straight in. So, um, really, and I think it's it's easy for everybody to say, but being my hardest critic, um, going to guys, you know, your your Philip Morris, your Lee Pulliam, your David Triplett, your Timothy Peters, and asking for advice. The worst thing they're going to tell you is no. Yeah. Um, and so you know, leaning on those guys and and watching, and then you know, I really started um, you know accessing you know what i was doing wrong and and trying to see where i was getting beat and watching a lot of film and just doing a lot of studying and, and doing stuff away from the racetrack um and trying to get better and and you know going back and seeing you know how the track was that time or, or looking at notes and just doing anything and everything i could to to try to get better um you know last year as you know you guys have stated i, I think it was a, a a very big turnaround um you know i think for myself um after coming off of the the last full-time year at Sobo you know I had a lot of fire under me to want to go in and, and felt like I needed to prove myself some last year and uh I felt like I was able to do that um you know last year was a success it wasn't as successful as we wanted it to be um but you know just just trying to stay stay hungry you know um I think the little bit of success that I have had has, has, has fueled that fire in me even more to say, okay, well, challenge yourself the next step. You know, what's next? Yeah, of and, course. And, and keeping expectations reasonable but never really setting, like, you know, capping it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on to this year, 2019, uh, you're with Lee Pulliam Performance. You come in with the swag on already, yeah, you know, ready to go. Um, what's that been like so far? And I don't know if you guys have been to track to test yet or not, but uh, what's it been like working with Lee so far? It's, uh, I guess the easiest way to put it at first, you kind of had to pump the brakes, you know, and, and, and step back uh, and, and appreciate it. Um, it. Getting to work with a four-time national champion, you right. don't get to say that every day. No. Um, so that's been – 
it's been pretty, um, I'm trying to find the word for it, it rewarding uh, would be one way to put it, I think. But um, just the knowledge that, that Lee has has been, um, it's been unbelievable, really. You know, And, and I know that's probably kind of a contradictory thing to say, but he's just, uh, the guy's unbelievable at his craft. Um, he does a lot of stuff. Um, you know, that I'd never seen before. And uh, he's just, uh, he's a racer at heart. The guy, uh, he loves it, eats, sleeps, and breathes it, uh, you know, every day of the week into the night hours. And uh, it's been really cool getting to work with him and, and learning a lot. That's that's probably the biggest thing is I, I've learned a lot in a very short amount of time. Um, and, and I'm really excited to see, you know, where it goes. Now, have you guys been to the track to test yet? We have, we have. Yeah, how, how did the test go? Uh, it went pretty good. Um you know, we uh, we had went to Southern National before uh, a lot of cars got on the racetrack. We went kind of that before the last big spell of rain came in, yeah. before a lot of people started getting on it last week. So, put it this way, I ran the Thanksgiving Classic. It was a completely different racetrack. Um, had lost all the grip. That's very Very slick. Um, and then also, too, um, to save a little bit of money, we, we bought tires from the racetrack that have been sitting since the Thanksgiving Classic, so we were dealing with a little bit there, but, you right. know, trying to save all we can, you know, they just really wanted to get on the racetrack and, and, and work together and, and get that out of the way and, and um, you know, be able to get the kinks and stuff worked out. Gotcha. Um, what's, uh, what's your expectations? I mean, obviously, you know, you move from, you know, Nelson to Lee Pulliam, you know, obviously you got to be making that move in order to, you know, want to go, you know, get better, you know, compete for the championship. So what's the expectation? Well, that's why I was going to add to that. A lot of people's asked me, I mean, you don't have to answer to whatever. Why did this move happen? Because yeah, everybody was like, well, you're about a great team there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, again, uh, have all the respect in the world for everybody at Nelson Motorsports and everybody associated with that organization. I'm very appreciative for the three uh, good years that they gave me. But for me, uh, when the opportunity presented itself to go and join Lee, um, for me and where I want to take my career and where I feel like I want to be at with my career, it was an opportunity that was, you know, too good to pass up. And uh, I think for anybody that understands racing would be able to understand that and look at it just from a logistical standpoint. Um, you know, being the primary focus over there and being able to have him on top of the box, basically, you know, driver, coach, crew chief, mentor, you know, uh, it's a complete package. So, um, you know, and I hit that whole camp along with mine, feel like, you know, we can accomplish a lot of great things together this year. And so um, that, that was the reason for the move. You know, it was just way too good of an opportunity to pass up when it presented itself because I don't think opportunities like that present themselves every day. Fair enough. So what are what are the things that you uh, anticipate accomplishing this season? First and foremost, for twenty you know for twenty nineteen, it's it's Brandon Pierce as a driver again as we kind of you know getting better. Um, you know I want to want to you know up last year and, right. and you know continue to progress. Um, you know we strongly as as a lead point performance as an organization you know feel like that we can contend uh, for the championship and and that's what we have all the hopes and ambitions of being able to do. Um, you know and really and truly for me it's just trying to trying to build that momentum you know and run top five every week you know I think when you can do that you know the wins are going to come and and you know winning takes care of everything so the points will take care of themselves with the wins and just you know got to finish races can't you know can't have too many bad finishes um those were kind of my Achilles heel a few of those last year you know I would have finished higher up in the points than what I did if it wasn't for um I fell out at ace and then um Hickory's just been my Achilles heel so um, last year was the first time I got to go there, so that's definitely somewhere I've circled on on the calendar this year for me as a driver to be better um, and try to you know not give up so much 
as far as from a point standpoint at those at, at that racetrack. Tell me uh, something I think a lot of people are interested in is, you know, what what role do you play on a weekly basis? I, I, I see, I can hear in your cadence from your interviews that you're a Lee Pulliam performance guy. I think you guys have a lot of the same mannerism, a lot of the same outlook on the way things go. How much of a, of a role does that play for you being around the shop, being around him, being around how often does that happen? What What is your role as a driver for Lee Pulliam's deal? What, what, what are you expected to do? Yeah, so, um, you know, one of the, the things when the deal first got come about was um, me uh, sitting down with Lee and um, us coming to an agreement that um, we were going to work very closely together and that he was also going to teach me how to work on the race cars. Um, for people that don't know, I work a full-time job during the week. Um, I work for a granite company in, in Kernersville, North Carolina, that's also um, very supportive of me with my racing, a Monzi Marble Granite and Tile. Um, and so it takes up a lot of my time. Um, however, I carve out, or not carve out, but I'm granted uh, from my employer a day a week to go up, uh, being that he supports my racing, to, to go up to the shop that's and awesome. spend a day. That is awesome. Um, and and uh, so far uh, with my short tenure at Lee, uh, a lot of that has been more than one day a week. So it's been you know at nights or going up on the weekend, right. um, trying to do as much as I can to fully take 110% advantage of the opportunity I'm being presented to make the most of it. So um, when I'm up there, you know, I'm, I'm not only working on my cars, um, you know, I'm, I'm working on the other customers' cars that are running at Lee's shop this year and just learning in any any way that I can. If it's not on mine, there's still something I can learn, you know, working on another car or putting in a rear end or whatever. You know, it's it's not all about me. I'm, I'm also about um, the organization and, and just wanting to get better all around. You know, you just ruined, like, most people's perception of you. Because I've heard this no, it was multiple great. times. Right, He's it was just perfect. some old rich kid. Yep. He's running that car. And, you That's know, he'll I be want. gone in a few years. And here you are. You're talking about your full-time job. And, I mean, that's uh, – you just – you probably just made a lot of fans. Oh, that's right. You know, and, and another thing, too, you know, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, you know, when I tear these cars up, I pay to fix them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in the past, being that it was with – because I'm, I'm not afraid to say it, I – I'm learning how to fix them, so mm-hmm. I haven't necessarily been able to fix them. Right. But, you know, physically fix them. But when I wreck them, I got to pay to fix them outright. Whatever that bill is, I pay to fix it. So, you know, it hurts. You know, the, these cars are expensive. On, and <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and so, um, you know, I, I have a lot of emotion, and, I, and I've tried to, um, to get better with that. But when it's five to go and somebody doors you for 10th and, you, <laughs> you know, you fence it, it, it costs money, you know, yeah. and it's very frustrating because you know what that just did to the wallet for the next week or for whatever, you know, your budget is for that year. So, um, you know, that's the thing, you know, I know some people probably think I'm, I'm sitting at home, you know, or, or on iRacing all week long. Right. That's cool probably. and all. But, uh, <laughs> right. but no, you know, I've, I've got a full-time job and, uh, you know, part of my agreement with that is that still even that day, I make up that eight, ten-hour work day throughout staying at night or coming in early or whatever to make up for that day that I'm going to I be no at the shop. That. that guy has the coolest commercials, too. Yeah, we, we, yes, he does. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen one, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, Corey lives in K-Vegas, too, so. <laughs> Is he there ever having that, you know, personal conversation? They do it all the no, time. No, include anybody else. Right. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> chiming in on the uh, chat board here, uh, Matt Cheatham wants to know if you plan on running the Triple Crown races. 
I will. Um, so we're going to run the 11 car store races, um, and I'm, I'm scheduled to run definitely 15 races this year with the option to run more. I'm going to, uh, as I said, run the 11 car store. I'm going to run the Triple Crown, and then um, we're going to run a race somewhere else. We haven't fully decided yet where, but uh, you know, maybe a local Sobo show, Motor Mile, we haven't decided yet. But um, I will run for the Triple Crown and, and the car store championship. Gotcha. Um <clears throat> This season, you know, what do you think, uh, you know, going on the car store, you was talking, you know, Craig Moore talking about, you know, nobody's going to dominate. So obviously you don't expect to dominate. I, I don't think any driver expects to go on that tour and dominate. What do you what do you think is a legitimate, uh, you know, expectation for you going into this season? You know, your second full time season on the car store. You run exceptionally good last year. You know, you're moving over with a guy who run exceptionally good last year. So, you know, what what it, what is a, you know, realistic expectation for you? Uh, you know, like I said, uh, I would be lying to all of you if, if I said any different. You know, the the biggest thing, too, and, and one of the big importance of the move uh, is is the Cars Tour Championship. Right. Um, I, I don't think that that's um, out of reach to say. To some it may seem. Yeah. But, you know, all of us, you go to the racetrack to win. Um, you know, you, you don't go to run second. You know, you, you go to win. So, um, you know, definitely a top five uh, in points. Uh, and like I said, just trying to, to, to be competitive every single week and, and, and get those top fives, top threes, and, and wins. Um, you know, to Roger's point, I, I don't necessarily think I would say that, uh, that, that Josh is a dark horse. Uh, yeah. As far as with it, but he's going to win ten races. One thing that I was going <laughs> to okay. say, you know, Deke, Deke, I think obviously will be very tough uh, everywhere, but especially this weekend, Orange County, um, and and Josh, you know, I think everybody saw the momentum that they really kicked up towards the end of the year. Yeah. If if they come in with that this year, which I think everybody has every ambition that they will, right. they'll be very tough to handle too. And and I I think it's easily ten, twelve, maybe more guys depending on who shows up that weekend that can win at every Cars Tour event yeah. this year. I think yeah. Justin Carroll is going to be really good this year. Yeah. Yeah, that's another name to add into the mix for sure. Um, <clears throat> what, as far as tracks goes, what's uh, what's your uh, you know the track that you're most looking forward to going and racing at, and you know what are your favorite you know two or three tracks? I would say for me, uh, it was one that um, I kind of wasn't super thrilled about going to uh, last year. Uh, just because I had never ran there and then actually ended up running really well. Had some bad luck, unfortunately, but but Langley Speedway was not something I was really all that looking forward to um, and had a very good car that day. Uh, unfortunately, you know, had a mishap with a teammate, and it took us both out of contention. But um, for anybody that was able to actually see that race, you know, I was two laps down and couldn't ever get a lap back, but I actually drove up through the field three different times that day so we had a very competitive car so really it was excited to see that the cars tour was going there this year um i would say as far as my favorite racetracks um i would have to say it would be you know south boston which is probably not a surprise but uh, i yeah. really enjoy orange county um you know i've only been twice but really enjoy it and of course some of it would would be as as well as i i have ran there but i just i like that it's a momentum racetrack i've kind of always felt like i'm a momentum driver um you know i try to go for consistency and so i've kind of always felt like that orange county kind of fit my mold as a driver for how you have to drive that place to be you know competitive and to be able to run up front so um you know, and, and also, you know, kind of going back on it, I think how I ran at Langley and dealing with the adversity there made me better going to Martinsville this year. You know, they're both flat tracks. They're different, but they're both flat tracks, and I think uh, it helped me come time uh, for Martinsville last year. Oh, I'm sure it did, no doubt. Uh, Slim Wilson chiming in, wanted to know what the Triple Crown is. It's uh, three races, uh, South Boston, Langley, and uh, Martinsville, and I believe it's, what, 
ten thousand dollars, I believe, yeah, they pay for the grand. championship for mm-hmm. that. Uh, so it's just a three race deal to uh, incentivize guys to run more. You good? Okay. I thought you wanted to say something over here, Roger. No, I'm good. All I got right. Else to say. Um, well, another uh, another got a question on here for Corey. Okay. Oh, wow. uh, Todd or Penny Ellington, I want to know: Do you have a job? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking the question on here, man. Who is that's a fake made up name? Who is that? I, I don't know. It's probably Troy McCarty or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. What do you yeah. Every day, yeah. What do you see that's gonna be the key in your opinion to to consistent success with Lee? You know, Lee's been super dominant as a driver, but and, and he's had good rental car stuff. I'm I'm not gonna talk badly about it because that's not what I'm meaning to do but I think many people I have thought that would get in his car that would run better than they did Um, I thought guys like and and I'm not talking anything away from anybody but what do you think is different this time with the relationship that you have with him do you think that that that's that's the connection that makes you tick you you know what I mean we can't anybody's foolish if they believe that they're saying he doesn't know what he's doing and he doesn't know how to set up a car well that's not just not true right so what what makes the difference this year where you guys go off and crank off 10 15 you know what I mean national championship whatever whatever you know cars tour championship whatever what what makes the difference so I I think for me personally it kind of goes back to to being involved I think wanting to be involved, being up at the shop, not just the first time the guy see me that week is being at the racetrack, sure. you know, or whatever. Um, you know, wanting to be involved, seeing what's going on with the cars, seeing what we're doing, what we're changing, being able to to build that chemistry and 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 bond together, um, and just and keep you know keep the momentum going. You know, um, I I can personally say that that I know, um, and and I don't think he would have an issue with me saying it. Um, You've got to have that that want to be involved. Uh, Lee had told me that uh, prior to me coming up there, except for one or two other drivers, it was the first time a driver had come to the shop. Wow. That a lot of I times. I, I bet you that's true, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I would take that 100% true. Yeah. And and so for, for me, that I was shocked. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, I, I was yeah. like, this is a joke. And he's like, no, I'm dead serious. A lot of times I see my drivers the first time is at the racetrack. And and <laughs> he wasn't saying that necessarily in a bad way. He was just like, I appreciate that you're wanting to yeah. be involved and you're wanting to be up here. Yeah. Um, for me, just with the money that this stuff costs nowadays, I don't see how you couldn't want to be involved. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be able to just show up at the racetrack and be like, okay, you know, all right, what's – Oh, we had a bad night. What's next week? You know, I just, I, I just, I just can't do that. So you're talking about fixing cars. I'd, I'd, I'd like to know what the hell I'm fixing. Yeah, exactly. So you know, <laughs> I, for me, that that's what I think is going to help us click. And then also to, um, kind of going back to what Roger had mentioned earlier, I feel like we're 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 very similar um, with with our outlook on things. You know, I really try to take care of my equipment. Very rarely do you ever see Luke Pulliam tear up anything. Um, you know, and and I think a lot of that just has to do with his outlook on knowing you can't if you're and that is one thing that I will compliment um that I took away from you know my time in Nelson Motorsports was one thing that David Triplett and Timothy Peters taught me when they're up on jack stands you know and and you can work on them then you can make speed when they're on the plate or they're at the chest shop and they're getting fixed you're not making speed and and that was very true It it was something that I started you know I really took to heart especially last year um you know 
you can definitely see, I think, that you can build off of runs when, when that car's not going to your chassis builder that week or when it's not getting, you know, a, a whole back half put on it or whatever the case, or getting clipped, of course. Right. So, you know, I think for me it's just it's going to be staying involved, and I think uh, obviously, you know, we're trying to build chemistry in a very short turnaround, um, and I think we've, we've come a long way already, um, and we're excited to kick it off this weekend. Right. Uh Going into this weekend, Southern National, uh, you know, have you had uh, much success there in the past? Have you raced there? I can't remember you racing there. Um, so I did run there. Uh, I ran the Classic. Uh, mm-hmm. and, oh, that's right. And, but outside of that, um, you know, I, I didn't. Um, I, I had not raced there prior. The first time I had seen um, Southern National in person and, and been on the track was uh, leading up to the Classic. So, um I, I like it though. Um, I like the banking. I, I wish it was kind of a multi-groove uh, racetrack. Um, you know, obviously, I think uh, I was able to get experience with that at um, at the classic. You know, if you get up on the high side, it's not impossible to pass, but you don't normally see a lot of guys yeah. making passes on the high side. There, you kind of see them. Okay, right. where am I going to get a line here? You know, how many spots am I going to lose? So, um, excited to to get back down there. Um, you know, one thing, though, too, that I want to touch back on about what Roger was saying with the rental, um, you know, I think, too, I think Lee's program, not that it was ever bad, and I know that's not what you were saying. No, but, for sure not. Um, look at look at what Corey Heim's done. You oh, know, yeah, kid, kid's for been, sure. Kid's been on fire. You know, yeah. it really has been. And, uh, um, you know, I'll uh, I'll get to have him as a teammate for the Orange County race this year and, and, and looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, obviously he, he just come up short again at, at Myrtle Beach and, and had another good run going down there. And, uh you know, uh, I got knocked out early in the 400 last year, and so I did. You know, went and stood in the corner and watched the remaining 170 whatever laps it was. And I mean, the drive that he put on that second half was was unbelievable. So, and of course, I think a lot of that has to do with with how Lee was able to basically dominate. Well, not basically, did dominate Myrtle Beach yeah. um, for his last national championship. So, um, you know, Lee's cars are are really really strong right now. Not that they ever weren't, but really really strong right now. And um, you know, I'm I'm really honored and blessed and and privileged to be able to drive it and and looking forward to uh, to having fast cars all year long. What uh, what are your goals beyond this year? I mean, in racing, do you have any you know certain level you're trying to get to? Are you you know content being a late model stock guy, or what do you want? So, to do? I, and it probably doesn't come surprise. I get asked that a lot, and so for me. Um, again, racing is very expensive. That's that's not a secret to anybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're your local Saturday night racer. I don't care if you're running the tour, you know, whatever you're doing. Um, I'm very blessed uh, to have a lot of great uh, sponsors, which I'm definitely going to make sure, you know, I, I get plugged in there to, to be able to do what I'm able to do. Um, but for me, as far as, as moving up, I would be lying to you just like any other, you know, driver. If the opportunity present itself, I'd love to. Um, but, you know, it would have to be, of course, equal or a better opportunity, um, and where um, you know I'm not funding it just because it's it it, it just costs all of it costs right. you know so much nowadays. So for me, uh, you know, I guess to fully answer that question, I want to race as long as I possibly can, and so I am perfectly content if that's performing at a high level and racing at a high level in late model stocks and the cars tour, you know, in the weekly division, you know then then that's what i'm going to do um you know i think right now the cars tour is is the best thing going for late model stock racing um you know one thing that i wanted to make sure that i that i added to what roger and you were talking about you know right before i got on here about jack i've watched that man personally 
sit there and greet every single individual that walks across the racetrack every single week at every race. It matters uh, a lot. It, it really yeah. does. It, it makes you feel wanted. It makes you feel that you're appreciated to be there and that they want you there. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a good feeling to have. So um, I've really enjoyed and, of course, was, you know, picked to be a, a member of the Tour and 12 again this year. Um, that was very fun and, and helped out a lot last year um, with the incentive program, you know, discount on tires and stuff like that. You know, there are a lot of places we go to, you've got to use a lot of tires. And so that right. couple hundred bucks that you get discounted, it makes a difference. It pays for something else. So, um you know, I, for me, it's just trying to be in racing as long as I can. And, and I would love one day to be knowledgeable enough to give back. So for me, you know, I'm, I'm 23 years old um, and I want to be in the sport as long as I can. I've always had a, a dying passion for it. You know, um, my grandfather owned a Goodies Dash Series team and, and was a part of it with uh, another late model competitor. Uh, the Wilson family, Ryan Wilson, uh, was, was with his grandfather, Dean Wilson. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, David Wilson, his dad is Dean. Um, and so, you know, um, then my dad ran legend cars and, and fooled around with sprint cars. So I've always had racing in my blood. Um, and so just been, you know, really honored and blessed to be able to race and want to be able to do it as long as I can. Yeah. I didn't know about any of that uh, background there. That that was very interesting. Hmm. Um, Debbie Bowen wants to know what tracks are you not looking forward to going to this year? Uh, I have no shame in saying it. Hickory. Hickory. Speedway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hickory. <laughs> I didn't want to cut you to the chase there, but I was going to help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for me, like, you know, so of course, we, you know, you go there twice. Uh, so first race there was just terrible. Absolutely horrible. I think yeah. I qualified 18th and I ran like 19th to 21st all night. It was horrible. Knocked the nose off of it. It was terrible. Go back for the throwback race. Qualified fourth. Run up front all night. Thought I was being easy on it lap 70 it's like dropping anchor uh, <laughs> right rear's gone and i'm like you know and all i had done is run the pace that 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 josh and deke and lane we were all running right there nose to tail and it was it so was, you thought right, <laughs> yeah. right there you go and, and we went back green and and there goes timothy and there goes bobby and then before you know it i'm on the outside and and i'm back to 16th 17th. hanging on yeah, yeah it's and so it's just it's terrible and i don't i don't know what it is about it uh, it's very unique, and I I appreciate it. You know, of course, yep. me being a young driver, you know, you, you read about Hickory and see everything about it. And so, right. you know, I was always – I was the first time we went, I was jacked up. I'm like, yes, it's Hickory. And that night we left, I'm like, I don't care to ever come back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, and that was Hickory. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Now, have you and Lee talked about Hickory and what you can do to get better? You know, we have, and because, as I'm sure if you guys thought – it's not been his best racetrack either. He's no. not raced there no. very yeah. much at he's, all. He's not a huge fan of it either, but he's always, you know, in his typical, fa- you know, found a way. Yeah, right? I was going to say he, he he finds a way yeah. no matter he what. He found a way I mean, to get a top five, I believe, in the first race he last did, year. He did. So, so uh, you know, uh, he we, we definitely have. And, and like I said, it, it's been one um, ever since the throwback race. I definitely went ahead last year and circled the two on the calendar for this year that, hey, bud, you're going to have to be better at, at these yep. two because they're they're important too. And because, you know, the car counts for for both of those races is always big. And, of course, yeah. the, the prestige with the throwback race. And, and you know, you just – it's it's kind of like – I don't know. I guess in a way what little I have Ram Myrtle Beach, you kind of got to race it that way but not as abrasive, of course, with the tire wear. Yeah. But it's just like you don't – for me, it's you never really know when to go. And then for me, like at the throwback race, I didn't think I had went and I had burned it slap up. So it's yeah, like – that's just time, bud. Yeah. That's well, 100%. Then you got the best guy sitting up there telling you he was the yeah. master at it, right? Yeah. Like he – he calculatedly played races for the last 15 years, beating people <laughs> mentally. You, you know what I mean? I, I, you got the best guy teaching you, I think. 
Right, for sure. Uh, I guess that eliminates Slim Slim Wilson's question about how much you've how much racing you've done at Hickory, which I guess would just be those two races. Uh, yes, that's correct. Uh, those two at Hickory. Um, I've never been to Dominion, so you know we've we've got that coming up on the schedule this year. Uh, I've never been there, and I I think that's going to be the only track that I've not raced at at least one time that's on the schedule. There's this a year. lot of them that's not raced Dominion though. Yeah, 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 um, yeah for sure. And I wasn't a huge fan of Kingsport. Um, just personal. Nobody that goes there really? that's an outsider well, is. So, so I guess for me, it was, you know, I went out for practice. There was a storm moving in, and um, so the guys, you know, I'd never been there. So there's we went always out to a storm no, what, what, at Kingsport, what, 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 right? Like, at Kingsport, there's always a storm yeah, moving what, what, in. Everybody. What was your first impression as soon as you walked in the racetrack? Well, so actually, kind of going back on earlier, so talking about Charlie Watson, <laughs> your GPS there, I guess, depending on which way you come in, <laughs> it brought us in the backside up of the hill. Oh, oh. Charlie's pulling his, you know, his stacker trailer, and I'm like, "There's no way that this truck trailer's going oh, no, down this tiny." He hill. lives in the hills, son. He's he's a wheel. <laughs> and so, you know, my dad and I, we're following him down in there, and Dad looks off to the right, and he's like, "Oh my god!" I mean, it's you know, it's a cliff. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. This is insane. And then we're like, "Well, how do we get down there?" And <laughs> so, you know, you got to go all the way down, back out, and get in. So when we pulled in, I'm like, "They're not kidding when they call this place the concrete jungle," you know? Yeah. And I'm like. Then my first lap out on the racetrack, dive off in the corner and hit the bump in one and two, and I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> this is just First time I went there, I said, everybody going in turn one is going to die. We're yeah. all just going to die going in turn one. <laughs> right. Corey thinks he's going to die because the cars are coming right at him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, for me, that was just – it. but I'll tell you what, you know, it actually – it didn't race terrible, but you're just – you're all night yeah, long. You're right. on top of each other all right. night That's long. That's what's and, fun. Yeah, and so – but – I, I guess maybe take the bump away in one and two, and I'd have loved it because I guess it just every time, and it was it didn't seem to matter like how I missed it because if you try to miss it, miss it, you just miss the corner. Hey, yeah. yeah. So you don't, you, know. have, you don't have to stay on the racetrack all the way there though anymore, right? Like for a little while, wasn't that the deal where yeah. you had to stay? The UAR like, made you. Yeah, they had yeah. to stay yeah. up on that concrete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like you watch, of course, Lane, you know, won that race that night. But, like, so for me, I went down in the corner. The very first thing I did that weekend was watch Krez. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. yeah he's good. Just there. like watching him, and I'm like. How, how is, <laughs> how is he, he doing like, this? Yeah. It's like, you know, where he's, you know, lift point, where he's getting back on the gas. And I'm like, you know, right. obviously he's free, you know, just driving the heck out of it. But I'm like, he's doing it every lap. And I mean, obviously, you know, he, I, I think everybody was a little surprised that uh, Lane was able to outduel him that night. But, you know, I thought it was kind of cool because everybody knows how dominant that Krez is there, you know. Oh, so yeah. it was. Right. Uh, it was an interesting weekend, to say the least, uh, <laughs> and I wasn't uh, too heartbroken. Nothing against the racetrack, but that it, it wasn't on the schedule this year. <laughs> I think a lot of racers in the car store felt that way. Uh, I've got to wrap it up with you, but uh, tell us, uh, you get a sponsor plug in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, uh, so got to give a huge shout-out to, to Fremont Properties. Um, again, uh, Monzi Marble, Granite and Tile, Discount Oil Company, uh, one of Quick, uh, got Mincy Graphics coming on board this year as well, not only wrapping my cars, but being a supporter. Um, Bondurant Brothers Distillery, Thunder Road Harley-Davidson, Grand Atlantic Hotel and Resort, um, and Kowalski Racing Engines. Uh, so just really excited about, uh, you know, my my uh, my future with Lee Pulliam Performance as a whole and, um, you know, really excited to uh, to go and contend for the Car Store Championship this year. Well, we're going to turn you loose here. We appreciate you coming on and uh, coming down here. I know it was a little bit of a ride for you down here. It so. wasn't too bad. It's only about an hour, so uh, it's not too bad from Oak Ridge. So, like I said, I, I work in Kernersville and, and live in Oak Ridge. So, uh, just really appreciate y'all having me down. Be more than welcome to come back anytime. Yeah, man. We'll have to definitely get you on another time. Thank you, guys.
All right, uh, we're going to get the mouth of the south uh, over here in a few minutes. Uh, get Tony Stevens on here to oh. Uh, oh. tell us about uh, the the world of streaming. I've had, uh, <laughs> heard him called a lot of names, but I don't know that that was it. Well, you know, uh, I mean, have you ever listened to him? I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, I have. Beyond a shadow Guy's of a, a doubt. legend. How have you not listened to him? That he is the mouth of the south. Right. My ears bleed every time I listen to him. Live but, looking. Uh, I tell him that too. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't find me to be all that funny. So, My ears bleed when I listen to you too. It's okay. Wow. Well, you don't have to listen to me though. Yeah, thank you. You made me put on this headset. I have to. Well, now you do. Oh, now right. you have to listen right. to me. Corey got up and left. Yeah, He's like Corey's like I'm out. Corey, Corey said uh, Tony's on audio, so I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, that's usually how that works. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, left his jacket, but you know, whatever. Oh, Doc, so. Doc's gonna get on and make uh, some sweet, oh, sweet microphone love. Oh yeah, I need, to, I need to get some of this Tony, uh, Tony Stevens action here. Oh boy, oh. what you need? Uh, these two are banging mics. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't know that's really not what's going on. Bell housing bumping uh, going on here. This is, this is what happens when you get down to the end of the show and you're about to go over. And there's been so. no beer. And you bring in the scrubs yeah. for your guests. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we had such an all-star lineup, we had to bring in somebody <laughs> to kind of bring it back. <laughs> Down to performance, earth, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's I like mean, MC, you got to BOP, you got to maintain. I understand. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Tony is the uh, voice of the Cars Tour. Um, well, I would say he's the face, but I don't want to put Jeez. that on them. Uh, Let's not go there. Face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo, right? Um, also, uh, the proprietor of uh, Pit Row TV, uh, which does the production for Cars Tour TV. Yep. I'll get all that crap. We've in got there, too think. many brands for you to keep track yeah, of. Well, I'm too sure. many, too many dot TVs and all kinds of stuff for me. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just uh, one of those things. But uh, tell us about uh, you know streaming and you know you've been one of the guys at the forefront of this thing. You know, bringing pay per view events, uh, you know, to everybody across the country. I guess across the globe. I don't. Yeah, I guess that's how it works. But uh, quite literally, our event it. last weekend had people from uh, middle of Canada and even Germany watching. Wow, wow, yeah, it, was, it was pretty wild. Well, tell us about that and how you got started on it and all that. Uh, that's a pretty open-ended statement. <laughs> I mean, you know, just talk. I mean, you're good at that. Well, we, we know that. Uh, the question is getting me to shut up. Long story short, um, screwed around with that stuff for years. time I was in high school and so on and so forth. And probably about, when is this, 2019? So I would say... Oh, I don't know. Really started getting into different things probably about the time I exited high school. That's when I first started picking up microphones. One thing led to another. Picked up video cameras, screwed with all that. Worked for some guys doing some stuff, I don't know, 2010, 11, 12-ish. Uh, ultimately picked up everything I need to know. I have relationships here that they didn't have and didn't have an interest in pursuing. And right. so we went down that road, and here we are. Right, and and you go all over the place, man. I mean, it's not just uh, you know the car store stuff, and it's not just stuff around here. I mean, you're at demolition derbies, different places. I mean, and all kinds of events. I mean, it's just amazing. I, I'm in all over the place, and some of those deals, it's one of those things of I don't know why people want to do it, but I don't care as long as the check clears. I'm okay with right, it. You know right. what I mean? But uh, no, we do all kinds of stuff. We were at uh, the Toilet Bowl Classic this past weekend uh, over at Clarksville Speedway in Tennessee. That's a hell of a name. Please, for please tell us about this. Yes. <laughs> What, what, Did you what see is, the you, you have piqued my interest. <laughs> you have not, you've not heard of this race? No. Okay, well, long story short, William Scoggin bought the racetrack 15 years ago. And he said, well, I'm going to name my race the Toilet Bowl Classic because I'm going in the crapper by owning the racetrack. And that so it true. was born. And that's it. And they run late models, modifieds. It's become a pretty prestigious event for the Midwest to start the year off. Yeah, some pretty big names show up. And, and get a toilet bowl for, for a yeah. trophy. You literally so. get a toilet bowl, a, a full toilet wrapped 
graphic package, the whole deal for your trophy. Friday night's uh, plunger night, and you get a plunger and toilet paper as part of your trophy package. And where is wow. this at? Clarksville, Tennessee. I've got to go to this. Next year, come on. I just want to see what's going on here. <laughs> but, no, we do that. We do. Uh, I've got an agreement with uh, Gary Crooks and Jason Enders. We do the GRIP seminars. They even have their own website, gripseminars.tv. I know you got a lot of tech, pe- tech yeah. people on here. Right. So we, Roger's talked about all the tech stuff and whatever. So I, I, I owe them anything. a plug to be like, if you want to learn some of that stuff, you go there, gripseminars.tv. But we've got the Cars Tour package, Pit Row TV, which is kind of the catch-all. Um, there's some other stuff we do that on some domains that I haven't made public yet that we're working on. Uh, we do all the production for legendsnation.com and TV, which includes a summer shootout for four cable TV plus the streaming. I mean, on, all told, we're on pace for between 100 and 120 event event days alone this year. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm, I remember when you started this and you was like, I don't know, you just kind of hope for the best, and it's, it's done pretty good for you, man. It's, I'm no longer eating ramen, I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> we're not eating steaks every night, although my Canadian friend who came out to help us in Florida and whatnot, he's like, you got to take me out back. I need a Kevin Harvick, free blooming onion, so at least tonight yeah, we're yeah, having yeah, steaks. Y'all was in Florida for like a month, wasn't you? Two and a half weeks. <laughs> Two and a half weeks. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We did our own show for Legend Cars, and we subcontracted our stuff to uh, low-budget TV out of California because well, they're from California. They want to make a three-day trip out with all their stuff. So they said, hey, can you help us out? Sure, it's going to cost you this much. Great, wonderful. Show up, do the show. Everybody's happy. You even took your son, Andy Marquis, down there with you. That was not my call. It, what, hey, what, <laughs> Mike, Mike Neff was with him, too, wasn't he? Oh, my Lord. Oh my Grandpa, Grandpa Neff was with him. Did you see the picture of them yeah, together? That whole crowd. <laughs> Mike looked like he was 84 years old, and the rest of them were like 12. Well, at least somebody called me young. That's good. Yeah. Oh, man. Tell us about it. Tell us, how, how does it work? You know, like, I, we see a lot of clips on, and we see a lot of different things, but... Tell us how people get to you. Tell us about what things cost, what things don't cost. You know, I think that's a big point of entry to a lot of people that they think, oh, man, this costs me so much money. I'm not going to be able to see it. Uh, you know, tell us how your product works, how they can see, what they can me, see. Me, Corey, tell me a million times. I'm not paying that. Tell, tell me why I should pay that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, honestly, kind of in a way. I, I, yeah. Well, in, in all honesty, it's, it's, it's one of those deals for, for your years. business model here. Um, and, and while back up, I'll kind of educate. Some of you may know, some, and I know a lot of the fan base probably doesn't know, everybody for years has screamed, well, the NASCAR stuff on TV is quote-unquote free. Right. Sure, when you get that $120 bill from Comcast or Spectrum or whoever every month, you're paying right. for that. So the way those deals work is they have, and ESPN is the worst and best example because they have the highest numbers, but the numbers add up. So at one point, ESPN cost you $5 of your cable bill every month, whether you watched it or not. And it used right. to be there were about I think a hundred million subscribers to ES- yeah hundred million subscribers to ESPN, just the one channel, not the others, just one channel. The others have their own numbers. So if you do five dollars per subscriber for a hundred million subscribers, how much money is that per month? It's pretty much. That's five hundred million a dollars money. a month. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting I'm getting ready to, to really tick some people off right now. But if you do that over twelve months, that's six billion dollars they bring in in subscription revenue. So it's not free by any means. Right. The problem, what they do, they use the law of number. Or, or, you know, basically, they, they have a numbers game they play. They know that ten percent of that subscriber base is actually going to watch. So the other ninety percent is paying for the other ten percent to watch. Right. Put it all together, boom! It ends up being basically the same as what our stuff is, uh, which is for car store. It's twenty bucks a month, and you get anything that's on the platform as far as the live events, the on-demand races from the cars tour, any of the other cool stuff we happen to do. Last year, we even put a bonus race on there. Uh, in the form of Ace Speedway and the Rodney Cook Classic. Um, who knows? We might do some more of those this year. We've got some things we're working on and whatnot. But essentially, just pay your monthly fee, 
It hits your car just like Netflix does. Boom, done. You, you, you used to have a, a Roku thing. We, oh, yeah, we still do, actually. Yeah, still have it. It's on my TV. Oh, yeah, like yeah we, we, um, a couple years ago, Chris wanted, he's like, I got to have a Roku. I got to have it. It's like, well, we're working on one with a lot. Got to have it now. Got to have it now. Got to have it now. You just well, updated it. Well, we can make this, but why don't you wait? Nope, I don't want to wait. Okay, so we made one that had all the, the on-demand. Well, I shouldn't say all, but mostly on-demand type interviews, race highlights. Now we have a live Roku app, channel, whatever you want to call it. Um, Roku, for them to list it in their channel store, however, they want like 30% off the top, which for a small guy like me, that's a lot of money. <laughs> What do you explain 30% off the top of what? So you have to use their payment system and all this other stuff, and they want 30% of that revenue right off the top. So in the case of a 20 buck a month deal, they're taking 6 bucks, and that's a lot of money for us to sure. get. Right. i got to pay my guys, pay all this other stuff. I mean, that's a big hit. Mm-hmm. So you go to our website, and there's a link on the menu for Roku. You can download and install the Roku that way, and it works completely the same as any other channel. You just have a different way to install it. So if you go to carstore.tv, you can install the Roku channel there. And right on your Roku, you can watch all the races live, on demand, you name it. Plus, our goal is to have our Fire Stick app out by the end of Q1, which gives us about four weeks to have that finished. The first uh, test pilot, if you will, was submitted about a week and a half ago to go through their process, and ours will probably be one of the next ones to go in once it's approved. Nice, nice. So basically, you found a loophole around... um, Well, it's not even a loophole. Roku. Roku tells you, yeah, you can do it this way. And a lot of churches Roku and other organizations people, have done people that. people are listening around there going, that son of a God <laughs> Well, when, when people think you're making millions, of course, right. But the, the reality is, you know, it, it's nowhere near that. It doesn't matter who you are, whether it's us, Dirt on Dirt, Speed 51, The Cushion, you know, the Racing Boys. We're not making bazillions at this. You know, everybody's yeah. used to NASCAR numbers. But there's only a select few of those events that are making people big money. Um, we're basically doing what, it because we – What is big money? Everybody, I mean, big money yeah. is, pers- you know, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be a no, no, big, no. big money to two people or to you might things. be different than the man. Right. And, yeah. And, you know, what, what is, what? like, honestly, I see you, you are working your butt off, right? Like I, Langley and I talk about you often, you're working your high Some of it's off. good. Yeah. Some of it is <laughs> some good, good. And some of it's not, right? Probably. <laughs> no, you're probably right. So the interesting part is, you know, I think that you're bringing a big service to this deal and, and. I, I want people to understand how little it really makes for how much work it is. Does yes. that make sense? hundred percent. I, 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 I think people think, oh man, he's getting he gets twenty dollars a month from four hundred people. He's living the dream. Oh, this is great. <laughs> and, and, and I don't think they understand that you know there's twenty five thousand dollars for the production equipment. Exactly. There's, there's you know four Ed guys. Yeah. Right. I, I, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm staying on this. this a lot of work for, yeah. for a little bit of hundred percent. Right. It's, it's so, kind of like being a race twenty two. It's kind of like building chassis, right? I mean, it's the same. You get the the meat scraps that are left on the bone. So That's pretty much it. The interesting part is how are you working through that and trying to bring people content for as cheap as possible? We try to do it by by minimizing our production staff. I I actually had this conversation with somebody the other day. Um, I, I, I would love to have a Fox 30 camera set up with 5 million people. My ego as far as, oh, man, that'd be great. Is wonderful, but the ego is the enemy of expenses, or expenses are the enemy of the ego, and vice versa. So we try to keep a minimal production staff to produce a good enough show. And by good enough, we generally have um, you know two to three man cameras. All the cars to events this year are planning to have three total man cameras. We'll have a couple on the roof, one in the pits. I'll have a speed shot or something somewhere. It's kind of a cutaway and different things. So all told, like in our case, we've got. 
me included, we're going to have most events anywhere between five to seven people at an event. And I've got to take care of those guys' travel, their their food. Their, sure. i got to pay them to be there. Business. Yep. Exactly. So whoa, you whoa, have, whoa, whoa, whoa. They get paid? Well, except for, <laughs> you know, except for that kid of yours who's an intern. Who <laughs> <laughs> did pretty good in ACE, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. You know there are child labor laws, right? Again, he can be an intern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he loved it. He loved oh, and he did a great job. And, and that's you. part of what we do, too, is we try to train people to help them. Because some of them, like in the case of Daniel, mm-hmm. he wants to pursue that as a career in a lot of mm-hmm. places. You know, it's like, all right, well, we'll bring you in and train you and help you with what we can do. But right. we've right. got... You're just using them for free. Don't pull me. <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, to help the kid out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to help the kid. Right. Every time yeah. my grandpa said he was helping me out, I got to work for <laughs> two weeks. You look yeah. back yeah. on it now, right? Like, like, what but the? it did help you out, didn't it? Uh, in the long run. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So we have all those expenses, and those are just the stuff that's on top. It doesn't include any of the depreciation on the equipment. Sure. It doesn't include any of the bandwidth charges we have either at the facility as far as getting internet there to get it in and out. The bandwidth charges on the user end because when they're watching stuff, we're getting, we're having to pay for the bandwidth they're using to watch all that. Right. I've got a customer service team that takes care of all that stuff. There's credit card fees involved. So there's a lot of stuff on there that we have to, to take out, and it's – you know, I mean, you guys know me. It's, um, we're not rolling up here in Mercedes sure. Benzes by any means. So it's enough to make a to make a, a meager living. Was that a crack at Roger or what? No, I'm driving a van, dude. <laughs> was that yours? I was going to ask you about that. The black van. That's a fifty thousand dollar van. He wants that to be his next production van. That well, van well, I was sitting awesome, over here huh? looking at vehicles while I was waiting to come on. <laughs> like, I'm to that point. Now. So he's rolling enough money that he's getting a new vehicle. Yeah, well, the, the focus here. reached four hundred thousand about you a month ago. You still got that thing? Yeah. Good Lord. Wow. Yeah. Never intended on using it for what we used it for, but that thing has been a workhorse for the last 12, 13 years now. <laughs> yeah. 400,000 miles on a Ford what's Focus. Your, what's your plan next from here? Like, you, you got all these things going. What, what, what's your plan next? Like, what, what are you going to do? You're not going to just produce legend car races the rest of your life. I'm not dogging you for that. No. I'm just saying, no. What, what's your big picture deal? Like, where, where are you trying to go? I think I'm like a lot of people. I mean, you, you could say in this, you want to be able to own the deal, have your staff in place. I don't want to anymore. <laughs> I actually want to be the other way. You just want to get rid of it, right? No, it's not get rid of it. I, I, it's it just, like, I think you can only get so big and own so many things and do my, my problem is I do too many things, and then some things suffer. I, I don't do as many things well because I do too much crap. Yep. That's the honest truth. No, I, and I, that's that's normal, I think, even for, for my case. Do too much stuff, and, yep. and certain things suffer. Um, but, I mean, I think I would like to grow it to where we are. And I think we're, we're getting there uh, to where we're one of the ones you think of as far as if you want to watch events, this is who you come to. If you want to produce events, be it for streaming or for television or whatever, one of the guys you look at. Um, and be able to bring people that content they want, connect them to their favorite race series or, or racer or whatever it is. Uh, and eventually, I want to not have to be on the road for 100 to 120 event days a yeah. year um, and be able to train guys. And we've had people already come through, move up, and go you know, do other things. That's hard, right? Because it's, speed or it's whatever, hard yeah. to keep them, right? Like I, oh, absolutely I run into the is. same thing in here. right? You, you get guys, and they work through the deal. They get to where they make good money, and now they're like, well, I'd like to go make really good money. And, right. And you're like, okay, well, damn. Well, I, I guess i got to let you go make really good money. You know, I'd love to, but I can't unless I double the chassis price or I raise that. Like, I, I can't go to that, yep. you, you know, big number. So how do you continually get people then to do something? That's the hard part. Right? So this is a craft that no, but not very many people know. Yep. And you're telling me because usually things that – not very many people know, pay way better. <laughs> so how do you 
continue to build on on that? Just friends, or you know? it's friends, it's connections. You 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 put feelers out different places. People have heard things, and you know sometimes I take risks on people simply from the sake of. I mean, you guys have all seen the show Baywatch, right? Maybe most of you, maybe. You're looking I mean, at me the blank stares. That was like 40 years ago. Okay, but th- this is this is a legit thing. So. Uh, if, if for those of you who don't know Baywatch, there's probably three of them watching, given the demographics. So, but anyway, um, <laughs> sexy people. Pamela in ba- Anderson was on there. Yeah, sexy people in bathing suits running around a beach with some plot that nobody cares about. Everybody knows Pamela Anderson, right? Not from so that though. Their casting <laughs> philosophy <laughs> was was very very simple. Their casting philosophy was this: Look, we can't make Pamela Anderson look hot, but we can teach her or attempt to teach her how to act. Right. Okay. So I follow that same <laughs> principle, and I've told people this a million times. I can't teach a camera person to be a race fan, right? I can try, but right. th- there's nothing like that instinct gut race fan who knows what to look, what to look for, what's important, what, Without what, a doubt. what's going on. I can teach yeah. them how to work a camera, and yeah. that's basically how we do it. So we have people yeah. that say, man, I'd be cool. Well, how about you come give it a shot? We'll, we'll work you on this for some event. I mean, you're not going to go jump in the 30,000 Old North State Nationals, you know, the first race out. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But we'll take you to Legend Car Race. We'll try different stuff. We'll work you in. I mean, you took Andy, so, I mean, that, that says a lot there. <laughs> and but I, I'll I be honest go. with you. I was kind of scared. Okay? I want to go do one. <laughs> I, I, was I, kinda, we'll I do want to go do one. We'll work on that. I was kind of scared with your Baywatch thing. I didn't know if you were planning on putting <laughs> Tim Terry in a bikini or what. Because that was not going to be a pretty sight. So that's why you called me. Because I'm dead. Sexy! Oh my God! Truth's out. Truth's <laughs> out. Can I say? Like, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. That's a no. <laughs> I just wow. threw up in my mouth. Wow. I just want everybody to know. Uh, since we've derailed, the here. last time we saw that, I think was Concord about uh, five years ago. Right. I just seen that picture the wow. other day. Wow. You're not know what we're referring to. Doc. <laughs> oh, that thing. Yeah. Doc oh, God, was no. Miss UARA for Halloween. Oh, oh right. God. I forgot I did that. Yes, I did the whole race. And you, you traumatized up. children. How did you? You, uh, that? Dr- you did pit Who road. Was the Miss UARA at that time. Brittany Poe. Brittany Poe. Brittany Poe. Yeah. And you, uh, he dressed up as a penguin, did pit road the whole race dressed as a penguin. Iceberg. Yeah, I remember that. The penguin mascot, Iceberg. Yeah, yeah that was one of Doc's finest moments there. <laughs> finest. It was great. I was no, wait sexy. A That's a stretch. We talked about this earlier. The finest was, uh, we just talked about this at work the other day, Orange County Speedway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're yeah. practicing. And they're practicing. And the stands are already half full. Yeah. And the people above us were talking over Doc. And Doc thought the PA was off. And he looked oh, at I me and this. said some things. And then I look around, and everybody in the grandstand starts turning around looking <laughs> back up at the press box. It's like. And, and there was no cars the, on the track at this right. time. When the motor came up later, too, about that. When the, when the, <laughs> yep. when the word dropped. You could hear a pin drop. I heard yeah. it echo. That's how yeah. loud it was. Well, the, I'm standing beside Doc. I was like, wait a minute. I can hear you over here. Wait a minute. You're talking outside, too, dude. And everybody turned around and looked at him. Yeah. yeah. Don't feel bad. We had one or two of those drop on a broadcast this weekend at Clarksville. <laughs> and it was the race director. Oh, Actually, I take that back. It wasn't the race director. It was the owner of the racetrack. He got on a racetrack. It was a brand new tour, brand new series. And, and went out there and said, I don't know, I'm paraphrasing, but there's not going to be any expletive and cheating in my expletive and series. Blah, blah, and, we're, and I'm like, did I hear what I thought I heard? <laughs> Camera guy keyed up on the comm. I was like, well then. Oh, I was like, okay, so that's exactly what I thought I heard. So I had to tell Tim to grab the mic and apologize well, for that. Mike Folk calling the race. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, but, the, but the guy said everybody on the front straightaway gave him a thumbs up, so they yeah. understood. Yeah. <laughs> there's that. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not, there's actually people 
chiming in on the chat. <laughs> yeah, I figured to, it would be. to talk about you well, and to you. Right? And, That's scary. And all the ones so far about you that I've read. Um, they probably involve all kinds of bad accusations, no, most actually, of which are probably true. They've actually all been good. Uh, they all say you're really good at your job, which I don't know what the hell they've been listening to. <laughs> or watching, um, for that matter. <laughs> Production-wise, I'll agree with them. Um, <clears throat> but uh, William Wagner wants to know if it's true that Chris is going to be selecting your wardrobe for this year. Which Chris? Chris, I'm assuming it's Ragel for the car store races. Well, William, there's a uniform I have to wear, so I guess technically he's right. But uh, no, there's no. I, I'm not aware of anything wacky that's coming out yet. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the holler driver for Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alex Miller chiming in says that uh, he would love it if someone could get big enough in streaming to show every late model stock car race live. Well, oh, let's 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 well talk about that yeah, real quick. Let him, yeah. let him let's tell talk us about why. that real, quick, real yeah. quick. I'm partially upset and happy about that question and happy to be there. So, <laughs> most racers know there's a certain place when you're in the in, you're in the same vein as the Ray Evernhams and the Dale Earnhardts and the Smoky Eunuchs of the world, where you force certain people to change the rule book. Right? That's kind of an honor, right, Roger? Yeah, I mean, like, where you yeah. beat them, you mean? And, well, and you force that sanction by to yeah. change the right. rule book to outlaw like your what ideas. what you were talking about Jack earlier. Yes, right. Yeah. Yes. Well, we forced that sanctioned body to change the rules. We and did Myrtle Beach. body would be NASCAR. Yeah, we, we, we did Myrtle Beach about four years ago, their big end-of-year event, and the very next year. Because at that time, it was never covered in the sanction agreement or anything. And uh, Steve and the folks at Myrtle Beach said, we'd love you to come do this. So we came, we did it, everybody got great feedback. Except for the sanctioned body, they weren't too happy about it. Well, the very next year in the sanction agreement now, you can't do that unless you have their written approval. So we would love to do every late mile stock car race, but there's a lot of things involved, and most people don't realize all this. Well, so all it's not based choice can do it or whatever. Yeah. Right. And right to tracks can give it away. I was just getting ready they to say. Cannot. The way I understand yeah, it, correct. They just cannot do pay Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of things involved for any race, and to, to answer the question, it's not just we want to show up and they, do it. They can't it, do pay-per-view because it's a NASCAR event? Correct. Yeah. If it's a NASCAR sanctioned, and, and, and to 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 go that down that road in that off season, we called them up and said, "All right, we, we get it. You know, you guys kind of caught with your pants down on this. What can we do to to make this viable? What can we do to offer you this?" And in the conversations we had, just unfortunately, they didn't get where we wanted them to get. Um, but the conversation was started at the very least, and I think it's still floating around in offices down there. But there, there's so many things you have to get in line to, to continue to answer that question. You have to get the sanctioning board on, body online if they have something around it, about it, that they want or don't want it to happen. The tracks, the promoters. I mean, and, and the thing that we most people don't even realize, we don't just show up. And I mean, I forgot this in the expense list. We have a, a give back we give, like the car store. I have, a, I have an amount of money I have to give to the car store for the right to broadcast their race right. that goes right back into the series, the purses, the events, and so on and so forth. Right. Um, so ultimately... You know, as, as subscribers, you're, you're giving back to the sport you love uh, and helping to th promote it and everything like that. But there's a lot of those factors that have to come into play. So it's not just, hey, we're going to show up and do this. There's <laughs> there's a lot of I's to dot and T's to cross. Uh, Slim Wilson said that uh, Chris Ragel <laughs> should should buy you uh, a Cars Tour fire suit for the races. I don't no. think you want to be walking it, around in no. that. What, no. what do you think from uh, – so let's just well, say you want to promote – It wouldn't look good either. You, you you want to give it away yourself, mm -hmm. right? I'm always promoting that give it away thing. Me and Langley have been talking about that a lot here in the last five weeks. You want to give it away. What, what is it? What, what, not on a deal, not on a manipulated deal, but what, what is it? I, I think racetracks don't understand what it costs 
let's say that a racetrack, Langley and I have this hypothetical racetrack in wherever, and we want Tony Stevens to come do it, and we're going to give it away. Mm-hmm. So what does it cost for us to give it away? To give it away, so to speak, there's a couple of things depending on how you want to give it away. And, and, and I know, listen, yeah. I, I know people are going to generalize it. Nick I'm generalizing will it. dime this to yes. death, and it's not what I mean it for. Yes. But what I do would like to do is bring some context to mm-hmm. whether it costs $2,000 to do this or Two hundred five thousand, right? I mean, so it, I want to give racetracks that have a working. We're working with smaller budgets than a than a Coca Cola six hundred, like a Charlotte Motor Speedway. So let's make. I don't think they know. Do they know what it costs? A lot of them don't. I mean, before we started doing this right here, I could have told you nothing about what it costs to stream a TV show or a podcast or whatever. And now I understand that that's a pretty good cost that goes into it, and we're and we're four guys doing it in a shop late at night yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> exactly and and generally speaking because we've we've had these things out to people who want to do you know a free view event or want to do just production and then send it off for tv or have us do tv whatever so it it varies and, and so there's really no hard number i can give you it depends on the quality but i mean you're talking anywhere from you know the very simplest of production sure. you're talking fifteen hundred two thousand dollars truthfully per per event per right to go up i mean Depends on how much money we want to spend. We could sure. easily spend ten yeah, or twelve thousand dollars. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So that's the range, and obviously, law of averages, you're going to fall somewhere in the middle there, probably. But uh, you know, it's it's not does, cheap. Does almost every racetrack have their own close circuit type deal? I, know, I wish. I, yeah, but I know yeah. like Hickory, they have. And I'm not saying how great they are, right? We all know that there's. Plenty, we've bought cameras here Hickory that were what? in different qualities, right? We we. Langley and I together have five or six cameras that are all of different qualities. So I understand, but do they? Do they have enough where they could actually even you could come in maybe on the small side and then not have to spend two or three thousand a deal where they're capturing the footage and oh, yeah. you could come in and help them stream it out? Well, or? and that's the platform that we work on. It's it's the it's probably better known as the Hammer Motorsports Network. Uh, one of the brands it's a catch-all is like Racefeed X. The actual company's name is Rivet R I I V E T, um, and they were originally out of actually the company's out of Raleigh and one of the principals just moved to California about a year or two ago, but his other partner's still in Raleigh. Uh, and that's part of what they do. It's like, okay, you, if you as a track or a series want to get on here, their job is to help you do that in the most co- cost-effective manner possible. And then if you need people or somebody to help you, to guide you to people that can help you do those things. Yeah, but I think you're the guy for this, right? Like, we don't have a lot of people. Sometimes yeah. I'm the guy they send. Well, <laughs> so, and, yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean that bad. I just <laughs> no. mean you're the guy for this, in my opinion. You know, we, we don't, I mean, name me anybody else that's doing it. Uh, well, appreciate for, right? it, right? Well, it doesn't mean you're good. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're just the only guy doing it, right? You're just the only. I'm guy the only poor schmuck it. dumb enough to try it, right? I mean, I, I didn't mean it that way, <laughs> but it was good though. It was it? good. Right. Been, That's not necessarily a false statement. I'm still a dumb schmuck. A while. Um, the soundbite of the week, right? I, I just think that uh, I, I, I think it's it could be a place where a lot of these places, you know, Langley and I have even discussed different ways from the racetrack that, that racetracks could stream for free or be more cost effective to try to get their product out there but there seems to be this one weird disconnect and you're the only guy i know that might be able to have an answer langley has his own opinions but i don't give a damn about his <laughs> i don't either. my don't thing bad. is this every racetrack promoter that i talk to because i've been a big proponent for years that they should give their race is away because i think more people care about watching a race at hickory in ohio or kentucky or caro about watching a race in South Boston 
in Mooresville or <laughs> Hick- right. Hickory. Yeah. You're right. That, and I, I think the racetracks have it wrong. That's my own opinion. I'm not well, there all yet. All the racetracks think that nobody's going to come. Right. I'm, not, I'm not there yet, but right. I'm telling you, I'm going to I'm going to prove this. I'm going to prove this model over the next five years. I don't know exactly how, but I'm going to have a racetrack, and I'm going to prove this model. That's my goal, but my personal well, we, goal. We can prove it. We have the numbers. We have the right. data, everything on the backside. And, and, and our biggest thing with this, and none of us will disagree with you that free is going to reach more people than any none sort of, of paid sure. content. But we understand. But, at, yes. but hold on. Everybody yeah. sitting here to a point understands how social works. The problem is that's not the person we need to convince. Everybody that's sitting right here understands how social media works, how podcasts work, how, you know, and if you don't, you quickly learn because otherwise this group of people will make fun of you and berate you until you learn, right? So my my biggest problem... We make fun of you regardless. I make fun of Doc all the time because of it. Right. But my problem is how how do we bring that stuff more to the forefront? How do we get people informed as to what they can do how they can give it away. Every promoter is scared to give it away. And it, yeah. it, I'm not saying that you have to give the trade secrets away. I'm not saying you have to do whatever. All I'm telling you is that my dad in Ohio would certainly, certainly love to watch a race online at Hickory Motor Speedway or at South Boston. And he's Joe Schmo, normal guy, right? right? He's, not, he's not excessively into racing or, or anything like that. So he, more people care about these racetracks Bowman Gray's big explosion came because they all of a sudden became a national brand instead of a small brand. Yes. And, and, and. Yeah, that, 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 it was on CNN with Derek Stoltz yep. dragging Mike right. Robertson they, around the racetrack that, right. on they CNN. Gave, and they right. gave it you away. Yep. Right? They gave it away. And that, that's the thing that I can't figure the out. The biggest question is we always, how do you pay for it? That's the question with everything. I don't care if it's a race car 100%. or a cheeseburger. How do you pay for it? And with what we've tried to do. Well, I'm on board with you. Like, there are people in Ohio and Canada and Germany and Australia that want to see this stuff, like this stuff. They're interested in it. But we can't, I know I can't afford to go to the racetrack and spend thousands of dollars just to give it away. So we try to do the best of the happy medium, which is we use the event and the subscription to basically fund us being able to pay guys to go there. Well, and then we give away certain clips of content as freebies. You're so just guys talking like about that. the Cars Tour. Well, all of our stuff. All of our stuff, we try to do this. To where we give away these different clips, be they interviews, be they other things we do generated from that, that are freebies uh, to help generate interest and get people involved. I'm going to say this. this is yep. probably going to be a bold statement, and I'm going to catch hell for it like I usually do. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, I think if you're a racetrack and you don't get on the social train or you don't get on the streaming and the podcasting and the whatever, you will not be a racetrack in five You're 100% years. right. Or you won't be the one that running it. You're 100% and, and, right. And I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, that's where I... I, when Langley said he wanted to have you on, I thought, man, this is perfect for the simple fact of... Well, that's I, not all he said. I did, right. <laughs> but I, I want people also, I think there's a big niche here. That, that Another place that we can cross-collateralize this is I would like to see the racer who does his own social and does these ever. I know you're not their secretary, but you've acquired so much content that... I would like to see him use you the correct way, right? Like, I'm not saying he's got to take $2,000, you got to pay big money, but how do these people that are getting free content produced for them to go to the racetrack that you're recording all the Cars Tour races, how many people reached out to you this winter and said, hey, can you put me together a highlight reel because I would like to go give it to some people and get sponsorship. one hand in the last two years. Exactly. And how many of them actually got money? Uh, I'm pretty sure one of them did because he went K&N racing. There you go. And, and see, this is my thing, right? I, I, I get so upset. These people go to the PRI show. Oh, we can't get nothing. 
you're not giving nothing. You, yeah. Everybody yeah. says they're going to yeah. do it, but they never do it. Yep. Interview some people at the PRI. Give it away. Whatever. Yep. We got to figure. And, out and we've a way. had people call, and you know, and and I've had people from other racetracks, racers, whatever. But it's you're. It's still a very small number who say, "Hey, I would like to get, you know, these That's clips, free. this clip." Yeah. That's what I can't figure yeah. out. Right. That's a free way. I hear every kid come in here and tell me, "Man, I I, I can't find more money. I got to find more money." You got to. It's try. not about the money. <laughs> it's about. You, it doesn't cost you money to call you and say, hey, man, would you have any good pictures of me getting spun out or flipped right. over or crashed or hooking somebody in the right rear or whatever? I'd like to try to take that two minutes of content you have for me and use it to promote myself. Exactly. And our pull, like our pull fees for that are not exorbitant. Right. I, you I know, mean, it's like, okay, you're going to spend like, and I've had people do it. And it's like, all right, if I, if I spend a couple, you know, three couple three hours or whatever pulling video for you i'm going to tell you go go to the on-demand site tell me what clips you need where it's from to save yourself time and money sure and then it's like all right i need this boom a few hours later a couple hundred bucks you've got video to use for whatever you need you know depending on the licensing if you're gonna use a national commercial it's different but for your personal deal we're talking about the mom and pops guy that wants to do his own deal that doesn't know that they don't have a social media person that they don't have video coverage they don't i mean I, I think you could be a good asset to those things, and I want people to reach and out And we want to be. We'd love to be. I mean, we're here to help people the best we can. It's part of why we do what we do is people need to be able to, to embrace this whole new content-type generation we're in. Do you store all your own races yourself? What do you mean, like as far as hard drives and that type no, of thing? No, so I mean like uh, you're, you're backlogged of races. So mm-hmm. let's say you've done 400 races in the last three years. I don't know, whatever. Whatever right, the number right, is, right? right. So the, what, what happens to all those races? Is there an archive to where people can go and look forever back at them where Corey will We have, so like all of our stuff is available on demand within like the last three years or so. On demand where? Uh, on any other website. So carstore.tv, there's a tab that says past. You can go back and watch anything through like... I think midway 2015, we started archiving them for on demand. I still have all the records somewhere in a hard drive. I just haven't put them together. Yeah, but what I'm saying you is, know. people that have access to your stuff, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm a member, which I do, I pay right the, the, mm-hmm. the 20 bucks a month to watch the thing. Um, how far does that let me go back? And if as I'm far just as you a, want, so if I'm just a general race that we fan, have up there, correct. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. How far does it allow people for their twenty dollars? You can go back and watch a race from two years ago, a year yep. ago, three years ago, Orange County, this crash, whatever. Yep. Yeah. Any stuff that's in the library is included. Whether whether you were a subscriber when it was done or not, it's all included. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. you've got full access. To that. I know a lot of racers enjoy that. Yeah, that, and that's where I was trying yeah. to go with it. Yeah, because they can go back and watch how the race played out and different things, and and they've said, hey, you know, have you got this one? Because this one's not. Oh yeah, we'll put that one up there, and, and we did. So um, yeah, it's it's a valuable tool in a lot of aspects. Yeah, I enjoy my free account. Um, <laughs> I guess we gotta. Let's, let's we, go. Hold on. So you get into the car. <laughs> shut up. Just, just shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. And shut up. man. <laughs> and oh, man. gets a free account. All right, we gotta wrap this up because uh, Tim Terry is wanting some Outback, and they close at ten, I believe. Kevin Harvick got a top ten, so, so he wants his blooming onion before he goes back to Canada tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Take so, off, eh? So, uh, I, which, I by the way, and, and plugs, if you if you like late model stuff around the country, he's part of the Pro Stock uh, Parts for Trucks Pro Stock Tour in uh, Atlantic Canada. They start in like. May and race through like June, I think. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> then it snows. Mosquito season. Yeah, exactly. But uh, he, he does similar type stuff for them that I do for the Cars Tour. So if you're into outside the country racing, certainly suggest checking it out. He's he's a good source for a lot of that stuff. One last question for you. What uh, Anything new? I know you mentioned the Fire Stick thing uh, app. Uh, is, is there anything else that you have new in the works uh, for this season that uh, people that uh, subscribe to the Cars Tour? We're working can- on it. 
Okay. <laughs> we so tried a few things about. a few times. We tried something in Florida this uh, past month. Tell us what it is. If it didn't work, it didn't work. Who cares? <laughs> or if it worked, it worked. What, we, we, it worked, but we got to tweak it. You're the, <laughs> old, you're the only guy doing it. It ain't like somebody's going to mysteriously pop up tonight and be like, hey, we're getting ready to do Look, this. Holy shit. Tony, I, I like, Tony Stevens Tony doing Stevens this. Let's do this. Let's he, do this. He now. drove up in his 300,000 mile Toyota Corolla <laughs> out here. <laughs> we're taking his ass down. Yeah. Right? Ford I mean, focus. Get it right. Give those Give those folks some props. No, there's. I don't want to leave any of my, my secrets out there unless they're pretty much going to happen this weekend but we're working on some things and and that we're going to try to implement a couple times this year and see how they work out nothing this is the <laughs> you got show nothing. I've ever been on yeah. all night tonight has I been know. secrets yeah. because oh, i'll man. put it to you this way it's one of those deals where it's just like a race you work on it you work on it. you want to make sure it's right before you race it and you work on it you work on it you eh, let's not run it this week let's do it next week so like last year That's we brought out the telestrator yeah, like last we year we brought the, after it. <laughs> we brought the Telestrator out last year, so that was like one of our things. You know, we had last year as a free little toy. Um, I can draw hats on Langley when we have the camera on him now. Don't have the camera on me. Yeah, exactly. So we have the Telestrator. You have to get the wide lens out for that one. Well, we, we, we bought one of those, too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there, there's some other things we're working on. Among other things, we're, we're also trying to get more um, cable TV presence. So there's some things we're working on in that regard to try to make that happen. How do you go about that? Talk to people. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our production, as far as what we shoot with and how we do it, it's it's obviously because you've seen it on um, the speed sports shows the last two years. It's it's cable ready because that's what they built the show off of was right. everything that we did. Right. So we work closely with them on that. Um, not to say you know, I mean, we might do one this year. We might do five. This, I don't know. We're we're working on all those conversations to try to make that happen because I think a lot of the racers really like it when they can go to somebody who's not like your like your dad, for instance, who's not the hardcore fan that's going to be a subscriber. But they're casually, oh, look at the sports bar. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it's up there. Right. Thing. It's yeah. Saturday, and it's raining and wherever they're right. at. And they can't yeah. go to their own local race, and they right. would like to watch some Saturday night short track racing from somewhere. Yep. You know, I mean, I think that's the one place that we're missing out a lot. I think mm-hmm. we need to fall back on a lot of that history that we had, you know, because people outside of this area still want to see that. 100% they do. I go back, and I think, to uh, one of the things, that, and you guys can – think about this however you want but i remember back when it was a thing when pro cup always had the 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 cup the hooters cup race on thursday night and right. they had a watch party yep. at hooters yep. right you know yep. i would like to see something like that for for our deal you yeah. know go to kingsport well, well right we're but, getting you know. ready to do it <laughs> yeah. go for it but yeah we are like, boom stuff like go. that i we think tell is... what we're doing here on race 22 radio <laughs> <laughs> yeah how about that we got nothing to hide we're giving it away sorry there's my cards you're not seeing them <laughs> but no i think stuff like that's important and and those type of opportunities allow those things to happen to help generate more interest and that cool factor where you can bring a friend and show somebody what's going on and it kind of gives them that neat factor and maybe they'd come to the racetrack that type of thing too all right, well, that's going to do it for uh, this segment with Tony. We're going to wrap this thing up after we're done. Appreciate you subjecting yourself to this. Tonight. I, I knew what I was expecting. Yeah, well, and it probably wasn't even as bad as you expected. Yeah. Huh? I hope no, we got worse. Uh, worse? Really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Damn, I would have thought it had been way better. Based on prior experience, I thought it would have been way bad. <laughs> right, right. All right, uh, we'll turn you loose and let y'all go get some Outback. Appreciate you being on. Yes, appreciate you guys having me as all. Anytime you want to have me, give me a shout. I'm just down the road. Be glad to come. Oh, this, this, something. Dude, this, 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 this was a one-time one deal, this, man. This is a one-time shot. Right? Yeah, we got it. It's all right. Well, in that yeah. case, let me grab the mic here. Oh, let me see that more. <laughs> but no, thank you, guys. I'm sure I'll yeah. see you sometime soon. If not, I'll see, I'll see you this weekend, right? Well, yeah, you won't see weekend. me, but you'll see Corey. Yeah. So. Well, whatever. I'll see one of y'all, and I'll throw things at him from the tower. And you'll That's see your son, Andy. He'll be there. 
So I already, I already saw him for a week in Florida. That was you that get was to plenty. see him a little bit more. That was plenty. So. He, he did tell me I need to smoke a bowl. However, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> the things that come out on race and segment three, three just starts on race twenty two radio. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a this is the after hours show. Wow. Wait a minute, it's nine thirty. This stuff has you're, derailed. <laughs> shut the so. radio off if your children are awake. So this is the NC seventeen right. version of so, race twenty two radio. Anybody that's met Andy knows Andy is a little. He needs a few less oh energy Lord. drinks in his life, right? Oh, oh I Lord. like Andy. I, I Andy do too, but he needs a few less energy drinks in his life. He's super smart. So we had our staffing set out <laughs> for Florida for the Legend Car Winter Nationals, and part of our plan to, to test some different things and try some different stuff, some equipment we had for that matter, was we were going to do a practice show on whatever that was, Sunday night. Well, with the rain and the can in race, so part of our staff ended up not there that we were planning on having. So, ooh, crap, what do we do? Andy, you're not really doing anything tonight. Tell you what, we're going to put you on the rover cam in the pits. So He's probably good at that. First time he'd ever had a camera in his life. I'm sending him out there with a, thousands of dollars on his shoulder yeah. going, please yeah, don't he, he's F a it winner. up. He's a winner. He'll figure it out. Right. So um, so we send him out there, and, and I've got communication to the guys all the time. So I'm guiding him through everything that's going on. Tim's back here trying to talk and listen to me yak at Andy at the same time, and he's probably about ready to hit me because I he's got he's headphones on. He's about ready to like hit you now because he's trying to get to Outback. Right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, he just yeah, wants we'll to go to Outback. I'll tell this story. <laughs> so anyway, at some point, I'm trying to coach Andy, and I get a little high strung because I'm freaking out that he's all over the place. You get a little a high strung. Yeah, maybe just a tad. So we're we're trying to Andy's do all like, this. Damn, I'm gonna spuck a ball. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wow. Anyway, there were a few times I got a little anime with Andy on the radio. <laughs> Nothing abnormal for one of our shows, and, and certain people have worked with me will tell you that that we I can probably be one of the hardest people to work for, but I try to at least make sure you know it's not personal before we even start, uh, and do my best to take care of my guys too, for that matter. So. We get out there, and he does whatever. He comes back in the tower after I've told him and screamed at him a couple times and done whatever. It's like, dude, listen to me. Are you alive? Shake the camera. Do something. And finally, he comes in, and he's all sweaty, and he's soaked you know, because of the humidity. And he's sweating. He had to do some work and get out of, his, <laughs> out, of, get out of the AC. That's unusual for him. Right. So he comes in, shuts the door. Man, you need to smoke a ball before you go on the air. <laughs> and it was about that loud. <laughs> and it was about that loud. <laughs> so wow. I was like, thanks, Andy. You do, too. So... <laughs> That Performance Center does not condone this part of the show. <laughs> I would like to be completely clear. <laughs> wow. That being said, I personally can't even stand the smell of it or any of that stuff. So go, go to pitroadtv.org. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. yeah. So apparently they're, they're selling bandanas and incense on there now. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, we don't. We did go get a drink later. We did go get a drink later, and that helped ease some pain. So tie dye oh, out of yeah. a van, VW van, tie dye. Wow. On that note, I'm gonna. Drop the mic. <laughs> I'm going to Carsonville, North Carolina later, y'all. Uh, well, I guess uh, me and Roger are going to wrap this thing up ourselves here. Uh, uh, Caraway Speedway this Sunday. Got uh, three races going on this weekend. So you got uh, Hickory, Hickory yep. you got Takar's Tour at uh, Southern National, and you have uh, Caraway on Sunday. I'm planning to, uh, as of right now, I'm planning to go to Hickory and uh, Caraway. And uh, I guess Corey and uh, Brandon and Andy and uh, whoever the heck else is going will be at uh, uh, Southern National for the Cars Tour. So, yeah, I doubt you will. I doubt, I you, doubt will. you will too. I mean, I'm sure something's going to break on your something's going to break on your vehicle because that just seems to be the norm. Four wheeler time or something. You're driving a minivan. I'm driving a minivan yeah, too. That it's may, awesome. Hey, cool, mine is hey, pretty cool. Have huh? I ever sent you a message and said, "Hey, man, I can't make it because my car broke down"? No. 
But yours has yeah, like 47 of, times in the last half, like six yeah, months. Half a Langley's car is laying out in my driveway. Now that is true. <laughs> that is true. Like, Kim, Kim hit the curb and like ripped the hole underneath of the car we'll off. We'll fix it here at Performance. I mean, w- would you? Because yeah. I, I need it. No, we won't. <laughs> like for real. So, all right, we've run over uh, uh, a long way. Again. So we're uh, we're done. We're out of here. And uh, Doc's going to take us home now. And I want to say thanks. Well, that'll wrap up tonight's show. I want to thank everybody for listening to Race 22 Radio. Keep us logged on to Race22.com for coverage of all your favorite late model stock car racing action, videos, podcasts, and much, much more. We'll be back broadcasting live around the globe next Monday at 6 p.m. from right here at Performance Center Racing Warehouse in beautiful Statesville, North Carolina. Until then, we'll see you at the races. Race 22 Radio is a presentation of Race 22 Productions.